Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, July 20th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. We took a couple weeks off, but we're back. Some say we're better than ever. I wouldn't, but some say that. Thank you for listening. Uh, really enjoy the uh, time we spend together tonight, and we are going to take your phone calls at 702-586-PULP. 702-586-7857 if you want to talk about the upcoming motocross series schedule that just got released. We're going to talk about Supercross. We're going to talk about MXGP. Whatever it is, man. Let's do it. Got a good show lined up tonight. At least I think it's a good show. Adam Cien Cirillo will be on from Monster Energy uh, Kawasaki. Looking forward to talking to him. Christian Craig from Geico Honda. Davey Coombs from Racer X. All on board. Chris Kiefer. We'll call in later to talk about what he and I did last week. They say it was a Geico test. I think it was more of a Geico tryout. But we'll talk about that and more. Coming up, 702-586-PULP. As I said, give us a call. Really looking forward to our in-studio guest tonight as well. Lots of fun with him. Very knowledgeable guy. Uh, The schedule has come out. We'll touch on that. We'll touch on MXGPs. We'll touch on the Supercross series that just happened. Maybe some silly season stuff as well. Uh, lots to get to on tonight's show. Brought to you by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, now available in 80cc, 60cc sizes, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Vertex Pistons, FMF, Atlas Brace, Used by Chase Sexton to win the 250 Supercross East Championship. AtlasBrace.com. Works Connection. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save. Works Connection. OGO Power Sports. Get Data. Guts Racing. Art of Sport. MotorcycleNewsJobs.com. In 10 Cycles. Pulpamex 10 is the code to save at In 10 Cycles. Whether you want to get an e-bike like I ride or a regular pedal bike. Why would you want to do that, though? Pulpamex 10 is the code to save at In 10 Cycles. Today was National Ride Your Mountain Bike Day. And I did not do that. Trust me, though, I'm still on board with mountain bikes. WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Lab, all on board with us tonight, as are you people, of course, at 702-586-7857. Amazon widget on pulpmex.com. Click on that. Make a purchase at Amazon. We get a small slice of that. We really appreciate it. Just had somebody buy uh, some laptops from it and... Uh, Yeah, it was very nice of them to do that. So if you want to support the show in a little way, you can do that. If you want to support the show another way via the Patreon app, Patreon website, you can go do that. We're going to give away some gear here shortly from uh, for our Patreon people. We're just going to try to figure that out. So check out Patreon as well. Give as much as you want, as little as you want. Uh, Get some access to podcasts early. Get some giveaways, like I said. Get some free T-shirts, things like that. The Baltimax app, uh, get it on now on the store or just wait. There will be a new one coming very soon very very soon um so thank you again for listening in studio with me he's uh 
pro racer. He's been doing it for a long time now. Seen him in the top 10 in results many times and all over the place. 250 Supercross mains, 450 Supercross main events. Uh, he's done it all. He's from Florida. AJE Husqvarna. It's Justin Starling. What's up, man? How are you? Yeah, stoked to be here. Thanks this for coming cool. in. Yeah, no worries. That's I awesome. I was busting your balls in, uh, in Utah because you came in for the show and you know, your, your old team came up here and you decided you didn't want to come up. And so then I was busting your balls, but you said, hey, I'll make it up to you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you actually did. And yeah. we worked it out. No, I called you last week and I was like, hey, I'm around. Can I come up? And yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah, no I, I know you're a listener of the show as well as, uh, like I said, you're a great racer as well. So uh, lots of talk to, to you. Nah, listen, you're, if you're top 10, you're a good racer. I, all didn't, right? I didn't this year. I know. But generally speaking, you're, uh, you're, you're close to that. All yeah. right. Give yourself some credit here. Uh, uh, we'll talk about this year a little bit. Two different teams for you. Um, not the greatest Supercross year that you wanted. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit uh, as far as uh, also um, going forward for outdoors and uh, what your plans are for that, of yep. course. Uh, taking your calls, producing the show over there, holding it down. The Talon Taylor. What's up, Talon? Oh! Jesus, you got to back that down. You're too hot in the mic. Too hot. I'm just so excited that I got introduced first this time. It, it's honestly, don't take anything from it. It doesn't mean anything. Travis is still means, my guy. It means everything Don't to me. worry. It okay. means everything. Hey, you had some time off, too, because Tits was the last show, right? I know. It feels like it's so been forever. So when's the last time you were here? Uh, it seems like a month ago. Right? Probably about a month ago, yeah. Jeez. You been riding at all? I tried Sandy Valley night practice out just to yep. beat the heat. And? It was okay. Track's the same as it's always been. I talked to Cooksey. He gave me a mixed review of Sandy. Yeah, I wish the lights were a little better. Uh-huh. Like, I can't see that great at night, and it's a little sketchy for me, but it was fun. Just tabletops like it used to be? Just yeah, tabletops? Yeah, the track's literally exactly the same. Really? Yep. yep. They threw think, a little bit of sand down. You think but, they'd rebuild it a little bit? Yeah. Uh, also, uh, directing the show, holding things down there, building the app, uh, Techman himself. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Bring it to me now. <laughs> Bring it to me. What did How I many... tell you about this app? What did I tell you? What? What'd you tell oh, me? We had a discussion. You're talking to the mic. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, what? You're not allowed to talk about it on air. Uh, did we talk? Did we say that? It's been so long since we did a show. I forgot. <laughs> How many people called you Tech Man? Uh, a lot, yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of that. Tech Man. Which is, it's fine. It's pretty... It's yeah, funny. It's, it's good. It's one of those things that, that uh, you know... Lived on past the show for a while. Yeah, so yeah, no. Thanks to Kiefer for sure. Put it in my Instagram. Uh, we we brought it up. We did a podcast uh, last week that'll come out soon, and it was brought up again in there. So oh, good. Um, you are uh, you're working on an app. Yes, and I am. Uh, we're running into a bit of technical problems. Yes, but we'll get that figured out because you're super smart. But I'm re- a tech so, man. So just to g- give everyone yeah. kind of an update, I'm rewriting it. Like it's going to be a whole. You're not going to have to pay for it again. None of that. But I am rewriting that. God bless from the ground up. <laughs> So it should be a lot better. Um, but, yeah, we ran into a couple things. So I'm not going to give a date on when it's coming out. You're tech man. You can figure it out. He's tech man. He, you know what? You got it. Yeah, Thanks. see? Thanks. Sorry, no, you, you, you definitely got it. Oh, boy. But, yeah, it's it's coming. All right. I won't say when, but it's All coming. All right. Well, sounds good. Um, so, yeah, lots to get to tonight. Davey Coombs will be on. The Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship schedule just dropped. Starling. Uh, I was a bit surprised. Uh, obviously, look, it's it was supposed to be July 5th, June 15th? July 15th? July 15th. July 15th. Yep. That was moved. You know, we're in the middle of this pandemic with COVID and everything else. And, and I was a bit surprised because a few weeks before the schedule came out, and it was last week, I had heard six races at Same. three different tracks. Same. And I heard it from some people that would know. Same. And, and it made sense to me 
because less traveling, let's stay somewhere, do these races. You know, Salt what I mean? Lake worked. Right. So I think, do something so we can at least race. I think the guys at Feld, uh, as, as good as that thing could go, it did go. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously there were some hiccups. Somebody I was surprised to see it go back to, like, Washougal, like all those this year. I didn't expect that no, at all. No, no. So I was going to say, so that's what we thought would happen. The schedule dropped. It's nine races in eight eight different weeks. Yeah. Two at Redbud, a Saturday and a Tuesday at Redbud. Yeah. And then, like you said. And I like, don't think that one has fans. No, none of them have fans as of now, but okay. you can... If you, I thought some did, some didn't. I don't think so. I think what they're doing is if you can race Amateur Day, you can stick around and watch the pro race. So there will be people but, there. Is it Amateur Day on Sunday? Isn't it some, some of them are after, some of them are before, okay. depending on the race. Okay. Yeah. It's been a while since they've done like outdoors. Right, right. So. <laughs> no, some of them are on Sundays and some of them are on Fridays, and, yeah. they, and they pause and they pick it back up. So that, makes, kinda, that makes sense. Kind of depends on the race itself. But, um, yeah, I mean, also, too, for the, for the, for the teams... They're starting in Tennessee, they're going to Washington, and then they're going to Indiana. So yeah. it's not ideal mileage-wise and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But initially, your thoughts on the schedule when you saw it? I mean, it's good that they're racing more than six. Yeah. So at least I feel like a lot of teams are going to get their, their work that they're doing. It's going to be able to pay off. Um, so it's good to see as many as they're doing. Um, yeah, I think the the back-and-forth thing is kind of wild to me. Like, I don't understand how sometimes they can't do – like a big loop, yeah, that would make more sense, especially for privateers. Because I think you're going to see a lot of them at the first round, and I think Washougal is going to be pretty dead, right? And then they'll pick it back up in Indiana, and then it'll go back to normal. Yeah. So to me, that's kind of odd, because um, like for me, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll be at the first one, but I can't do the second one. Right. That doesn't right, make sense, right. you know. So like that part's a little different or a little bit weird to me, but they're racing. I yeah. Mean, you can't really be bummed about it. Yeah. I think it's cool yeah. too at Redbud because at least that's like a really good track. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so you, yeah. now you've done plenty of nationals in your life. Do you? And I don't think this is going to be an issue. I talked to a couple guys, but in your opinion, Saturday to Tuesday to do two to do four motos. How are you on that? Like we were, as far as we were talking about that, I was talking actually with uh, with Jerry the other day about that because to do that in Supercross was still kind of like it came up a little quicker than you really thought yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the next day you're kind of like recovering, and then the next day after that you're like, okay, I got to go back into it. But right. that was Supercross. Yeah. That's way easier you know, and like the whole logistics of it mm -hmm. than outdoors is. So now you're going to do two thirties. It's going to be hot. And then you're going to turn around and do it right again. Um, but then you also have bike work, all that stuff. That's going to be pretty intense. Yeah. Like okay. that's not yeah. going to be easy. I talked to a couple guys that told me, look on a normal national week, uh, Sunday's travel day, Monday's rest day, Tuesday, we're doing two thirties. Yeah. Know I, mean? as part I think, of, as part I of think for the, for the average or the normal factory rider, yeah. no problem. Right. They're, they're, yeah. they're going to love it. Cause yeah. they're just like, Oh, they are back on our normal schedule. Yep. Um, I think for the privateers where they're having the next day, do the bike work, wash the next day after that, change tires, you know, do all yeah. that stuff. Yep. yep. That's going to come up quick. Yep. Um, but I think, yeah, I think for the factory guys, star guy, all those, yep. They're okay. Cool. Yeah, we get yeah. two races and you paid a little bit quicker. Sweet. Yeah, it's it's. I'm with you. Like I thought there'd be those six rounds and and six rounds to me is fine for a championship. No more, no less than that. But you're right. Nine is way more legit. You know, eighteen. So here's, motos here's my only stuff. thing yeah. that I that I don't know if this is true. I haven't talked to anyone or if this is possible or whatever. But the week before the first round is the Loretta's amateur. Yeah, that's no COVID protocol. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I know the amateur racing yeah, falls under a different I, thing. I don't right. think that's COVID protocol. Right. They don't go through well, the Dave, whole thing. Dave's coming on here. Yeah, so that's. I'd like to ask him right. that. Um, just because what if something happens there and Tennessee's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. 
the next yeah, weekend's the national. Well, one of the questions I'm going to ask DC tonight is like, like how, uh, nobody knows if this is going to go 100. percent Nobody I don't, knows. I, yeah, including I, don't, I, I think they have a, a plan. Right. But after right. that, there's really nothing. Yeah. Like you're just like hoping it can happen. I kind of want to get this feeling from Davey here, like. How confident is he that all nine of these go off on their dates at their places? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he can't be 100% confident. Nobody can. No. Um, but I just, but if he's 90. We don't know what's going on. But if he's 90%, I'll feel better. Yeah. If he says, I don't know, I'm, I'll be like, oh, boy. I, I, you know? I mean, I th- almost think for me to be completely confident with it, I have to hear 100 just because it's right. like you just don't know. Like, yeah. This world is crazy. Yeah. You know, well, even like, even if Davey says a hundred, things could change at the government level, yeah. state level tomorrow. Yeah. And he doesn't. I mean, that's he, a, that's yeah. the only right. crappy thing is like you, you you could be preparing for something that you don't know if it's even going to happen. You know, and yep. you know a lot of these riders. I you know I've been in California for a month now, and I haven't. I took the time off. Um, I actually haven't rode, but like maybe twenty minutes on my pit bikes in Salt Lake. <laughs> um, but I've gone to the track a few times, and these guys are just grinding motos. Which, if yeah. I was out there, I'd be doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. But it's like, man, you're doing all this, and then like, what happens if nothing happens? Yeah, you know? it's like I get it. Like yeah. you're, you're no matter what, you're developing your bike at least for next year yep. and stuff like that. And you got to be working on your fitness right. and all this stuff. But it's like you have four days a week doing that over and over and over, and then nothing yeah. happens. You're like, oh. Well, I was talking to uh, a factory guy before the first postponement, and so he was doing all the work, and they want to peak at round one. You know, they kind of yeah. want to, they want to do that. And I said, so what do you do now? Like what? And he's like, we, we can't stop. We, we no, have to keep, gotta keep going. We got to keep going. Yeah. We can't stop. I mean, off the bike like, stuff for me, I, I've yeah. completely changed my diet and then I've just been training. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I, I have right. to keep going too. I just don't have a, my bike's not done yet. You're, so. you're a Florida guy. Uh, why were you in California for so long? Yeah. So when Keelan got hurt, yeah. um, obviously he's still in Utah. Yeah. Like he's still there. Um, Killian Auberson. Yeah. For Killian people Auberson. who don't know, Killian Auberson, uh, part of your team, the AJ yep. Husky team went down while practicing in Utah. Uh, no feeling from chest down. Nah, broken T3. Getting a little better? He's getting better. Um, there's still no feeling. From from what I know, I try not to ask too many questions because they're going through yeah, a lot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so when he got hurt, um, I, I mean, obviously I was he was there for another yeah. week from we were, while we were there. Um, but then his wife wasn't able to keep going uh, to the hospital, and he had his van there. So there really wasn't any point of having the stuff there. So I was like, hey – I was just going to fly back to Florida, but I can move my travel and I'll just drive the van, you know, with his wife to yep. California and kind of get things together. Cause at the time there was, they weren't sure if they were going to go to Switzerland or stay in California. And yep. even to this day, I'm not really sure what they're doing. Right. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'll just go like, I'll help. I'll stay for a week. And then after staying there, I was able to hang out with like Jerry, like he's my best friend. So yep. I was like, he's five miles away. So I was staying with him, hanging out with him. And then I've just kind of like been kind of enjoying it, you know, in a way like, like having yeah. some fun and, um, kind of figured out some things that I could do with my training program by watching some people that are out there. Yeah. And so I think it was only beneficial. Then, yeah, now we're doing this bike build uh, and, with and Moto it, Whips. So. And you're driving Killian's van around. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but I am fixing it at the same time. Okay. Like, the thing needed some work, so I'm like, yeah. hey, look, I'll put some new brakes and rotors on yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I'll do what I can to make it better. And, right. How's um, his attitude? How's he doing? I mean, you got to imagine it's like a roller coaster. Uh, yeah. You're going to have your good days where you're like, you know, yeah. you're positive and you're, you're going to go forward. And then you're going to have your days where it's like you feel like everything's crumbling around you. And why me? Yeah. So I feel like he's had those days. Um, but I've talked to him every day, like Snapchatting and stuff. Right, and, right. you know, he seems in high spirits. Um, but then again, I also don't ask him those questions because I, I know yeah. he's already living in it. Yeah. So. Yep. From what I know, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's there for another. Tw- he gets back on the 31st. Oh, OK. So. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'll go pick them at the airport, and I've been kind of out their house the last week knowing that they're going to come here, because yep. at first I thought they were going straight to Switzerland. Yep, yep. Um, now they're going to come back to Florida. I've been kind of like helping get the house. Is this house. chick from Switzerland? No, France, oh, okay, but France. lives in oh, Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. They've been together for like five years, right, so... Right. Um, yeah, so I've been kind of getting everything made to where good. Well, he can get in there and get out. Nice guy for you. You're a very nice friend of that. It's very nice of you. It was it was a big impact. Yeah, I was, it was just me, him, and his wife at the track that day. Right. So it was. Uh, yeah. That was rough. Damn. I was I, the first I, one to him, and I can imagine. I, I can. I'm not going to go talk about it, but it was. Yeah. It yeah. really hit hard. And that's kind of why I took my time off. I was like. Isn't it? Isn't it almost every racer's fear, right? I mean, literally me. To me, it's my biggest fear. Fat vet guy out there on the track. Yeah, I think about these things. It's my I, biggest. I just, it's one hundred one hundred and ten percent. It's yeah. my biggest fear because it's not, you know, say say something traumatic happens and you're not here anymore. Yep. It's not life altering for you. This mm-hmm. is a life altering thing. Yeah. This is changing everything that you've ever known. Yep. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's our biggest fear. So yeah. like to be there, like I had to race the next day. Yeah. Yep. I was not there. No, I somehow no. qualified like fifth. I don't know <laughs> what was going on, but yeah. like, like it didn't really hit me until right before the main event when somebody asked me, Hey, how's he doing? Like oh, everything. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, you I just, like, I was like, Oh, uh, uh, and then yeah, I went out yeah. and sucked in the main event. Right, you know? And right. I was just like, it's been, it's been a huge impact. And I noticed that after the racing in Salt Lake, I was like, man, my mind's like not 100% there. I don't need to ride a dirt bike right now. Right. Right. And at yeah. the time, we didn't know dirt or outdoor stuff. So yeah, I was yeah. like, man, I'm going to take time yeah. off. You yeah, know? I know. I, I could totally see that and yeah. understand and that. And I'm 27 well, so. now, so I'm 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 at my second or like the ending of my career. Like not the ending, but yep. I'm on that second part. You can see the, you can see the side coming. The, right, the right. end is closer right, than it was, right, you know. Right, like right. So that's that's kind of where right. I'm at. So for me, I have to be stay, like yep. safe. You know, I want to be safe, but I still have to be at this level. You have to push past that safe limit yeah. but especially 250 class bro <laughs> man if you're not especially just wide open yeah. everywhere it ain't make sense no for sure justin starling here brought to you by the art of sport guys let me tell you about the art of sport guys good stuff really good stuff uh they got kenny roxon in there as a partner along with guys like uh nvp from the nba james harden i've been using their deodorant and their uh, charcoal body wash uh, because they're miles better than anything else i've ever used i love their p- products it's been great um they leave the bad stuff out as well they're award-winning from five star and they got five star reviews from ESPN, Sports Illustrated, GQ, Men's Health, and more. The best part of this is under $10 for everything. Artisport.com. You can get them, pick them up at Target. That's where I buy mine. Is that where you got yours? Target. All right, sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're a big part of our show. We've been giving some stuff away as well. Artisport.com. Please go there. Check them out. Uh, like I said, uh, body wash, uh, shampoo, uh, face wash, all that stuff. It's really good. So please check them out. Artisport.com. Support the sport. Support motocross from the folks at Artisport. Justin Starling from the... Uh, AJE Husky team. It's not Gas Monkey anymore, is it? Uh, no, not no, anymore. No. I think that's done. I like the Gas Monkey thing. That yeah. was fun. Um, and uh, so, yeah. And so, Don't quote me on that, right. but I don't think so. Uh, and Jacob Hayes, another year teammate, uh, having a great year. Fantastic. He was going toward podium. And, dude, he, uh, he broke a, a kneecap. And I think I think fib. two kneecap. Don't quote me on that either. Yeah. But I two two kneecap. I think and femur through the skin oh, and a wrist. Dude, yeah, it's yeah, it just rough deal for Jacob Hayes for sure. I blame his agent Daniel Blair, but that's just me. So All right, Myrtle. What? He's with Myrtle. Oh, he is. Yeah, I thought he's Daniel Blair was working. No, he's with been him. with Myrtle. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Well, I, I blame Mertz then. That's mm. that's fine. Uh, also, uh, welcome our other studio and guest, the Maxima SE One Can, brought to you by the folks at MaximaUSA.com. Can you give me some of that? Yeah, because that is like sure. I, is. I actually go and buy that stuff at the store like all the time. Yeah, it, it's the it's best fantastic. smelling, and it makes your yeah. math is in a can. I, I just don't know if for a racer like you, don't, don't spray it on your side panels in your seat. Like Absolutely that. Yeah, right. not. I hate that. <laughs> and when I go to Europe, sometimes yeah, they do that. They do they, that because they, they like want to make the right. bike look really good because right. it's a show. Yep. 
dude, I go over there and I go first practice. I'm Superman in the whoops. I'm like, I can't ride this. You got to like wash it off something. Yeah, you just grab some dirt and rub it no. on there. It works really well. So thanks to the folks at Maxima USA. Pulp 20 is the code to save at MaximaUSA.com. Whether it's uh, their, their 927, which is still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil, or the SC1, like we talked about, or suspension clean, or their four-stroke oil uh, that, that are designed to ensure ultimate performance while providing maximum protection under the most severe MX and off-road conditions. Maxima oil used by Monster Energy Kawasaki, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki, and Geico Honda, the new peak system, performance-enhancing additive chemistry, unique and exclusive to Maxima. So please check out Maxima for all your oil needs. Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, speaking of Geico Honda, that's where I was on Thursday. I know. I should have went that Dude, day. It was I almost, fun. I oh, almost yeah? went to the track that day with Jerry. And uh, or no, I don't think Jerry went to the track that day. I didn't see day. Jerry. So yeah. Jerry didn't go to the track. Yeah. That's why I didn't go because yeah. usually I don't go to the track with anyone else but yeah. Jerry. And... Uh, I saw the photos and I was like, yeah. "Yes, oh, hey, dude, how how was it?" Jumped on Mumford's bike, jumped on Shimoto's bike. Uh, Kiefer and I uh, did that. We're gonna call Kiefer here in a little bit and talk to him about it. But um, I haven't ridden a two fifty F forever, yeah. So I have no point of reference. Um, but I did. But did it feel like it was fast? Yes, yes, it was so fast. If, so if you come off a four fifty and you say a two fifty is fast, it's good. Yeah, no, it, it was fast. Like it, it would wheelie up the hills. Yeah. And for me, like I wasn't sure with my size, and especially like I don't even know how to ride a two fifty F anymore. You got to so, rev like, them I'm not, everywhere. I'm not railing. I'm not revving like you should. Yeah. And I'm still getting pulled up the hills, like still wheeling up yeah. the hills for myself. Uh, they they had almost they didn't have the top hill open, but you no, but you cut yeah, yeah, yeah halfway yeah. Um. So I thought it was great, and plus yeah. the fact it was Geico Honda, it was great. So, so jealous, and suspension was good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought it was uh, it was awesome, and yeah. we talked to Kiefer about it. Thanks to the Geico. Yeah, it was Honda cool guys. to see you guys both ride it. Yeah, like and at the same time and everything. Yeah. instead of just like one bike, one person, like that yeah. was actually like props to those guys. And, that was really well, cool. No, and like Kiefer said, did you get too, the ride? Yeah. What, who? You. Yeah. You got the ride? Oh, yeah. So yeah. you line up Tennessee? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, What's I'm that? What, six 250s they're going to have? I, I don't know. <laughs> Christian's going to come on later. He's on 450s. Yeah, I'm actually super. I've been. Not talking to him, but yeah. like seeing his stuff and yeah. watching him ride. Dude, he's yeah, so talented. Yeah, it's, it's good. I hope it works out for him. But yeah. the the talking about the Geico test. So I when I was at Yamaha, I brought the bikes out for some tests over mm -hmm. the years, and it was always like, hey, you get to ride it for thirty minutes, and then we're gonna go. You know, here's Chad Reed's bike or Tim Ferry's yeah. bike, and and that's it. And uh, and even the Geico and Kiefer's done a bunch more than I have. Right. And he's like, he's always said that the OEMs are like, hey man, you have thirty minutes, uh, including your photos. You know, because you got to go through the same corner 10 times to get the yeah, photos. Yeah, of course. And the Geico guys, Josh, the manager, was like, uh, hey, we're done with testing for the day. Uh, the bikes are yours. And we're like, okay. And he's like, however much you want to ride them. We got barbecue. We brought chicken out. We're going to no barbecue way. chicken for the team. And whatever you guys... So this was planned, though, yeah, going yeah. into this. You didn't oh, yeah, just like yeah. show no, up and no, ride no, Glen no, Helen no, and no, be no. like, hey, can I ride your guys' No, bikes? no. Oh, it was all done cool. through Geico, through the team. So that Josh guy, I met him in Phoenix this year. Okay. We had a couple of electrical, electrical issues that day. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like all hands on deck helping us. Oh, yeah. And like cool. that was actually... I thought that was like one of the coolest things that yep. he didn't even need to be over there. Yeah, yeah. And he was going all in with us. So that was really cool. Yeah, it's a uh, really nice guy, and, yeah. and and he said all day long, here's your bikes, we're sticking out, whatever you guys need. And, you know, wow. I was asking about the differences, and they, they didn't really want to tell me the differences. Right. I think Kiefer told him not to tell me so that I would that we could talk you about wrote, it. Did you ride both? I rode both, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they got motor and, and chassis differences, and, uh, yeah. and we'll talk about it with Kiefer here. But, um, yeah, props to those guys, man. It was really cool. That's and, super cool. And like I said, they were like, go ahead, take it out all, yeah. all day, all afternoon. So, nice. But, of course, Justin, as you know, Glen Helen is not a lot of fun around that time. Like, it is not a lot of no, fun. No, ask Craig. He goes at 6 o'clock. I know. 
Well, and, I've, and ask Jerry, too. You can call Jerry right now. He'll tell you the best time he's ever been there is it was when COVID was happening and they had to do certain times that people oh, yeah. could, like, do a, like a, yeah. a slot to ride. Yeah, yeah. He went at six, and he's like, that's the best the track's ever been. Because Glen Helen, to me, and I haven't rode there in a long time, but I went there a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago. That track is so fast and burly, but the I think the when it gets rougher, rough and, yeah. like, you have to start hopping around yep. things, yep. I think that's cool. Not so. for me, man. Not for me. I, the best, <laughs> maybe not for you, but funnest, for someone like us, the, maybe. Yeah. The best time I've ever had at Glen Helen is right at 8 o'clock when it opens, and I and around 9.30 you leave. Yeah. And that's the best it's ever going to be, and it's the best it's ever been. Hey, Dylan so. Frannis doesn't show up till 11. Uh, yeah. No. Every time. Okay. Craig didn't start riding until 4.30 yeah. the day we were there. Um, let's get to some phone calls. Davey Coombs coming up here shortly. Uh, Scruffy, what's going on, Scruffy? Hey, not too much. Cut that out, though. 14-9 for 7th overall was your best time at GH. Oh, it was good, yeah. 14-9 for 7th. You're right. That's hey, insane. I uh, just got some questions for you guys here about homologation rules. Now, I know JGR and HEP, they got a lot of things to deal with, but if they wanted to, could they put electric start on those bikes with homologation rules? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they can. You can add it to there. Cool. Well, I know you love Blue Crew with the hydraulic clutch. Could they do that as well if they wanted to? Yeah, Honda did. Honda added uh, uh, yeah, see, hydraulic clutches to their bikes. That bike wasn't hydraulic. And no. really, and that wasn't on the production bike. And they, no, they can do that. you can do that. You just got to – homologation, basically for homologation, stock cases, stock swing arm, uh, stock frame. But you can add gussets to it. You can add things to it. Now, there were some questions when Honda was doing it, like, hey, you're taking off the, the clutch cable part or the clutch actuation arm and all that, so you're taking away weight, blah, blah, blah. But it's fine. Um, you know, it was all legal. So that's basically, as long as you run those things, Scruffy, you're good to go. Ah, cool. Well, hey, I got one more question that you probably can't answer right here, but, uh, you know, in the last uh, race, Osborne for SX had that uh, gnarly crash, and I took him off my fantasy team after that. And he went on to win the race, so I was wondering if we could get any pick trends for Osborne before and after that crash. You know, mm. I'm sure Marks will have to work on that, but uh, I was just interested in that. But hey, uh, last thing I got for you, um, I know you like to do uh, big things for the hundreds on the shows. Yes. So yep. Uh, show 450. You know, I, if if I had my pick right now, I would choose uh, Chris Betts and Jake and Coke. I think that would be a great show right there on the well, 450. Well, we don't do 450. We just do the 100s, like 400. 300, 200, you know, we don't do nothing but the 50s. But I am working on a Betts, Jake, and Coke team up here. Uh, Jake and Coke is being very unreliable on text right now. But, oh. but, but Betts is ready, ready to go. So we're trying to work cool. on that. Yes, absolutely. We need to get those two together. And White Claws and uh, whatever, uh, you know, Jake was drinking with his, with his Jack. It'll, it'll, it'll. Is there enough white claws in the county? Well, hey, I don't care when I get it, but uh, I'd, I'd love to see that. That'd be amazing. Yep. I think oh, we're working on it. So good. Thanks, man. All right. Thank That's you. That's all I got. See Thanks, Scruffy. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Tyler on three. Tyler, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Um, just wanted to call and see. I know you had sponsored the Racer X main event last year. Didn't know if that was something you're going to be interested in again. I know with everything amateur racing wise that you're not a huge fan of the amateur racing. No, but listen, I, ste least I stepped up and supported that race last year just because my buddy Danny Stu asked me to. Well, that's what I was going to see. Were you going to look into doing it again? I know they actually run full 20 minute plus two well, motos. And I, I've ever been actually to this a longer moto. Have you ever been this many? I haven't, it's, no. it's, it's it's far from Florida. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if Danny Stu contacts me, Tyler. I I could be interested. Perhaps he 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 really sold me hard on it last year. So did I get anything out yeah, of it? Did, did anybody know that Pulp Mex was involved? Did I did I get some press out of this thing last year, Tyler? I was pretty well aware of it. You got a pretty big following up here in Maine, and I know a lot of us here.
you were pushing it. So. All right. Well, Tyler, if you next day air me a Maine lobster, I'll give Danny Stu some money. Well, we have a guy that races the pro class that is a lobsterman, so we might be able to make that happen. Fantastic. I need a lobster, and then I'll give Danny Stu well, some money. We will work on that. I know okay. Marshall Walton was able to pull down some pretty good money last year from it, so we are hoping okay. to see if you guys would be involved again. Yeah. No, I can be. If, if, if there's a lobster involved, I can be. We can talk. We will work on that. Then. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, man. Thank you. Now I'm fucking in because that guy will make it, get a lobster. It, it'll it'll you, like it'll you did happen. It to I've heard that event's pretty cool. I have. I've I have, never made it yeah, up there, but right. I've heard it's really good. But I, because of that, I'm gonna get a lobster, like a live lobster in ice, and Pookie's gonna freak out. And I'm gonna have to kill it and then cook it on my barbecue. Like this is all gonna happen. At least you have some grill your ass off stuff to put on it. I do. I do. I I don't know how to cook lobster on a barbecue. I've always fucked it up. I've Does tried anybody? It twice. I don't know. I've tried I, it twice. I don't. I can tell you that right now. I, I screw, definitely don't. I've screwed it up twice. Uh, Nick, what's going on? Uh, hello. Nick. Hey, man. Sorry, I was laughing at you talking about a lobster. Uh, lobster claws. Remember is... remember lobster claws? What was that all about? The stank dog. Stank dog. The lobster claws, the two-stroke, the one twenty, riding the 125. Yeah, outdoors. but why was it lobster claws? What was the deal? Because like, he was making a show or something, riding the 125. It wasn't... Oh, he was lobster boy. It was lobster he, he, claws The boy with something. the lobster yeah. claws for hands. And I was saying, like, was oh, look at me. I got st- lobster yeah. claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I got it. All right, all right, Nick. What's up? Hey, man. Uh, I was just wondering what makes a local track something that y'all want to go to. We're building a, a new local track here in Arkansas, and I wanted y'all's opinion. Starling? Well, Starling will say some sixty-five foot triple. You, you or don't want to hear mine because it's unsafe. I love big jumps, so <laughs> <laughs> I go to local tracks now, and I'm like, ah, oh, make this jump I, bigger. You, as a vet rider, I like jumps that give me options. So. You know, like a tabletop with a knuckle where I can go to that knuckle if I want, or if I'm feeling froggy, I can go another 15 feet and land on the downside. See, for me, I like it when there's maybe like a double and then a table and you can just jump the whole thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Or no, something no, no, like no. that. Like that's, that, I look forward to that's stuff a, like that. That's a single roll table. That's what that is. <laughs> um, I just think, I think, Nick, you want to give people options. You know, you want to, uh, uh, yeah, hey, if you're better, if you're a better rider, go on the left and triple this thing. If you're a vet guy, go on the inside on the right yep. and double single and mm-hmm. launch it. Like you got to apply, you got to uh, build a track for all sorts of skill levels. I hate when there's stuff that is like got a steep backside and you're screwed if you uh, if you don't do it. You know what I mean? So I feel to like me, Paul has made that like really. They're really good at that. They have the main track that's yep. safe but has big stuff, but then yep. they also have the vet track that has a mixture of everything. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, if, like, you can do two, that would be really cool. Do two, yeah, can you do two tracks, Nick? No, no. Okay, we don't yeah. all right. If you can just do one track, give it some options. You know, let let there be a vet line and let there be, like, a fast kid line. Literally just look at whatever Paula's doing or Fox Raceway it's now. Whatever they do, you almost have more riders on that vet track than you do the main track. Yeah. And I've actually gone out there and rode the vet track for a while before I rode the main track because that track is really good. Yeah. They have a mixture of kind of everything with a couple tabletops that are bigger, mm-hmm. longer, um, or shorter, I mean, and then like some doubles, some rollers, like all right. camber stuff. Like that track's actually really cool. And I, I think when you build a track, like you got to, who has, who's showing up for local tracks? It's vets that have money that are. Yeah, don't build, build them for pros. Like don't build it for a pro. No, don't build do it for the five. Do not do that. Don't build it for the five pros that are like, dude, yeah. you know, I love this gnarly single to table combo, right? Yeah, don't that do does, that. It just doesn't make sense. And you got to you gotta build for the average person right. that's going to go out there and 
you know, that's going to be more vet yeah. guys or something And then if like you that. build things that make them safe, they feel like heroes when they clear them, they come back to your track. If, you, you if a vet guy can go out there and jump every jump, or even a sea rider and yeah. do it safely, yeah. they're stoked. And yeah. that's the people that you want to come back every time because a pro guy will come once a month. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. All right, Nick, there you go. Hope we helped. Dude, that is some solid advice right there. All right, cool, Thank man. You. No problem. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Uh, Roost MX for over 20 years. Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Rock River Yamaha team used these guys for years. Factory Cobra Moto as well. Roost offers a wide range of custom products from hats, T-shirts, backpacks, sticker kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. They got a whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Use the code Pulp Nation to save 20%. They make a Tech Man shirt if you want one. No problem. You can get one of those as well. Follow them on Instagram at Roost MX uh, for their monthly sales. Bruce MX bringing you our first guest of the night. This guy, talk about lobsters. This guy was like juggling lobsters, trying to get the national schedule done and out, and he's done it. He's from Racer X Online and MX Sports. Davey Coombs, what's up, DC? How are you? Man, I've, I've been promoted. I used to be the octopus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you're a lobster guy. Um, wow. Uh, well, congratulations on getting a schedule turned yeah. out. Um, that must have been some work for you to figure out where and when. Um, first of all, uh, I am the figurehead for a whole bunch of people, uh, led honestly by my sister, Carrie, uh, Tim Cotter, Roy Jansen, um, and, and, and a bunch of other folks that have just tried everything to, to, to thread the needle and find a window that, that that would allow us to to kind of do what what Feld Entertainment was able to do in Salt Lake City, but only do it in a in a in a obviously a, a different way, but sort of with the same challenges, the same hopes, and the same uh, uh, hopeful outcome. Hopefully, we'll be as successful as they were. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, Justin and I were talking before the sh- or during the show in the beginning of the show. We had heard the same thing a few weeks ago that maybe six rounds at three tracks was that an option early on? Was that something that was kicked? You know, around? I had I had a, a very good friend and, and a team owner yeah. call me from call me from California and suggest that we run three at Powa, three at Glen Helen, call it a season. Oh. And uh, there there were. There was just a few things wrong with that plan. Yeah, I don't know about um, that one, right, yeah. But, 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 but everyone had a plan. Yeah. Everyone had an idea. Everyone had a suggestion. Everyone had a need. And, and also, everyone just wanted to help. And, and, and I, I, you know, even, even Mr. Info and I were exchanging ideas. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we needed to go to as many places as we could and, 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 and be able to commit to them and, and have a real good feeling that, that they were going to be there and they were going to be open and, and people are going to be able to attend at, at varying rates. You know, mm-hmm. some races yep. will have no fans, but they will have amateur components. So it's not like they'll be in an empty field. In some races, you would never know. Uh, like Indiana, for instance, is, is pretty wide open. Millville. Uh, in Minnesota uh, is, you know, Minnesota has uh, been really proactive and, and really open-minded. And, and um, it's funny, I, I, Alex and Jeremy, I guess, had a hell of a battle this weekend getting ready for the, the Millville yeah. National by, by laying some whoop-ass on the 2A class up there. But, um, yeah, everyone's just excited to get going. And, and Justin, I, I know everyone in your house is probably stoked. Yeah, my parents are pumped. They're uh, they're excited to go back to the races, you know. And, uh, heck, me too. I'm yeah. excited too. Yeah. It's nice to know that we're you know, going to be doing something. 
you and I have long had something in common. What's uh, that? We have sisters that are far cooler than we are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give my sister that confidence. Come yeah, on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. You can't do that to me, Davey. I, I, I was driving to Indiana last year, and uh, true story, I was driving on Interstate 70, and, and some, like, tatted up, you know, but attractive woman on a Harley with ape hangers just passes me, and, and we're just kind of riding and riding. You know, I'm in my car, you know, because I'm going to the race to work, and I get to the hotel in, you know, little, you know, Indiana, and, and the bike's out in front, the yeah. exact bike. I, I saw the license plate, and I'm like, what the heck? And then I, I, you know, the next morning she's getting on, and I'm like, Sam, holy smokes! Yeah, I saw you yesterday. <laughs> yeah, she's a and she's that, a that wild one. In the one. middle of Ohio, yeah, yeah. yeah. She is. Well, she, she is. lives in Ohio but, uh, now. She lives in, I think, yeah, just outside yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, well, I, I enjoy working with with uh, your mom and dad, you know, in the rig, and and yeah. her as well when the outdoors start. And it, it'll be good to get everyone together because, you know, we haven't had an outdoor national since last august yeah and so this has got to be the longest ever yeah. and and you know as much work as they are i i think i speak for the riders the mechanics the 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 race staff the the sponsors and certainly the fans it's it's a lot of fun i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna punch the clock somewhere on a weekend an outdoor national is a good place to go and, yeah. and full purse right davy for the riders uh, yep. Yeah, that, that was a rumor I'd heard around Salt Lake time, and I was like, "Oh, hold on a second. Hold yeah, on. I had heard that yeah. too. Well, well, we we've we've been working. You know, we we have a very proactive and and interested partner in NBC. They're they're really hopeful um, to have the programming. Uh, you know, they 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 want to have it not only for you know NBC Sports Network and NBC, but NBC Gold, and uh, they're helping. Uh, with relief for some of the promoters, uh, yep. especially the ones who can't have fans. Uh, because you, you know what? It was Kelly Kirby. and Everyone knows Kelly Kirby who yep. goes to motocross. Uh, she was the one, even though she was, you know, fighting, you know, through her cancer treatments and she's 100% knock on wood, she'll be at the races. And uh, she was in the office today and we were all really happy to That's see her. That's good to nice, hear. But, yeah. but she was the one who, who like, slammed her foot down and said hey i don't want to hear any talk about no purses and we're like well we, we we haven't really been talking about that and she's like i'm the one that has to see those riders and their parents and their families every week and i know how much it means to them and yeah and so so carrie joe you know made some calls and said find more sponsorship find find uh, a way you know if we're going to ask these guys to to go do 30 plus two a couple times each saturday we need to pay them yeah uh, 702-586-7857. You have a question for Davey Coombs from RacerX Online. Give us a call. Um, brought to you by RoostMX.net. So the two races at Red Bud, um, interesting Saturday and a Tuesday. Should be great. I'm looking forward to it. Um, what was the thought on why two there? Did you try to do two at other ones? Kind of what was the genesis of that? We originally were thinking of doing it at High Point, uh, at Mount Morris, mm -hmm. which is our home track. Uh, that was the original date uh, for Labor Day, uh, which is September 5th. And then um, things started happening. And first of all, uh, to everyone's surprise, but not necessarily mine, but to a lot of people, the Salt Lake City Wednesday, Sunday thing, I, I just, I think, didn't a lot of the riders like it? 
Uh, yeah, it was definitely, so Wednesday to Sunday was really easy. It was actually kind of got like a day off, then you could go ride a day, but a lot of us were still riding like the next day. But you could mm-hmm. do a day off, ride a day, a day off, race. The Sunday to Wednesday was a little bit tougher because it was like the next day you're kind of recovering. And then mm-hmm. the next day it was like, if I wasn't on a team, it would definitely have been a lot harder. Um, but it wasn't so bad. Like it wasn't horrible. I enjoyed ra- like I enjoy racing. Like that's why I do this. And it was cool to be racing so much. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely Wednesday to Sunday was easier than Sunday to Wednesday. Um, just because you had that one extra day. I but felt like overall it was a hit with the guys, though. I loved it. Yeah. If yeah. I could do yeah. that, if they did that every year. Because, like, in Europe, I raced three, four days in a row. Right, right. Like, in just back-to-back mm-hmm. days. And, and I love it. It's fine. Yeah, and, and, and Loretta Lynn's, I know that, that uh, you know, and that's a totally different type of racing, a totally different intensity, totally different. But, be, but you know, it's kind of cool to have, you know, several days of rapid-fire racing. And I wish you guys so, did more. And, Personally, yeah, well, I wish you did back-to-back well, days, something like that would be that would be so cool. Like I like the GP where you do a qualifying race one day, then you get to race the second day. Like it's it's cool. Like as a racer that's not doing this obviously for just the money, you we enjoy racing. So the more we can race, the better it is. Yeah, well, I, I and I understand that too. But remember, in Europe, they don't have a full Supercross series before. Oh no, they, full, you're 100% right. <laughs> yeah, because so so we can't. You know, we we used to do Saturday Sunday events, and and we started getting Supercross only deals, and and uh, that was anyway. That's the reason that changed. But back to right. what happened yeah. with 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 Redbud. So um, Redbud was pretty sure that they were not going to be able to race at all. Right. The situation in Michigan with the governor and, and, and just sort of how things had been going. But then, you know, all of a sudden things started opening up and, and, and you know, we were able to have a regional, a super regional, Baja Acres, which is further north. And then Tim, Tim and Amy Ritchie were able to start having events at Redbud. And then they got some assurances from the local health inspector and and community again that's what it really comes down to you can you'll see where this metropolitan city might be closing down or might be you know reversing the reopenings or whatever but really it's the community that an event is in that you really want to be working with and just as tennessee has got you know some metropolitan issues in nashville uh humphreys county where loretta Lynn's is 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 already you know, uh, working with us on what we need to do and what the visiting people need to do and all the, the social mitigating and social distancing and so on and so forth. So anyway, about the time that the, the, the idea of a, a Saturday, Tuesday national pops up, uh, Redbud pops back up. And, you know, we, you know, we, <laughs> as much as I love High Point, as much as I love having races in my backyard, Michigan looked more promising and certainly Redbud more uh, appealing for that kind of bold move to have a, a, a you know, a Saturday, Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. doubleheader because the amount of uh, amateurs that would come out for and stay on Sunday and Monday and race and, and it, it would just be, I mean, if any place could pull it off, I know High Point could pull it off, but Redbud could really pull it off. So yep. we we took one for the team and said, okay, we're going to hold high point in reserve. Cause at that point we committed to, we're going to do nine races and that's it. And these are the nine places. And if something happens and it's convenient to plug in high point, we will, but our ultimate goal 
we didn't want to have a series of less than eight races. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people, like you said, wanted six. And the strangest thing, some people wanted 12. And, and, and I can tell you, Steve and Justin, the way it broke down is the OEM-driven factory teams, and that means mostly 450 teams, they wanted to go full pop. Mm-hmm. They, you know, almost across the board wanted to do them all. They've had a really good year. They've sold a lot of bikes, and, and they want to get out there, and they want to keep their people on payroll and so on and so forth. The 250 teams, the smaller teams that are sponsor-driven, not so much by OEMs, but some of them have had a really difficult time. Yep. And, and we know that, and we hear that. They wanted to do six, and I'm talking about some of the big ones. And so we had that to juggle, and, you know, in the end, it, 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 it wasn't by – you know, a definite plan, but just the way the, you know, the fact that we're not going to be able to go to Unadilla, we're not going to be able to go to Southwick, we're not going to be able to go to Maryland. So those three uh, were out. Hangtown was already out. So in order to get to, to, to nine, we needed to have a two somewhere. And of course, the, there was the addition of Loretta Lynn yep. because everyone was going to be there in Tennessee. Like I said, we have a real good relationship there. The state is being very progressive right now and proactive. So that's how the schedule came up. You, Redbud yeah. said, "We'll we'll do this. We'll do this, uh, the the uh, Saturday, Tuesday thing," and and we put High Point uh, just in our back pocket. Nice. Okay. All right. Now for Redbud, any track changes for the second one? Or are you going to just leave it? I, I'm I'm sure they will, but I there's no way they're going to run it backwards or anything. No, like that. I would I, say I, if anything, they, like yeah. I think after the start, it like drops down and it kind of goes up and down the hills. You should if they could change that, like one round where it's a little bit different, that'd be cool. Instead of just racing the same thing, at least you have a little bit of an option of something different. You know, maybe yeah. you can you know change it how it used to be. Like that's like the only part of the track you can even change. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, much, that's yeah. pretty much yeah. it. Uh, that'll be well, interesting. The, yeah. If the weather works out, and certainly the way Tim Ritchie is extremely uh, creative and, and loves to play on a bulldozer and, and get a couple other people out there, I'm sure there'll be uh, changes from one event to the next. Yeah. So, Dave, you mentioned giving up high point for, for Red Bud, and I get that. And it makes a lot of sense. When it comes to Unadilla or Buds or Southwick, like the ones that aren't there, the, the, the you know, Hangtown bowed out early, like you said, are the, were those ones just impossible to go ahead with, kind of, from, from government yeah, level? Yeah, I'm yeah, if you look yep. at, uh, for instance, if, 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 if Justin were to travel to New York to race, he'd have to quarantine for 14 days. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. it, or at least you know, it depends on how you read that and how the state would read that, but they asked for voluntary 14-day quarantining. New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. So that, that, that was it for Unadilla. Yep. And, and, and um, more, uh, uh, Greg and um, Joe Robinson said, hey, we're there next year, yep. but we just can't do it this year. And, and we completely understood. In the case of Southwick, it's in Massachusetts, but you fly to, to Hartford, Connecticut, Connecticut to, yeah, to, yeah. To, to Windsor. And, uh, and, and you stay in, in Connecticut for the most part. Right. So that was an impossibility. And the same thing. I mean, they're having J-Day races and the Johnsons. They're having you know local motocross up there, and it's all good. But no one can travel there from what's concerned considered a hot spot, and that would be Florida, Texas, Arizona, where California. Everyone is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's where everyone's at. So, yeah. Um, it's it's been a weird thing, and sometimes it's like whack a mole. You know, one yeah, day yeah, you yeah. <laughs> you would think that this was up and running, and the next day, you know, it's not. Yeah. And um, but but we we've, we've got some experience with it because you know Tim. 
Carrie, Roy, John Ayers, you know, they, 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 they were, we were able to do Loretta Lynn Super Regionals, 15 of them all over the country, uh, without, you know, you know, knocking with any problems at all. You know, we got that, that, even though there were hardly any areas, we were able to get a, what we think is a fair and balanced field uh, for the national. And then we also kept GNCC going. Yeah. And yeah. Some, some of those GNCC events had national-sized crowds, and, and that's no exaggeration. If, if you were in Augusta, Georgia, for that event, or Athens, Ohio, you're, you're like over the course of a weekend, and maybe it's because there's so many different things going on, you know, ATVs, minibikes, peewees, e-bikes, motorcycles you know there's just a lot of racing we were getting like two thousand entries oh, across yeah. the course of a weekend and and if each of those people brought three or four with them and then the local people come out you're 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 looking at a sizable crowd but you're also on a 10 mile long track you know in a, yeah, in a massive all that yeah you're you're out you're out in the boonies yeah out in the woods and 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 you're social distancing anyway yeah you know what's crazy is is this pandemic has been terrible for so many people and it's 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 affected so many lives and you know we we see that death rate and we we see what's going on and and there are businesses that'll never recover and all of that and i feel for these people and it's a terrible thing in, in the grand scheme of things this has been terrible however the flip side of this is when you talk to some industry people at WPS or at WUSA today, or you talk to uh, uh, Yamaha told me you know TTRs and 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 uh, YZs two strokes are, are are gone. I, I tried to buy a one ten, and they, I, they went from twenty five hundred to four grand, this, or they're sold this, out. This has been this has been phenomenal for the power sports industry. And I think again, for our sport, as crappy as this whole thing is, yeah. it was actually pretty good. And Dude, that's so and you, it, it sucks to say, but it's, it's just, so nuts to say. Yeah, I it, hate it, saying it, but it's true. It, yeah, it, it, it's been a terrible price to pay, as you both said. And 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 you know, I I you know, as a student of history, I I can't get my head wrapped around the fact that more people have died from this than the Vietnam War and the Korean War more Americans put yep. together. Yep. The more Americans have died from this than World War One. That's that's an astonishing yep. you know, especially because we're only talking about what, four months? Yeah. Uh, so so that's that that it's no laughing matter in any way, shape or form. The the flip side is I think that when people were faced with the end of the world as they know it, a lot of them thought, Well what would I want to do? I'd want to go ride my dirt bike. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 uh, the the funny thing, Justin, to your story about the one ten, uh, Doctor Joe, uh, real good friend of mine, big motocross fan, he bought his daughter a KLX, and uh, for her birthday a couple years ago, and no, I'm sorry, it was for Christmas. So it sat in the garage while she grew four and a half inches. Yeah, uh, in the in the spring, and she rode it like once, and one day Hilton Beatty. You know, from from Thor Parts Unlimited, who lives in Morgantown and is also real good friends with Doctor Joe, goes to his house and like, "What is that?" And it was, it's a brand new KLX sitting in Joe's garage. He's like, "Oh, that's Allie's bike." And Hilton's like, "Do you want to sell it?" Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. People are trying to sell 2005 KLX 110s for twenty six hundred dollars. Yeah, I, 2005. I just, that's eight hundred dollar bike. So I almost wonder in like ten, fifteen years if we're, we're going to see some sort of uptick in local racing from people who i, I know florida sure, racing you know? when they when they are racing right now it's pretty big everyone's yeah, like I, it's I, it's crazy yeah i know that um scott plessinger aaron's father has chili town mx in ohio mm -hmm. and they had 
1,200 local amateurs this weekend, which is a record for state of Ohio. Right. People want to get back to normal. Like they're just like, Oh, well like let's go race. Then if we can, if we're allowed to race this weekend, they're saying we can let's go, you know, like that's, that's uh, cool. But, and then intense bicycles sold out of e-bikes. They've got, they they got a bunch in, they sold them out again. I mean, I've been trying to get like parts for this bike build I've been doing and like FMX, (laughs) they have no exhaust. I'm just sitting here like that's the only thing I'm waiting on, and Lil D's like, dude, I don't have anything. And this, I'm like, holy cow! Yeah, what if this pandemic actually gives us a huge kickstart in our sport? We, I mean, yeah. as yeah. crappy as it is, but we need. Well, it. that would that would be a silver lining, but yeah. still, yep. this has been a night. This has been a nightmare. Yeah, and and uh, definitely more of a nightmare you know, for you guys than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think I think that you know I think that as a country, uh, and no, as a world, this as thing world, is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's um. I, I just hope the worst of it is somehow behind us. Um, if you again, if you're a student of history and, and know what really happened in, in 1918 uh, with the, the the great influenza, which you know, was mistakenly came to be known as the Spanish influenza, because the the Spanish flu, because they were the first country not fighting World War One that was affected by it. So their newspaper reporters reported on it. No one else. No one else is busy, right? The (laughs) English and the Americans, and it probably started in Kansas. Uh, They never talked about it until the Spanish were talking about, and the war was winding down, and everyone's like, "Oh, Spain's got a problem." Yeah. But we all we all had a problem, and uh, anyway, Um, uh, it it got worse before it got better. Uh, Davey, obviously, this is impossible for you to answer, but I was talking about uh, to this the other day with with somebody, like, obviously. You never know what can happen at a government level here, but how confident are you that that these nine races happen? Like, is there one or two that you're kind of on the edge, and you're you know you got permission now, but you may it may change? Like on a scale of one to a hundred, like how confident are you we're going to get these in? I I I'm eighty percent. Okay, to be honest with all right, you. yeah. And 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 the the one I am the one I have the most concerns about. Um, is the last one? Yeah, Paula. At Paula, and and I had I had gone on record, well, in an interview with uh, MX Jeff over in Europe. I told him uh, I, I don't see us having a national in California this year. You know, that was back in May, I think. Right. But 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 I didn't at that point. Um, and California is 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 really. You know, I, I heard that you know Garcetti and Los Angeles did this, and Gavin Newsom up in the governor's office did that, and you know. Even though it's on, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, tribal land, yeah. and really can do whatever it wants, we're not going to do something that we're, we're with the California motorcycle industry, the California fans, and 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 people just don't feel, you know, right doing it. But we'll know ahead of time. We're not going to pull the plug yeah. after the Colorado race and say, "Yep, oh, that's it, we're done." <laughs> right, yeah. right. No, we'll we'll, we'll make that decision. Uh, a month out, but but that is the schedule, and, and you know we're really hopeful that we will complete a nine race, 2020 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship. But I would not be surprised if somewhere along the way something changes, uh, and we have to to you know either uh, make a quick uh, switch or uh, right. a, a, a shorter schedule. Yep, yep. So but, my, my but, only but question I'm, is. Uh, so you have Loretta's the week before the first national. Uh-huh. Can that cause any problems with it being? A, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people there. Um, can that well, affect yeah, it, the first round at all? 
Well, we've already been talking to the health inspector in Humphreys County mm-hmm. uh, about what, what they expect us to do. Um, here's the thing. Nobody uh, – no, let me rephrase it. The thing is they want – the business they want absolutely to come they, yeah. they want to continue the 39-year tradition of this event it means a great deal to the people in that very small community but they're going to ask us and we are going to be adamant and telling people if you leave the ranch if you leave your space if you leave your family area Put a mask on. Yeah. There's no reason, you know, for you to go to Waverly, to Walmart, which mandatory mask anyway. Right. But, but we want people to be respectful of the community, be respectful of their concerns, and certainly do their part to make sure that we don't, uh, you know, cause any undue issues and, and, and concerns. Um, as far as pro motocross goes, we're, we're cutting down at 76 riders per class. Uh, we're, we obviously we've done away with the 125 class, the all-star program we were talking about with various 250, young 250 F riders that we had talked about last year. We're, 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 we're really cutting down on the amount of people that can be in the pits and we're going to follow the model uh, for the most part, that Feld has, mm-hmm. um, which again, I thought was really a, good. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I did too. And Dave Prater and, and Todd Jenner have been kind enough to share everything they can with us. And, and um, you know, everything from how the gear drops work to where journalists can and can't go, Steve Mathis, oh. uh, will, will <laughs> be enforced. I said, you better call Don, make- Don Maeda, better get a phone call. Cause he, <laughs> he's the one that I know I was the clubhouse favorite. Early on for getting kicked out, but Don Don did it. So, <laughs> well, anyway, um, but you know, we we've got real concerns with them. Yeah, you know, the teams have told us because their bosses have told them they're giant corporations. It, it's it's got to be you know like necessary personnel only. They don't want uh, you know hangers on friends. Uh, I, I I don't you know see any reason for an, an agent to be there you know making the rounds because. You know, we want everyone to stay zipped up, yeah. locked up in their area, and that's it. If you want to talk and, and do business, do it at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't, we don't want you in the paddock because then any other people will want to come to the paddock. So we're we're working on how that's going to look and how that's going to work. But yeah, to your point, Justin, it is risky to do a race after the amateur thing. But uh, we've been in Humphreys County since you know our first visit in 1981 when we found the place, Loretta Lynn's, uh, and worked closely with them all along the way. They know what's coming, and, 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 and we're, we're going to be telling people what is expected of us, and we're going to all work together to, to uh, make sure that it, it's going to be an abnormal year, but it's just going to be another year, hopefully, yep. in hindsight. It'll be, yeah, it'll be something like, you know, we're talking about Salt Lake City. Remember that time? Remember that year when yeah. we all went to yeah. Salt Lake? Remember that time where we had you know, eight, eight races and, and, and all of that. So uh, David Cume is brought to you by RoostMX.net, a Pulp Nation section on the website, custom graphics, custom shirts, and everything. David, before we let you go, let's uh, let's take a phone call. And But this is uh, an off-topic phone call. Brandon, what's going on? Thanks for calling. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Um, you know, with Davey on the line, I, I know he's been around the sport a long time, and I was just wondering, I wanted to know maybe his favorite James Stewart memory from a time at the ranch, maybe a memory or even a story he's heard about James, and then also one of his favorites as a pro. What do you think, um, David? If I could just get wow. his take on that. Um, 
Yeah, I can. I'll tell you my favorite. I had two favorite James Stewart stories from the ranch. One of them was when he was a kid, and the other one was right when he was just taking on the world. Um, when he was a kid, I was interviewing him, and and he, very, I, I asked him, you know, how it felt to know that you're you're, you're going to be the you know you're going to be the first African American. Uh, Superstar sports head. He goes, black guy, and I said, yeah. And he's like, it's it's okay to say it. And I was like, oh, okay, why? Well, you know, I, I was kind of dancing around. I didn't really know what he preferred, or and and he said, I don't think it matters that much because we all look the same with our helmets on. And I was like, wow, that he 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 gets it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and I remember him about the same time he was that year. I think he was number thirty on uh, KX80s and, and, and Super Mini. And you know where the big jump in the middle is where the guys will launch it into the sand? That, that used to not be there. It was just a straightaway into that big sand sweeper before the last turn. And I right. remember standing there one year, and he was holding it wide open for about 15 seconds <laughs> on the pegs, on the outside, just absolutely blasting around the outside of that corner and then finally shutting on down right when he got to the, the, the left-hand hairpin. And, and I remember that being like a, like a mind blunt. And I was standing with Todd Hicks from Fox Racing, and he was like, there you go. The other story, and, and, and Justin, I don't know how, how old you were if you remember this. In 2004, right before – believe the hype right before uh mike alessi i remember uh, was that turn, yeah. was gonna turn pro ricky and james stewart were there to do a lap and it was like part of fox racing's deal and they rode down to the starting gate and alessi was sitting there for like the four-stroke class or something and 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 I, I remember like they both I remember got this. right in front of his gate and rubbed their bikes and, and James did the come on with his finger like let's yeah. go. It was it was so funny. And and I think that was the beginning of the meltdown that Mike ended up having at Millville. But he re- he resurrected himself yeah. immediately and got on the podium, which is my favorite Alessi story. Uh it's Steel City. So I, I remember James having the smarts and also having the, the 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 gamesmanship already at that point, and having just the sheer God-given once-in-a-lifetime talent to do something like hold it wide open for 15 seconds yeah. on on what had to have been a quarter-mile racetrack. Brandon, I told this story on the show of a month or so ago, but I got confirmation from James and from Beaker that it happened. 125 days, KX 125 days at a national. He pulled off all his tear-offs and said, I'm not going to need these. I remember that, too. And, and I said, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. They told I, me that at their house, and, and then they showed me photos of him on the gate. Yeah. Getting ready to the gate yeah. got to drop. No tear-offs. No tear-offs. And I, I said to James. I got a hurling story. I said, James, did you really one. do that? I said, is this true? Because, you know, there's so many urban legends, right? Yeah. James goes, I right. did do that. And he goes, that's not even top 10 of the cockiest things I've ever done in my life. I'm like, wow. Hey, I got, I got a quick little hurlings one. I yeah. went and did Swart Across yeah. uh, in the Netherlands yep. two years ago, I think it was. That, yeah, that's two, the Black Cross, that crazy Yeah, <laughs> it's just insane. It's a festival with a little dirt bike race. Right. That's all it is. Uh, so I went over there and did that. And it was me and Malcolm Stewart were the Americans. and But they had hurlings, February, all these guys there. And Netherlands, no tear-offs. 
So I'm like, I got there and I didn't, I forgot. I'm borrowing goggles from like Covington and yeah. Malcolm Stewart's just like, crap, I don't know what to do. So they had goggles overnighted and uh, everyone on the gate has roll-offs. Hurling's is sitting there with a tinted lens, no tear-offs. <laughs> and this track is, they have to flood the back so yeah. it doesn't, nothing catches on fire. Like it's a festival. Yeah, they don't yeah, want people yeah. throw, like it's right. insane. The back is just like, you're almost riding through water because they can't have it flood back there because it goes in the woods and comes back in the sand. He's like, I remember him saying in the interview, or the podium thing, he was like, yeah, I'm just going to hold shot and win anyway, so I don't need to ask. <laughs> Meanwhile, after the qualifying race, yeah. he left and went five miles down the road and did 230s. Next he day, he comes back, back and races 230s, leaves that track, goes back to two, th- two more 30s with yeah, Hoff. I'm sure. I'm Dude's sure. an animal. But no tear-offs. So, just yeah, ran. Yeah. yeah, Brandon, so that's uh, that's your James Stewart memories. So Awesome. Yeah, I hey, appreciate it. Steve, real quick. Thanks, Brandon. I, I was- Go ahead, I was going to say, I was going to say to what Justin was saying. I think that you know, as a motocross fan, in, in you know, the, the, among the 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 real, true, uh, truly amazing things I've seen, James on a 125, you know, anytime, anytime yeah. on yeah. a 125, um, uh, hurlings in the sand is is just astonishing. And 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 I remember when Jeremy first started doing the 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 changing the way we jump in Supercross, and and that immediately led to success. He was he was riding like a BMX rider and yeah. sort of preloading jumps by u- using his knees and and then low jumping and and I remember seeing that and being like, who? Why is this the only guy who knows how to do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I had no idea that he grew up on a bicycle. And, uh, you know, that didn't even start racing. It was 14. And then there's a million things yeah. I saw Ricky and those guys do. But those three things were, you know, yeah. are just, just truly otherworldly because they were so uniquely gifted in those things. Jeremy and Supercross, James on a 125, Stuart, or, um, uh, um, Hurlings in the sand. Uh, Hurlings in the sand. Yeah. You know, guys like Everts, guys like Ricky, guys like John Michel, they could do anything. Yeah. But those guys could do those things better than anyone. I, I remember Jeremy would take off the face of a triple right beside a guy, and he'd be four feet lower. And you're like, what? what, what, what you're like, what's happening here? Why? You know, and he gets to the ground. How did you do that? Yeah, you get to the ground <laughs> yeah. sooner, and he's gone. And you're just like, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, like early on, everyone's like, what's going on? So I remember those days too. Um, well, Davey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate uh, the information, and this is awesome. I'm glad we're going racing. It's it's not perfect by any means, but it's uh, it's as good as it's going to get. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. So yeah, I, I given given the circumstances, given the challenges, and, and given you know having wanting to have modest expectations and not you know push it too hard just in case something goes wrong. I'm really happy with with what you know everyone came up with. Uh, I assure you, folks. Uh, that might be listening near Hangtown, Unadilla, Southwick, Bud's Creek, High Point. They'll be back next year. They'll be back on their traditional dates, and, 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 and nothing. that's not going to change. But for this year, we, we had to get creative. We had to get um, uh, risky, yeah. so to speak. And, and, and we, we had to, to pull this together uh, and find a window, and we hope we found it. And and um, last but not least, if you're coming to Loretta Lynn's, free either race, bring your mask, wear your mask, please. Mask up, for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. keep us racing. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Thanks, Davey. Thanks for the time. All right. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Justin. Take care. Yeah, we'll see you soon. That's Davey Coombs, everybody, from MX Sports slash Racer X, uh, giving us the, uh, the lowdown.
Wouldn't be surprised, he said, in regards to some changes to the schedule. 80% confidence rate. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're you at. You have to expect it. Yeah, yeah. No, know? he doesn't. But it was, oh, yeah. I thought it was pretty crazy that he, to hear like he has a round on right reserve. Yeah, yeah, high point, right? You know, Kinda so like better get insurance on all your flights because you might be changing that. And also, well, actually, for me, I've been changing so many flights. The, the airlines have been really good to work with. Yeah, they've I been, mean, you got a good point yeah, there. Yeah, really they good. understand. Uh, Mark, you had a point that actually Justin might be able to answer, and, and it's, it's a good point. We didn't get the Davy on it, but. Was it my Slack message? Yeah. Uh, I, I was just wondering if we maybe we see more, or I'm sorry, less of those like settle for third type rides. I feel like you're going to see all outs. Yeah. I, more more but all I, out That was racing. my thought was like, if they can't do Paula, they can't call that right before Paula. Nope. Because then what they if somebody just wrote it in yeah. to yeah. get through right. and like, oh, I got a few points. I have a better cushion. Something like that. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah, can't do well, that. Well, she said that. Davey said, we'll let you know before. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to call it after Colorado. Yeah. But I mean, you, you, you got a good point, Mark. People are going to be like, yeah, you know what? I yeah, feel like you have to send wrong. every time because you don't, the next weekend's not guaranteed, guaranteed. No, no matter what, you know? No, it should be interesting to But I think uh, that's going to make for see. some good racing. Hopefully. 100%. Hopefully. Uh, Skosh, guys, uh, in studio gift for Justin Starling, courtesy of the folks at Skosh. Oh, really? It is an eight foot charging cord. <laughs> For uh, for your iPhone, awesome. So there we go. Thank you. Uh, thanks to the guys at Scosh for making that. But yeah, we got it. Thanks to the guys at Scosh for making that happen. Pulp twenty twenty is a code to save. Scosh Industries, innovators of award winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products and accessories. Proud sponsors of the Rockstar Energy Husky team as well, of course, with Jason Anderson. They gave me a jersey. Yeah, that's awesome. The, the Scosh <laughs> guy sent me an Anderson signed jersey. It wasn't. Hey, I, does I Anderson that's... know? No, uh, no, he doesn't, and it didn't come from him. So yeah, you should, you should uh, just like Instagram story that. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, but I should say Instagram story to Jason. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'm going to do that actually. Good stuff. Uh, thanks to the guys at Skosh, uh, whether it's cables and chargers, power sports clamps, base mounts, the base link modular thing right in front of Justin here charges your phone. Pulp 2020 is the code to save with the folks at Skosh. Use the code and save. Thanks to those guys for making it happen. Appreciate that. We're going to give away. Uh, a pair of autographed goggles from one of the riders on the team, from from the folks at Skosh. Let's do that. Uh, uh, third caller right now. Third caller gets his pair of autographed goggles. Get his address and everything, Talon, if you can, please. Uh, so third third caller at 702-586-7857 wins a pair of autographed goggles from somebody on the Rockstar Energy Husky team. Uh, hey, by the way, WUSA, use them for wheels. I'm sure you have uh, them. Yeah, with AJE, yep. Yeah, WUSA.com, great guys down there. Uh, get your wheel sets from them. Uh, they got an edge set of wheels as well. If you're looking to spend at the top end, uh, they've got this edge set that work really well. A lot of the teams use Talon, use Kite, whatever it is, WUSA for all your wheel needs. And what they're doing is they asked me to put in a plug. Uh, they're looking for a wheel truer, full-time job down there in Orange, California uh, at WUSA. If you can true wheels, which I was never very good at truing wheels. I can't do it. I could do it, but I could never do it as good as Gothic J. I could J. take them apart. Yeah. Just grind those things right off. But. Well, I cut them. I got to cut them. Oh, okay. But, but anyways, so I'm out of this job. But if you are interested in it uh, for WUSA, uh, please check them out on Instagram or on their website or give them a call down there looking for a professional wheel truer. If you're, if you're, if you're with a race team and you uh, couldn't quite uh, hang on to a job or whatever, you're looking for a job, wheeltruer at WUSA.com. So thanks to those guys. Um, and so please check them out if you're looking for a job in industry. Chris Kiefer coming up. We got our winner, right? We're good, Talon? We got our winner? Okay, we got a winner. Thanks for calling, everybody. The lines were full, uh, but we got our guy for the autographed goggles from the folks at Skosh. Uh, so thanks to those guys for making it happen. I use their, their jump pack. Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I've got it a get one, uh, and it works okay. really good, yeah. too. Um, Did Dan just break his hand, wrist? 
Oh, Did you see that? I, not, no, I didn't hear that. It's not on his Snapchat. Is it? Yeah, I'm he had like an X-ray Snap. or something. <sighs> do I need Maybe to get call Snap? him. Like, do I need to get TikTok and Snap? No, please don't get TikTok of all things. It's dumb, right? It's Chinese spyware. Yeah. Is that for real? It's bad. I read that. It's, it's actually, it's actually it's, pretty bad. But is bad. that real? Yeah. It's really bad. Really? Yeah, yeah. Please don't. Okay, well, there's millions of people who have TikTok now. So how? Yeah, I, uh, I recommend against it, but that's just my... Uh, Right. Semi-professional tech man right. opinion. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just see these people like more and more people are doing TikTok and more and more people are doing Snapchat. Snapchat's like whatever. I mean, uh, it's not for me. Yeah. It's, I, right. I just don't. Right. I don't want it. it. I, don't I, don't, want I don't post on it much, but like that's one of the ways I'm talking to Keelan right now, and yeah, it's like kind of keeping his mood up or something. Maybe like sending funny I, stuff. Or, I was yeah. telling Pookie like so uh, the show comes Dan's, out. Dan's very active on Is Snapchat. He? Very active. The show comes out. I got to type out a. He's press. always posting good stuff. I got to type out a, probably chicks. <laughs> Uh, I got to type out a press release, right? And then I got to email it, and I got to attach all the sponsors on it and all the, the, the media. Then I have to post the press release on com, and then that goes to Facebook. And then I have to post an Instagram of the show. And then now I, I started posting Instagram story today of the show, and that was like Craig and AC reposted it, the story. Right. It's really they, easy to share things on that rather than trying to do an actual post. Right. For so us, it's super simple. The, the point of my... Oh, I did what well, I did you too. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and so the point of the whole thing is I'm just like, fuck, like I don't need any more social media apps. I'm good. Well, right. that stuff yeah. is not... Definitely you're not doing like social media, like posting the show stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah. like yeah. for fun right, stuff. Right, right, right. So I, I'm, I'm out when it comes to that. Uh, Chris Kiefer going to come up here shortly. Uh, news this week. We'll talk to JT about it in a little bit, I think, as well. But Starling, Benny Bloss is out uh, that team looking for a that ride. That shocked me Yeah, because Benny's been really good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you, I'm sure you did, but the last 450 main, like, dude oh, ran was, third forever yeah. and then just happened to fall into that like inside he, he, thing. He's, but, uh, he's podium outdoors before. Yeah. You know, he's a top five guy. He's too good times. to not have something. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that actually really surprised me. Well, Bogle came back right yeah. Bogle got hurt I, I, I mean I'm sure the pandemic didn't help the budget for them to do a third guy but I thought that was always the plan was when Bogle came back they were going to try to do three but then again I don't know I don't ask those questions but um what is yeah. Plessinger's out for 12 weeks I think yeah so can he go there well I know he's trying I know yeah. he tried to call Yamaha and I know he's talked to them and I know they had a meeting about fill-ins Yamaha did yeah um but you know Benny split from the Rock River team. Yeah. Now that wasn't a an ama- amazing deal for him. Like he, you right? Know, he knew it was it, just it, something to get him out there. But, but I wonder if Yamaha's like, nah, dude. Like, yeah. you know, we like, you know, Yamaha. Gives I can't our- imagine that it would burn a bridge though. When you have a factory opportunity, right? I Me feel neither. like it's not burning a bridge at all to take that. Right. Me neither. I'm with you. But I wonder because other than that, I would have already signed Benny up. Yeah. I would have already been like, yeah, you're that outdoor. Was, that guy. was my thought too. Is <laughs> I mean like. I mean, I was with Jerry when I mentioned, yeah. I was like, hey, you should have Mathis, yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah. it's like, we both even said the same thing. We're like, man, I feel like that's that one spot. There's one guy that should go to it because yeah. Yeah. he just no. came from a factory Benny bike. Benny legitimately has been outdoors podium yeah. guy. So, he's yeah, really good. He's better outdoors than in. And yeah. So I, but and I, I wouldn't think that Rock River thing would hurt him, but maybe, you know how political yeah. the sport can get at yeah. times. Like, you know, maybe they're like, hey, bro, you left Rock River. But I mean, not, the Rock River thing wasn't an amazing deal for no, Benny. No, it was just something to get him out there. Right. It was something yeah. to get him out there. But I can't imagine. I mean, it's that's a Rock River is a Yamaha-supported team. They're not just on Yamahas. They're actually no, yeah. supported through yeah. Yamaha. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I can't, like, if I'm whoever, I don't know the team manager is at. Mike DeCose. Yeah, no, at a uh, factory Yamaha. Oh. I can't imagine he would be like. Oh yeah, no. Since you went to a factory team somewhere else, that it's going to be a problem. Like I'm with you. No, like for they, it's a ride. 
Yeah, it's a factory uh, motorcycle, and you take the problems that I you mean, had are gone I, now. I'm sure AJE would understand if you got the call or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, like, I mean, how yeah. do you, I mean right. Michael did? Yeah, like it's yeah. like how do you not? You know, like I feel like you, you want that to happen, and you know, I would say that Michael is is a step up from what Rock River is, or maybe yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. I don't, I've never been on Rock River, but. Right. He was like, man, like go, and that wasn't even to a factory team. Yeah. That was just a t- something that was gonna be better for me. Yeah, that's what Rocky Mountain was. Right. So, uh, yeah, well, it's interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, Adam Cien Cirillo, Christian Craig coming up here as well later in the show. Uh, let's get to uh, our sometime co-host here. That's Chris Kiefer. Bring it to me now. Yeah, no, that's 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 Marks. It's working on the oh. app. Um, <laughs> what's up? How's it going? What's going on, buddy? Um, just got done uh, playing uh, MX versus ATV Loretta Lens Edition with Aiden. We're trying to really dial in the track. Are you prepared? You know, by playing the video game. So yeah. Uh, how is A and H Amateur National Heather? <sighs> it's uh, it's it's like a volcano steaming, you know. So it's 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 steaming, and you can see some lava boiling up. But um, you know, new bikes have been purchased, pit boards. Uh, umbrellas yeah. and just waiting to erupt. Come, uh, she, you gotta get the weeks. white rags so you can wave them. She, yeah. she, she bought Aiden a Honda, a new Honda. Literally was driving back from Paula, and she wasn't home more than three minutes, and she bailed again and came home with a new bike. Oh boy, really? She's all yep. in. Wow. That's, oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. Hey, listen. So, um. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about the? I want to talk about twenty twenty one Honda. Let's I want to talk, talk about. Let's talk about Glen Helen and Geico. That's what oh. I want. To talk well, about. okay. First of all, before we get to there, one of the reasons we went to Geico or went to Glen Helen was to test the Geico bike, but also the folks at Yamaha uh, gave us a bike to give away for the LCQ challenge. Uh, a guy named Justin Lamb uh, won it, uh, according to Marx's uh, randomizer over there, and uh, we met Justin at Glen Helen on Thursday. And did you know? And dude, the guy How listens to that's the actually sh- pretty cool. He listens to the show all the time. He like knew everything. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Villapoto came out with Yamaha to hang out uh, and ride a little bit. He says Kiefer can't you gave, test. Did by you the give the bike to him there? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Gave him the brand new 2020. Why he took it on the track? He took it on the track, dude. Like just like I'm out. I'm gonna ride. I didn't he, know all this. He, that's what? Cool. I didn't know all this. Yeah. Did yeah, he cool. have a bike? He or was that his first? No, no. Bike or? He he rides a KTM Adventure bike now. Okay. But he did have a KX450 up until what 2014, Kiefer or something. Yeah, it was like six years ago. Yeah, it was oh, the last wow. time he had a dirt bike. And Glen Helen was Glen Helen yeah. at 4.30. And, dude, he Bad. took the bike and just like, am I ready to go? And Mike Ulrich from Yamaha is like, yeah, it's got gas. It's got sag set. Like, And he just took it on the track, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> he was hyped. He's a really nice guy, yeah. Justin was, wasn't That's, he, Kiefer? I mean, he's a Justin. Yeah, so he was a good sense. dude, and I liked it because uh, he was excited, but... You know how you get some guys that are so excited and they're just like up your ass and talking, talking. Like he knew when to pump the brakes. He hung out. He was just really chill. He was yeah, cool. yeah, he was a good guy. That's cool. And he was, and he got to. Uh, Man, I missed a lot that day. Apparently, yeah, you should have really came out. Justin Starling was going to come out, uh, Kiefer, but he couldn't couldn't make it. Dang. Um, so RV came out and was you know just himself, just his fucking normal self. Yeah. So Justin got a taste of that. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, it was really cool. Thanks to Yamaha for doing that. Thanks to Justin for for buying the tickets, and uh, he took a day off work and came down to Medicine at Glen Helen. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, the, that's the really best cool. part about the, the best part about it was was Justin was hanging out, you know, with everybody around the tent, 
and RV and Steve are arguing about politics. So yeah, yeah. I come around the corner and I'm just hearing it, right? So I'm just like, oh boy. And RV's and, like, uh, that's why you're a fucking liberal asshole. <laughs> and Justin's just laughing. And Justin's just laughing. And, and you know. Yeah, so he got that whole full thing. It yeah. Was good. Well, RV started getting into there's there's one government and they've created this virus. And I'm like, okay, you got to stop here. Yeah. Right? And then we got deeper into that, and then it, then it went sideways. Right. But at the end of it, we fist pump, good talk. You know, that's how you should be able to. Yeah. Two no people shit, should. Asshole. Two people should be able to get together, talk about. Yeah. You know, whatever. And then that was be probably like, a cooler day for him than just going and like getting some pointers or something from Villapoto. He right. was able to experience yeah. right. a human. Yeah. Like yeah. an actual no, human. And, then, and, and like then, that's cool. And Kiefer wanted RV to ride his bike. To, to you know, to do some suspension stuff that Keith yeah. was doing, and RV did a few laps and just said, "Your bike is shit. You don't know what you're, you don't know how to test." <laughs> so that was it. That was the end of that test session. Kiefer, well, here's how it went down. I go, RV, I would love for you to try my bike. You know, while you're here, you ain't doing shit anyway. Just do something. So he rode my bike, and I knew it was going to be soft, right? So he's like, "You better get the, you better get the screwdriver. Bring it on out. Come on out. Get the screwdriver because I'm going to be a minute." So I get out there. He literally went one lap, came in, first words out of his mouth. He's like. I, you, you suck at testing. You can't test. You suck. And it was just <laughs> now, like, is your bike too soft? Big, from you want it to be soft, storm. or is like you just don't charge stuff as hard as Ryan Villapoto does? Uh, my fork was already soft, and I knew that, but then he thought it, my shock was soft, my tire sucked. Because, I mean, that know, guy's everything. still really good. Yeah. Like, it's so, insane. I just was laughing the whole time. It was a good time. And then the, the, uh, when he was on the show last time, when you were in studio a few weeks ago, Kiefer, you guys were arguing about the bar mounts position of the bar mounts yeah he's a shorter dude and he likes the forward hole and i hate it and i'm six foot and i and most everyone besides travis and rv them two together yep forward hole only elite riders ride the forward hole that's what you want to go fast you gotta have forward hole well that's why so i'm in, I'm in the hey, forward hole on x triggs i run the far back hole yeah, you're tall, and run too. It forward and I'm go. tall. Yeah. But I run the furthest one back. But I didn't start doing that until I got on Jacob's bike, and that's how it was. And I was like, wow, actually, this is really good. I felt like I had a little bit more control over the front end instead of well, it being away from me. Well, that's mm-hmm. right. Us experts, like RV, Preston, <laughs> and myself, we use the forward hole. Keeps the weight up. You know, keeps keeps. <laughs> I just feel like it's too far. Like, right. I, I feel like I'm constantly, like, the front's just kind of, like, well, away from me. Well, you steer with the front end, Justin. It's, <laughs> you don't understand it. I'll learn. Um, Listen to Rhino, dude. Listen to Rhino, okay? <laughs> Rhino has videos about this. Uh, but anyways, you know? so it was cool to give the way on the hallway. To, to Justin and uh, cool of RV to come out and hang out and we had some tacos from Mike and Yamaha and everybody else uh, but Kiefer we were there for the, to test the Geico Honda bike yeah I was it was like Christmas Eve I, I woke up at 3 in the morning Heather's like what the fuck are you doing up so early I'm like I can't sleep I don't know I'm if I'd be able I'm to sleep either I'd be the same yeah, way so, yeah it was fun and to Steve's credit you know he was here ready to go he actually had fuel for his bike we loaded up in the van was with it Jonathan washed? Helen it was washed. Yep, it was washed, washed up, ready to go. And uh, the Geico guys, what's cool, before we even got there, I was expecting I'd maybe get an hour on the bike. And then when I got there, like, okay, we have two bikes for you. You can even ride the amateur bike if you want to. But, hey, the afternoon's yours. Go ahead. It's all your you – have at it. And me and Steve were like, what? Yeah, yeah we got to ride it since 2 o'clock till dark. That's awesome. Yeah. They That's actually they, really They did cool. not care. They did not care. It was right. great. We rode Mumford's bike. I don't know if we and... want to give too much away. Do we? No, we don't. No, no. We, we got a podcast coming out with it. We got a video coming. Key for you even more story. Just, it was good. Yes. It we, was really rode... good, and you should listen to them you... talk about it more. 
And then so the best part of the whole thing was another another factory team approached us about possibly yes. testing their bikes. Really? Yes. Yes. You need it's, a tester? They saw they saw what we were doing out there on the track, right? They, and they saw the, I'm in Cali. the people surrounding True. us yes. and they wanted well, more. They saw the speed, first of all. One, they saw the speed. Yes. Two, they yes. saw the testing ability and everyone, you know, ba- basically in agreement with, with you and I. And then so they want to mm-hmm. know if they're on the right track. And so we may be testing some more factory bikes. That's awesome. Kiefer Mathis. We be the confirmation team. That's what we are. We're the confirmation team. Yep. And then if Schmoda or Mumford or Martin or Sexton or I'm sure I'm missing Your some guys here. factory filled back up. Maybe we'll That's fill it in. That's it right there. Yeah. Maybe we'll fill in. You're, just, you're actually testing for a spot. You just don't know it. That's what I said. They said test, but is it maybe more of a tryout? Mm. Another T word? They didn't want to give you any, too much pressure. Exactly. So, their exact words were, yeah, we need more riders. Yeah, yeah, it, it really was, sarcastically. <laughs> um, but thanks to the guys at Geico, Jeff and Josh and everybody at Geico and Kyle Cowling filled the video. So yeah. uh, That'll know, be good because yep. he's really good. Yeah, it'll be good. Here's a, here's a quick story about Steve and Kyle. So – I'm used to it, you know. You uh, when you do photos, you gotta you know circle jerk a corner ten times. You gotta move on, do this, do that, and now videography. You gotta you know do sections twice and work your way around the track. So Kyle's waiting, and it's it's evening time, and they're like, I go, hey Kyle, do we have enough video? And Kyle's like, no, I need more. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go back get some water, come back. I'm out there. Steve's not there yet. I'm just taking his time. He's shooting over there still. So I go, hey, man, yeah. we got to get some video. He's yeah, like, okay. I'm just like, what? So I'm like, we already went out on the track like twice. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Steve is doing the video with us, and he's, he's doing great. He's doing fine. And then there comes a point in time where Steve just feels like Kyle has enough. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Kyle, absolutely. I go, I go, Kyle, do you uh, need some more? He's like, yeah, can we do this section and that one section over there one time, and I'm good. And Steve's like, Nope, I feel like you got enough of me. I'm out. He started his bike and bailed. Just yeah, bailed. that's it, bro. I'm good. Like, I've been riding all day long. I did all day long. So, uh, yeah. And then, and then he goes back. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to ride my own bike. I'm like, really? Yeah. And then by the time it was all said and done, he was done. He was out. I was done. I, I, I Honestly, I had a bit of monkey butt going on. I was getting, I was sore a little bit. My, it hurt my back like in the morning. This is the first time I've ridden in like a month. Yeah. So I went out early in the day and like sat down into like a breaking bump and my... Or t- just a t- random rock or pothole. Dude, anything. Helen. God, it could have been a yeah. flagger or anything. Yeah. yeah. Tire, you um, know. So I was struggling physically a little bit at this point. Yeah. By, it was Starling. This was 6 p.m. I'm not kidding you. 6 p.m. Craig's just getting warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Cr- yeah. Christian's just getting his moto ready. And I'm just like, that's it, Kyle. You got enough of it. Yeah. Besides, let's face it. Kiefer's the star of this test. I mean, he's the guy that, you know. So, yeah. He's the active look, pro right. guy. If there, was a, if there was, like, you know how people go on WebMD to look up symptoms? Like, if there was a, a Glenn Helen for WebMD, everything that Steve mentioned, those would be the symptoms of normal time going to Glenn Helen. Steve yeah. just got to experience some of those. Yeah. You know? I, I was telling Starling, uh, I like it at 8 a.m. And then and then that's it. 8 a.m. And then. And just like. 8 to 9. Two tracks on the. Yep. Freaking yep. middle of the road. Kiefer, so uh, so everybody stay tuned for that. Uh, coming up, we'll promote it, of course, across our social channels and everything else. Um, Kiefer, also the 2021 Honda 450. Yeah. <sighs> Looks like Man, a gas gas. That, I bet it you, Looks whoever like helped gas develop gas. that bike, God, it's going it's, it's gonna to be. Do you so think good. that you and the other guys at Red Riders have done enough to topple Blue Crew? 
Wow, that's actually a great question. And, and I'm going to give you a real answer on that, Steve. I'm going to say in some areas, yes, and then in some areas, no. So, hmm. um, and I'll give you an example. So straight line stability, maybe not quite as good or bump absorption as good as a Yamaha, but better than current Honda and much better cornering and much better engine and connectivity on the Honda for me, at least. And from what I remember, it's been a long time since I've ridden it. So. Waffle, 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 waffle. <laughs> Boo crew. The new Honda looks good, though. It does look good. They, it yeah, looks, it no, looks it really, looks really good. At least they fixed that CRF on the shroud, so now it's all symmetrical and looking good. But to um, me, I look at that thing, and like the new gas gas looks really good to me as well, yeah. which it's basically like KTM, but right, right. it's like a Husky to a KTM. like yeah. just like body yeah. stuff different. Yep. But even that bike, I think, looks really good. But if you put Honda and Gas Gas next to each other and look at a photo, it's like, wow, it's pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then, uh, what, Cowie kind of didn't change their no, bike. No, Cowie didn't do they, too much. So the only thing that I had a problem with on my Cowie that I had last year was the plunger inside the perch. Mm-hmm. We had to get Arc made a really good one that kind of took out the play, and I wasn't frying clutches. Yep. It seems they like did their change new, the clutch their for this new year. bike. Yeah. fixed that. Yeah. So I don't. I think the one problem that I had with that motorcycle is solved, and right. that's a really good bike too. Keefer, you're riding it tomorrow, right? Yeah, we're gonna ride it and uh, test it all out for Racer X and see how all that. You know, they they basically got a almost copied, I would say, KTM's hydraulic, you know, bevel right. clutch. So yeah. when does the new Honda get tested? Uh, I think everything will start arriving for us in the media end of August, early September, and I oh, think okay. dealerships middle of September. So still a little bit, still a little ways out. Yeah, and actually that's pretty early for a new release on Honda. Last time the 2017 came out, it didn't come out till end of November. Yeah, so. but, but but didn't they have a hurricane? It wasn't at the typh the tsunami. Didn't that? Was that last, yes. that, that year? That was that year. So. Well, I think it was when, yeah, and, and it had that radioactivity all going on, the nuclear well, stuff. Well, good luck trying to beat Blue Crew. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. You know what's it, real quick, too, like Trey Kennard came out a couple times and, and helped test because the race team wanted to, you know, his opinion on the, on the production bike. Right. And it was nice having him out there because, obviously, he rides at a very high level and he can kind of see what that bike can do that I can't. And he was even pleased with, you know, I think Honda is going to be pleased with having a better base to build from for the race team. So, well, no, I, I don't know if they will because our, I just talked to our Ryan Villapoto and he said you're garbage at testing. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know, fuck Sorry, that guy. RV. Yeah. The one crazy thing I saw about the new Honda is how the throttle cable and the clutch cable goes behind the handlebar. Yeah, it's like KTM a little it's bit. Just oh, like it the does? KTM. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah, notice that. Yeah, they both oh, go yeah? behind, really? and then they go in front of the gas in tank. In front of the gas, yeah. Like in that like whole just thing to, that they got there. Just to make there. it shorter, less weight maybe? Yeah, I, don't, I just thought that was kind of like odd. Right, just right. Because, I, I mean, you don't see that right, on right. anything else. So. Yeah. I think but it looks badass. It's going to be, that it's bike gonna be looks tough awesome. to beat a Yamaha and a KTM, dude. KTM, Huskies, Yamahas, are good bikes. Yeah. Blue the KTM's really good. Blue Crew, fantastic. Yeah. All right, Kiefer, hold on a second. Uh, Randy Richardson, what's going on, Randy? Fastest man in Piedmont? Yes. How are you tonight? We're good, man. If I'm MP. I'm, what's up, man? I was calling into the Pulp GNCC show. I was hoping to get a chance to talk with Zach Osborne. Oh, yeah. Is that right? No, not tonight. I, I figured that hype had already been already been crushed, but we got Justin Starling yeah. here, and then you know, we rode the Geico bike for a possible uh, tryout. For down the road, I know that. Yeah. That's awesome, and I'm I'm hearing about that 2021 CRF 450. If I win the lottery, 
I may buy me one. Stop it. Come on. I, I, might, I might do it. I might. Having that and an O2 CR125 in my uh, garage would be awesome, wouldn't it? That would be cool. Uh, Big old 19 year Randy, c- can I count? Now, it may not happen for sure, but can mm-hmm. I count on Michelin support for the World Vets if I go this year? Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Can I can I work out a Look, contingency program for you know, top fourteen in each moto? <laughs> yeah, we can, yeah, we can do that. You, I tell you what, if you uh, if you do if you get top fourteen in both motos, I'll start sending you tubes as well. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> that, way, that way, you don't have to go to a local dealer and buy them. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the least I can do. Yeah, thank that's you. That's the least. Thank I you. Can thank do. you. So and uh, heck, and what are you going to name the lobster? You know that's going to happen, Randy. You know that'll happen. You know, hey, there's no, there's no way uh, Fuga's going to let you think uh, kill cook that thing. So. No, no, I don't know how that. Once I get it, we'll now have a pet lobster. I think in the house. So you, you will. That's yeah. when I ask you, what are you going to name it? Yeah, Larry, uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, Larry the lobster is good. Maybe Tech Man. Maybe Tech Man. <laughs> Bring it to me. <laughs> that, that might hey, be it. Steve. Hey, uh, go ahead. Uh, if you're racing vet nationals, how long are you prepping? practicing for this race uh i'll go on the same program i did last year i was pretty happy with that program that i did i'll probably do that again with all those starts that you did too well i'll do some starts i'll definitely do some starts that was a a really bad part on my you know my part is it concrete start there no no i uh i I really should have added starts to my practice so (laughs) okay is it gonna mean something to you if you do good i mean does it mean something to you uh yeah, but it doesn't really matter in my life. <laughs> you know, Kiefer, that, that's all. Yeah, that's all. Okay, so, I'm just wondering yeah. because, you know, Steve and I had this conversation here last week about what it means to do good at Loretta Lynn's. He said it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything. Randy, life goes on. Randy, this fucking Loretta Lynn's thing, and this might be my race hey. tech round of the night, this Loretta Lynn's yeah. thing for people, like you all, all of you, all of you, back it down. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, you know, unless you're, trying to be professional in the B class or A class or whatever. Like, you know, if you're one of those kids, then I get it. Just Everyone else, Parabinos, Kiefer, Mike Brown, all of you people, <laughs> back it hey. the fuck down. You should have seen my parents. Hey, hey. You know, growing look, look, up. First, first of all, I'm taking vacation days. I'm taking yeah. my vacation days, and I'm going to watch the Kiefer's. Uh, wanted to go watch um, – Chris kicked Mike Brown's ass because that's rare that yes. that happens, right? And then it's I'm going to pull for Little Keeper because uh, if Little Keeper gets a top five, if uh, Aiden gets a top five, I'm taking him to Pastrana's to the foam pit. Okay. And then uh, some people take things serious. Some people are competitive. Some people aren't like you, Steve. They're not just happy to be a top five motorcycle podcast show, right? I just, you know what I mean? Like literally, they're not. If, they're just if Chris, not happy to be mediocre. If Chris wins Loretta's or gets twentieth, nothing changes. So try right. your best. Try your best. Try your best. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And hey, then have a, a good time. And have a good time. In that case, in that case, when you go mountain biking, Strava Steve, why do you try to set a certain pace? Why do you try to better yourself? 
I don't. I just pedal, Randy. Why I'm not looking pers- at Strava. Have- I don't care about how no, I do yeah, Strava. No, you do. You have personal goals. Oh, you have personal no, goals. I don't. No, no, I do not. Yes, I do not do. care. I do not care what I'm mountain biking. You've looked at me. You've looked at me with a resting bitch face when I stop to take photos when I'm going on a nice ride because I'm killing your huh? average speed. Thank not you. true. That is not true. That yeah, is, that is true. not happened. Very true. I do very not true. care how I do on Strava. I'm not even on an e-bike, so technically the Strava people would be very pissed at me. I'm not even an e-bike setting. I'm just on bicycle setting. Hey, Kiefer, I got a question. Well, go ahead. Real quick. Now, you tried to do the Nationals, was it last year? Oh, he tried. <laughs> you, yes, know, you know that, that the following weekend is the Pro National. If you race Loretta's, you got a lot of track time on these guys. Are you going to go sh- line up at the National? No, we're not. Uh, it, it was terrible. Uh, no, we're not because it's new bike season. I'm too busy. It's the uh, next but weekend. I am. Yeah, I know. But you're I already prepared, preparing for Loretta's. That's you only have to do ten minutes longer. Yeah, I know. But work called. <laughs> Unlike Steve, he goes mountain biking during the day. I actually got to work. It doesn't matter, Kiefer. It doesn't matter. It's just try your best, do your best, uh, be proud of whatever happens, and nothing changes in your yeah. life. Hey, so you know, my my mom just said that they were awesome as MX or amateur MX parents. They were. Crazy, and we got a right. lot done. We yeah. won a lot of races, a lot of money was spent, I, but they were awesome. So I'm make okay. my, mo- my mom asked me to say I'm that. okay with all of you people going fucking crazy when you're chasing the dream of pro motocrosser. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. that that's just right. Whether that was our goal. Whether it's hockey or moto or football, all you fucking amateur parents have lost your mind. Okay, I get it. And okay. we accept this and we move on. However, in Chris Kiefer's case, like, it's fine. In Parabinos' case, it's fine. I want to ask you guys this. Let me, let me just no, paint no. this picture. Okay, I understand what you're saying, Steve. It's not going to change my life. I'm not getting anything. I'm not doing anything. It's a, it's a more uh, personal goal. But what about all of these other sports, these other things that people do, these marathons, these specific goals these people want to hit? It's not about getting something out of it. It's about getting something out of it personally. That's, what, mm-hmm. that's why you work hard at it. Achieving your goals, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 so you should do it within a reasonable effort. You should not be driving to Washington and buying new motorcycles, but A and H, and doing all of this oh, stuff. I agree. With that. In that in that case, Steve, you should have stopped mountain biking forty pounds ago. What? Why? Why? I just enjoy mountain biking. I just enjoy well, riding yeah, my bicycle. But you're working towards a goal. No, you're I'm not. No, goal. I'm not. I'm just yeah, riding my bicycle. You I, you, you I shared that number with me. I enjoyed riding my bicycle. You shared that number with me. Well, it, yeah, but it doesn't matter, Randy. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. I'm just riding my bicycle to have fun. All you right. know what? Thank you. I, I'll, t- I'll take both of your so silence. You, I'll take both of your silence as indication that I win this argument. Thank you. So, <laughs> go go to Loretta's. Have fun. Try your best, and nothing matters. Nothing. Nothing really changes or matters. Nothing else matters. matters. Nothing else matters. Right. Right. Okay, all right, listen, Steve. What? Enjoy it regardless. Let's let Kiefer go because he, he couldn't spend that much time with us. But um, And then we'll, you and I can talk, Randy. Hey, and give, give, Luke, right. uh, give, uh, give Heather a kiss for me on the lips. Thanks. <laughs> all right, guys. So, hey, Steve, yeah. I love you regardless. Thank no you. No matter if you're five or not, it's okay. Thank you, you, for, for, thank you for taking down t- Mike's easy up, by the way. Yep, I'm there for you. I'm there for Mike. No problem. I'm going to armadillo now. I'm going to get off the phone. Okay. Thank you. But, hey. Thank you. Keeper, Bye-bye. That's what us that's what us good people do, don't we? Yes. Thank hey, you. I do it others. too. I help. help all the time. All right. Hey, I'm going to help you with your I'm going to help you with the easier up at Loretta Lands, okay? All right, you guys go do that. Thank you, Randall. Oh, great. All right, you do that. Right, later, right. See you later, Kiefer. 
What's up, Randy? Thanks for calling in. MichelinMotorcycle.com, as always. Yeah, so that's what I want to call in. Oh, it's officially okay. a work call. Oh, so, it is? Okay. Uh, yeah, so- yeah, we, we have uh, – you promoted it on uh, your post the other day, not on your TikTok channel. But, oh, yeah, uh, I'll do that on my TikTok. Well, it's Chinese spyware, <laughs> yeah. I've been told tonight. <laughs> exactly. Don't do that. Don't do that. they got facial recognition on the Michelin Man, and they'll think uh, Pookie <laughs> is him. So, right, right. Uh, no, but we've got our uh, special savings going on right now, summer combo promotion where you can combine purchases of Michelin motorcycle, all motorcycle tires, street, scooter, uh, our BF Goodrich brand UTV tires, so side-by-side tires, or Michelin bicycle tires. You can do a combo purchase on those uh, now through August the 17th, so mid-month. And uh, depending on the, the dollar amount, you can earn up to a $150 Visa reward card. So uh, now, you can find out more information on that at motorcycle.michelinman.com. That's awesome. I can buy an Enduro mm-hmm. Extreme tire. I can buy a Power 5. I can buy yep. a Starcross 5. X, absolutely. I can absolutely. buy a Commander 3 Some Cruiser. Yep, absolutely. And you can buy them from uh, either you know your local dealer or favorite online retailer like uh, Motorsport. Right. Uh, who sponsors the show, who have, we've had some great success with. So uh, this promotion is open to any dealer, any online retailer. Um, that way consumers can purchase from whomever they choose uh, and then send in the paperwork and uh, or fill it out online and receive up to a $150 Visa reward card. So just now buy- through August 17th. Can yep. I just buy one front tire? You can buy one front tire if you want to. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. See? So so my master but that plan will about not get you but that will not get you into a <laughs> Starcross five ride day. Oh uh, I, I had somebody ask me about that the other day. They asked me if we were gonna do it again. And I was like, Yeah, we, we would. Should. Uh, yeah, we, we should do it again. I mean, you know, Marks can come out, Lone Wolf can come out, Lone Wolf can just ride beside the track, like in the in the uh, in the desert, you know. He doesn't need to actually he go to motor I'll, I'll go ride off road with him. I'd be love to do that. I want to join. I love. I've never that. done. Randy that. would like my trails. Yeah, your trails are great. Yeah. They, they were fantastic. It's like no, I'll the, take I'm him on the stuff. The good. Stuff. I'm not a narrow-minded motorcyclist, it's Steve. Like riding on the moon, Randy. Like literally hey. no traction. I've it's never like, done anything like that. I oh, think really? it'd be fun. Like I've literally rode like some freestyle ramps, yep. supercross, motocross. That's it. Never done any oh. off road. I've never done like Beaumont Hills. <laughs> nothing like that. I've never done it. Yeah, I've seen Randy single tracking out in Texas, so he would like this stuff out yeah, here. Yeah, I know Randy does. Randy single tracks. He's got that CRF street bike. He's got um, uh, he's got an e bike. Randy's two wheels guy. Like two yeah. wheels. Yeah, you think two wheels? Two wheels. It is my deal for sure. So yeah, any anything on two wheels is fun. For uh, sure. And we're, um, we're trying to make we're trying to make some plans, Randall, for you to come out here, right, mm-hmm. for the show. I think. You, uh, yeah, I would love to do that. Hopefully, yeah, I would love okay. to do that. Yeah, come on by um, co-host. Yeah, if you if, yeah, all you need to do is just basically. Uh, cover my airfare and put me in a hotel like you do everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some appearance money? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, mm-hmm. we need to hammer uh, out no. this Michelin contingency for the world vets. Let's, let's figure it out. Yeah. You know, I tell you what we really need to figure out. I need to leverage it into a uh, – Kiefer's got a whole garage full of bikes. I need to come ride that with you guys. There you go. Boom. Yeah, Galdi. Now we're talking. Galdi's already trying to lock down the uh, 450 again, the Yamaha 450 for him, the world okay. champion, Galdi. Yeah. So. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want one of those. Noof is trying to claim a Cowie. <laughs> so. Yeah, I would rather have, uh, I'd rather have Aiden's uh, YZ125. I'd rather have that. Yeah, so. yeah really, right. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's more my speed. So, All right, well, listen, hey, yep. thanks for letting me call in and, and chat with you guys. And, again, check out that promotion. Go to your local dealer or uh, motorcycle 
www.michelinman.com and uh, act now before August 17th. Get you some money back. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Good uh, good redemption for people who are going to buy some tires anyways. Go ahead. It's a maybe an incentive absolutely. for you to buy some tires for sure. So, Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for Randy. your time, Steve. Thank you, buddy. Y'all take care. See Have ya. a good show, man. Yep. Yep. That's Randy Richardson from Easier Michelin. Easier mounting. Always a good feature. Uh, let's uh, let's take our first commercial break here. Adam Cincerillo is coming up. You and Adam go way back. So yeah. that'll, be, that'll be fun 65, to, yeah, to have you guys talk yeah. about each other. Uh, he's from, uh, you're from Delan. 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 He uh, is from Port Orange. He is from Port Orange, which is yeah. how far? 20 minutes. Yeah. Tops. yeah. It's, it's close, yeah. right? On the, uh, on the East Coast. I used to go Florida. riding with them literally like on 60s, 50s. Yeah. Like four to six, we would travel together. Like, But he's younger than you. Yeah. So, yeah, you kind yeah, of. I think he's two years younger than me. Is that it? I thought it would be more. Maybe three. Okay. How old is he? 24? I don't know. We can figure it I out. I don't even really count the years uh, anymore, so who knows? <laughs> Justin Starling in studio here. Adam Cincerillo, Christian Craig, Jason Thomas coming up here shortly. We'll take a commercial break here. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Philip, give me a kiss, baby. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening... If you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blose uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. 
Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800 440 3559. Mention promo code PulpMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800 440 3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoosMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh visiting roostmx.net and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, roostmx.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? 
Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit WorksConnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, GasGas, and TM. 
from the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Paul Beckshaw presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Adam C. and Cirillo coming up, as well as Christian Craig. And uh, Justin Starling in studio. What up? Thanks for coming in, Justin. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good show, and uh, you're a well-spoken guy. So, it, yeah, works out. I'm only so human. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, by the way, the folks at Motorsport.com, they're on board with us, of course. Uh, and we just give away a Yamaha YZ450. Well, they have worked with the folks at Yamaha, and they are giving away a YZ250, a 2021 YZ250F. Uh, that Yamaha has made a lot of changes to this bike. And uh, so right now you can enter weekly through October 12th, motorsport.com forward slash win. Uh, they got prizes. They got a bike. They got uh, FMF Racing, Vertex, uh, Fly Racing. Uh, lots of guys for that we work with are working with them as well. So they got weekly prizes, and they got a $100 gift card as well. And uh, so go there and uh, find out how to win a YZ250F 2021 motorsport.com forward slash win for more information at those guys. So I'm going to be promoting that all week or all uh, summer long, I think. And uh, also Pulp Mix Fantasy Marks. We are getting fired up for that. We got nine rounds of fantasy going on. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I'm looking forward to it. Outdoors are fun, man. Outdoors are, outdoors yeah. Are and Starling, you play, right? I play it. Yeah. I picked myself last year at WW and I DNF, DNF'd. That was rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that you picked yourself, though. I did, because I, I, like I felt that. good good right. going into it, and it just wasn't my day, and I had some issues, and um, it was over. It happens. 
What about uh, Dan Truman com- calling you and running over to you and checking on you all the time? Yeah, I actually got a text uh, while I was actually like quite a few texts while I was in uh, Salt Lake. Like, hey, how you feeling today? Feeling? And I'm like, I usually don't text back. Like, I usually don't sit on my phone between practice and night show. And uh, when I got back from the heat race, I will go through and check my phone and. Dude, he had like five messages, like, message me back, message me back. Like, how are you feeling? That doesn't sound like Dan. <laughs> no. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the Dan that well, we Well, I, I did like fourth in the heat. So he, he texted me again, like, after he's like, all right, cool. It was a good idea to like take a gamble on you. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> he, uh, if you need anything from his bike, make sure he picks you. He'll go get you whatever you need. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. He's, but you'll have to be on his team. Yeah. Uh, so Pulp Mex Fantasy starting up weekly prizes. And, uh, of course, we're giving away another two Yamahas, uh, one for the motocross winner and one for a random draw as well. And if you sign up, we might send you emails when there's not races yeah that was i, I woke up and You're i looked welcome. at it and i was like uh wait what <laughs> what am i missing here i forgot to reschedule the race um so the automated email is based off of the time the deadline for that race right and obviously i didn't reset the deadline for for that race to the new one so everyone got an email i got a lot of messages yeah i said don't forget don't, don't forget to make your happened? picks right. and i was like wait for what just trying to keep <laughs> everyone uh keep everyone ready yeah keep fantasy on the mind i think it worked yeah, so people check it out. Uh, sign up. We can. Uh, we'll take in sign ups. We still got five dollars off. We still doing it? Uh, Is that over? I think it's over. Okay. All right. Never mind. I'll, so just I'll, sign- I'll get on that and confirm. Just sign up for outdoors if you can. Paul Max Fantasy and outdoors are funner, more fun because of uh, you know you got you got two moto guys are going to get scores no mm-hmm. matter what. You don't you know, guys aren't going to miss mains. You know what I mean? You know yeah. who's in the race and everything else. So, yeah. Um, That's kind of where Jerry and I became friends because I was in Europe bowling and i was pretty drunk i'm not gonna lie and i picked him and it was at millville uh-huh. so that's like yeah, his home, home thing, track yeah, yeah and he was killing it and then his bike blew up yep and i remember t- sending him a tweet like man you jerried me <laughs> and like i had like a picture of beer and i was like this is what i'm doing to you know throw it back and that's kind of where we became friends yeah. Kind of funny. Like, it was cool. Yeah. You know, but yeah. <laughs> we bring people together. Yeah. That's what yeah, we do. That, that's yeah. what we do. Yeah. I always appreciated Starling, too. Like, uh, uh, if you text him, and you're like, how you feeling? Sometimes you said, hey, I, I got a short shoulder. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, you're like, honest. I'll be straight up right, honest right, with you. Right. You know, like, but, if But a lot of guys are like, dude, I feel like I feel great because that's they're what They're all going to tell you right, that. Right, right. And I know how the pulp thing is. And it's like, I remember someone tweeted me. Uh, so my first day back was Tampa yeah. on the bike. Yeah. Like I hadn't rode. I got hurt in Denmark for like three weeks before that. Right. And, uh, the guy from Den and pipe podcast, it was like, I got you on my thing. And I literally tweeted him back. I'm like, don't do it. Bad idea. <laughs> Today's my first day back on the bike. I'm literally barely making yeah. it through the day. Yeah. I landed off the heat race, finish line, fin- the checkered flag in seventh. The first thing I thought of was I just screwed this guy. <laughs> I got back to the I got back to the rig and I sent him a tweet and I was like I am so sorry, sorry for making. I literally the that was the first thing I did was I tweeted him like and I was like I'm so sorry. I brought him a jersey to did you Dallas really? the next weekend. I'm like dude, I am I'm sorry and I had him pick me there crashed out <laughs> and i was like yeah man i'm just not your guy for this i'm sorry but that's how pulp max fantasy works yeah good guy starling though i like that yeah driving like, people crazy man i i enjoy it it's like cool like i get a lot of questions about pulp and stuff like that and like i i think it's cool and people do take it pretty seriously but they also have fun with it yeah. it's just like me the outdoors i have fun when i do the pulp you yeah. know the fantasy and outdoors yeah and man if someone's gonna ask me i'm gonna answer yeah, I feel bad. I didn't like the literally the day that right you know Dan was messaging me. Yeah. I did, wasn't on my phone that yeah. day, but usually I'm always like I'm right there. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you yeah. if I'm feeling good, if I'm feeling bad. Like 
I when, like I it. when I rode the 150 round in Salt Lake, people were like, oh, I'm going to pick you. I'm like, dude, I'm going to practice 250. Yeah. I'm doing this as a practice yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Don't pick me. Yeah, yeah. Like, do not. People are like, oh, you were just, you know, kidding. And I'm, they picked me. And I'm like, I told you not to do that. So it's not my fault, you know. Starling gets on and, and chats with people in the chat room, too. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, like, wow. during outdoors, yeah. that's what yeah, I was yeah, doing. Yeah. Like, I was literally going on there and talking the whole time. And <laughs> people were digging. Yeah. It. It cool. Have you won any prizes? Have you no. Ever done it? no you've never Nothing. Done I've never done good. <laughs> yeah, I think my best finish was, like, 2.30. Okay. But that was it. Everything yeah, yeah. else, I'm 1,600 or something. I don't remember where I finished, but it was not good. Pulp Mix Fantasy. Yeah, that's what yeah. we do. I'm going to play again this year, do. though. Always. Um, motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Vertex Pistons, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Pulp Mix 20 is the code to save at worksconnection.com. OGO Power Sports, whether it's a backpack, whether it's a bag, their old 9800 that pretty much everybody has, or their new one, the rig bag. Uh, email us using the contact form on pulpmix.com, and we'll pass it on to the folks at OGO, and they'll give you a deal on uh, on a bag of, of whatever bags. you need. Yeah, they're great. Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA looking for a wheel truer. Uh, please contact them on social media. LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Works Chassis Lab as well on board. Firepower guys, Kyle Chisholm. Using firepower out there, GDR Honda up in Canada. We're using firepower. You got, I got me a you battery. Hooked up. I got yeah. you hooked up with firepower. I uh, Tristan Lane got some firepower stuff. So guys are using and it. And he'll use it to the test. Too. Yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah. Uh, firepower committed to offering superior products with over 50 years of experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing firepower. Wide variety of chains and uh, firepower featherweight, featherweight lithium batteries, all backed by a two-year warranty. Firepowerparts.com. Did you put your battery in and everything? And, and, and you, are you good to go? Bike's not together yet, okay. but that is one of the first all things. Right. That's actually like the one of the first things I do is I always like I was buying those things with AJ and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're super good. Nah, and they're lightweight too, and yeah. they work really good. So, yep. um, thanks to those guys as well. Uh, Motorcycle industry jobs uh, job of the week. Uh, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. As I said, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, the only job board both specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. The job of the week is uh, based out of Colorado. It's a full-time job. It is with Jet Development Group, mm. and it's with Dinos. product yeah. development. Um, I think they have a dyno, too. Do they? Okay. I've heard of them. It's a, uh, they're seeking a product developer in Windsor, Colorado. As a product developer, you're responsible for constantly challenging the status quo and delivering innovative solutions for the customers. This position requires tenacious attention to detail. I'm out. I'm out of that. Uh, focus under pressure and commitment to an iterative and collaborative approach with other design and development team members. Sounds like a really big deal. Um, yeah, you got to review CE certifications and stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. Very attention to detail. Yeah, very much very. so. Very. So please check them out. If you're in Colorado or you want to move to Colorado, Windsor, Colorado, product developer for Jet Development Group, please check them out. And uh, that's the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com job of the week. Uh, thanks to those guys as well. Uh, they've, they, uh, they've been... Uh, and they do products for Fly, Moose, Zools, and a bunch of other industry Okay, it's bags. not so, what I think yeah, it is. it's not what Never you thought mind. it was. Right. Yep. Uh, so thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, uh, yeah, I'll upload your resume for free today on there. Uh, all right, Adam Cincerillo, Christian Craig coming on the show. Justin Starling in studio here. Starling, so we've covered this a little bit uh, on some different shows, but you started the year with Chaparral Honda. 
uh, our buddy Michael Lindsay was uh, was on. I get asked this just as much as Wife Swap. Yeah, really, right? Uh, and then, of course, you left them, uh, went, went to AJE, who you wrote for before. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't have the Supercross year you wanted, um, but uh, what was it like with that switch, and how was it and everything else? Uh, the switch was pretty easy just because it was pretty much going back to the bike that I rode for three years. Um, other than it had new suspension company and new engine company. But, uh, yeah, Switch was super easy. Yep. It was like kind of going back home. Yep. I was there for two years. From Michael that, was fine with it. As yeah. You explained, yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, we're still fine now. Yeah. You know, um, there was never any hard feelings or anything. It was from the beginning. His thing was if something better comes up, take it. Yeah. And um, that was really nice for us, you know, because we weren't really feeling like we were stuck or anything like that or mm-hmm. anything. It's like if there wasn't something that was working, I could go somewhere else. And I had an option to go somewhere else and it was something I was really familiar with and the beginning of the season was filled with injuries and all that stuff so it was but, like But that wasn't really the team's fault that was you know like you said you No, right, right, no right. and I've, I've tried to make it super clear that it was nothing to do with Michael right. or the bike or anything yep. like that was all great yep. it just had you know I had a, a situation that was going to take me further um, and going back to something that was like home to me and, and all that and it was I had I had to take it. A spot it. for next year, potentially, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was something that I just had to do. Um, yeah, and I mean, me and Michael are fine now. Like, right. we get along. We, I talked to him two days ago. You know, yeah. like, it's, we're totally cool. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people were like, oh, why'd you leave, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, it's like, we were given that option to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah Jer- Jerry left, you know. Yeah, yeah. and if, if something better to, was to come, and right. I, I did that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think I did anything wrong. Uh, a lot of people did see wrong in it, and I was kind of bummed on that. Yeah, and I yeah. think also Michael was too. But he even told me on the phone, I was like, man, it's kind of like every man for himself through this pandemic and everything. Like, yeah. you kind of you got to do what's best for you. We understand. And it was better for him, I think, to have less riders as well just because of the pandemic and all yeah. that, you know. So. I think it was good for everyone I, and, you know, I, at the end of the day. Michael's coming in here. He's been co-host a few times yeah. and everything else. I feel so bad for him. You know, you know, he started this team. So much work, you know, trying to put together a shoestring budget. His number one guy blows, gets hurt. Yeah. You get hurt. Jerry Jerry, hurt. Jerry underperforms and yeah. gets hurt. Like, nothing went right for Michael Lindsay and the Chaparral Honda guys. It like, was just nothing. It was just 2020 sucks. Yeah. That's all yeah. I really can say. It was just a bad year. I mean, I haven't scored. I only have 46 points right now. Yeah. And that's the... I haven't had that many points since... Least amount of points. Yeah, yeah least yeah. amount of points since 2014. Really? I, yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. sad, you right. know, and, and it's really disappointing. And, you know, it... it You're going to be up there in the 70s again, I bet. Well, outdoors. Yeah, yeah, No, true. I'm doing outdoors this yeah. year, so uh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just it was just a bad year for everyone. Um, yeah. I feel really bad for him, but I also it's the same for every team, right. you know, and he just got plagued with more injuries than anyone else yeah. had kind of hoped for he went from five dudes to one yeah absolutely because no, literally I, when the when the pandemic came i was the only rider he, he hires lemay to fill in lemay breaks his thumb on press day yeah like four laps in right yeah right. It, it was just if anything can go bad it went yeah. bad yeah. and that really sucked and then i saw like when i left people were like oh this team must not be good and i'm like no yeah, the team's yeah. No, good. It, like it, it the definitely bike made was, Michael look yeah, bad. Yeah, and sure. I and I tried like I went on vital and everything even to make sure like people knew like man it wasn't anything because of that yep. like it wasn't there was just a a better option for me to take and if he wants to fill that spot for someone else then that's great for someone else to come in you know and I'm not just taking up a spot you know like yeah. it was it was going to be good yep. you know and, and I think in the long run it was good. Um, because when you went to Salt Lake, you know he it was he was a mechanic at yeah. one of them. You're yeah. at all of them, yeah, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I think if anything, it was really good for him to lose a guy, and then it was good for AJE to gain a guy because they ended up losing two yeah, guys. Yeah. So, weird way it uh, works. 
outdoors, you're going to be more on your own. Yeah, uh, four fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah. Uh, after Jacob got hurt, um, you know, and then Keelan getting hurt, it was kind of like maybe we should just go on for next year, you know, and don't rush anything. Don't try to go out and do yeah. this whole season with one guy or trying to do a fill-in guy here. Like, it just didn't make sense. So I just told him, like, hey, look, I'm going to do a project bike on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm going to have another bike to race. And I'm going to go do some fun ones because I also want to go do donations. Yep. So, um, yeah, you, you, Puerto Rico for Puerto yeah, Rico. You've done that yeah. for a couple of years. Yep. Um, it won't be the same for sure, but it'll nope, be cool to it's go. Gonna be, and yeah. I think that it almost yeah. makes it kind of more fun just to see what it's actually going to be right, like, right, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, just going to kind of do it on my own, kind of do it for fun, um, and then just basically get ready for next year. And also, you know, if everything works and I go to AJE again, um, they can start preparing yep. instead of trying to go through the outdoor season with one guy that's not yep. going to be on the podium. Right. You know? For you, and, and I've given this speech so many times, I've done the Privateer podcast with you and other guys, and... Like, you're in a better spot than a lot of the guys I talk to as far as privateers because you're in every main event. Mm-hmm. You're pushing towards the top 10 or in the top 10. You, Although you know, I missed the shootout this year. Yeah. Uh, dude, that was pretty gnarly to, though, to, do, to make. Oh, I almost like, hole-shotted. Yeah. And then flew off the track, and then it was like, oh, that's I over. I remember that. Yeah. Um, LCQ, not Heat. Heat, I was way back. But, but um, Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. No. I got someone tweeted me saying that I interrupt too much. No, you're fine. Or not Instagram message, whatever. Yeah, you're you're fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so one of the things, like, uh, you're you're a bigger guy, you're a veteran. You're not getting picked up by Mitch. You're not getting picked up Too by old. Star Yamaha, right? So just go four fifties. Yeah, like, that's, just do that's that. Definitely, the purse money is so much better. And I only ride a two fifty on East or West Coast. Right. I never ride it the rest of the year. Yeah. And I mean, you look at Monster Cup this year. I ran six in the last moto until the last, like on the last lap. Yeah. And I had to take Joker Lane, you know. But like, I went fourteen ten nine. So my speed is there. Yeah. Um, and all that. I'm a way better four fifty guy. There's just no four fifty spots. That's I know, the only but, issue. But and, I mean, but you can still, you know, like, like I, I look back at like, it's two thousand dollars to make a main event, right? Yeah. Uh, for twentieth. Yeah. After that, it's a little Plus bit less contingency. Yeah. And, yeah. So you're still. You know, if you're in California, there's eight rounds in California. You're making all of those main events. I would think you make, you know, 15 out of 17 or 17 out of 17 in my eyes. Yeah. And you are making $2,000 a weekend and contingency and everything else. You're, you're spending some money, of course. The California rounds, you're going to probably make on a Saturday. You're going to make uh, $2,000 a week, clear. You mm-hmm. know, after your $1,000 expenses, $2,000 profit. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, yeah I want to. Throw the really, bike on. Throw the bike on Teddy. Teddy Park's experience. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not opposed to building something, you know, and and going that route, um, you know. But it just you're a personable guy. Like I think your sponsors like you. Yeah, you know? I think yeah. it'd be really cool. Uh, I think I could build something that would be awesome. Um, I I really want to go 450. Yeah, like that's my ultimate goal. Yep. Um, yeah, the 250 has been great. I've got a top five. Uh, I've seventh at a triple crown. I've got yeah. multiple top tens. Um, you know, my best finish in the heat's a second, but like I've won LCQs. I've, I've done all that and it's been great. Yeah. Um, unfortunately I, I think it goes to like the me and Blos thing. We're just old <laughs> and, uh, and at the end of the yeah. day, Blos is slaying finishes right now yeah. and you don't see him going and getting picked up no, by Geico or anything like it's, that it's, because it's just, well, they want younger dudes. Well, and, and even if they wanted Blos or you, even if they wanted you guys, they're so locked in with their next 14-year-old and 13-year-old and 12-year-old, they don't have room. And ultimately, in a fill-in dude, they're going to pick someone young. You know, in the 450 class, they're going to pick someone like us. And, you know, I'm I'm just in that that situation right now, and I'm really close with Tony at AJE, and and we're working on something, you know, but I'm not opposed to going 450. I'm not not against it. I'm not sitting here if me and Tony 
don't for some reason come up with something yep. going that route right. I, I I will go you, right. if you see me next year and it's not on an AJE motorcycle it's going to be on a 450, 450. yeah you know, 100% I, I, uh, especially you, you're a hustler you go overseas a lot you race yeah. overseas you chase money that's yeah. how you make your living so you know hustling is a 450 supercross right? yeah, you know, yeah. and I mean every time I rode a 450 in a 450 right. uh, like the uh, yeah. supercross I've made every main yeah I've never missed one no no for sure um you uh, you still got your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, Germ- over in Europe. Yeah. She's in Germany? Yeah. So you race over there a lot. That must be gone. Like, wh- those aren't happening? Yeah, I mean, I well, she's, not, the, she's, I not, saw- she's not my girlfriend right now. The oh. pandemic everything's going, like, oh, kind of rough oh, on things. Do we, call, do we need to call Kiefer? <laughs> do we need to call Kiefer? No, no, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's been tough. It's, it's super yeah. tough because, yeah, I don't see her, Yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, I haven't seen her in two and a half months three right. months now right. and i don't know when i will yeah. you know so i mean that's kind of like there you know right. but yeah it's a it's a sticky situation with that but yeah with no so race the, in the, europe the adac thing is is done right yeah this year it's, it's gone done. yeah so, they've already planned for next year what Dutch supercross all of it gone so what and, and uh geneva's gone yeah. uh paris i think will be next they're I, trying I to do that one in temp temper or whatever Tempera, where, yeah Finland, yeah they're trying to do that one still yeah i think that, but i don't i yep. still don't know how that's gonna happen i saw I, we that. can't fly there so yeah yep yeah I, how's that gonna i happen? have no yep. idea i can't i can't go to europe right. so i don't know how they could even plan on doing anything and if they do it yeah they're just gonna be finland guys yeah. like there's yep. no way that anyone else is traveling a ray is gonna sneak in a luggage compartment yeah but um i so, sent them a message like yeah. hey there's no other races going on if you guys want me to come and yeah. it's possible like i'm in right so for a guy like you, like how much financially, how much is this going to hit you? Say you say you can't race over there. Like I'm good right now. Yeah. Like I'm all right. I'm not sitting here like oh my god, I got to pinch pennies. No, no. Um, but I'm saying like if you miss, how much money are we talking? If there's no German slash Euro races yeah, for you, grand? fifty grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean just on average, right? You know, yeah, so like yeah, god, that not, sucks. Yeah, good. You know, yeah. and like I just won the Dutch Supercross, so I have good start money there. Yep. I can't even. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. So you so. most likely you're going to be taking a huge hit for your year. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely a huge hit. Um, but we have to plan for taking huge hits, mm-hmm. just in general. So I don't just go out and blow my money, right, you know, and stuff right. like that. But uh, yeah, sucks. Sucks really bad. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I think for a guy like you, like yeah, that's just, this is how you make your livelihood, right? You, yeah. you chase dollars and you you you, you ride the races. And yeah. You do to make money. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's rough. It's rough, uh, uh, and, and and also I love traveling and racing. Yeah. So that fun part sucks that you that you lose a year because, like I said, I'm 27. Yeah. I only have seven more years, maybe. Right, you know, right. like if, if this stuff. So. Yep. It sucks when you lose one because it's just like, ah, oh, well, you can't get that back. You yeah. know, you can't just like, oh, delay it. Yeah. You're still training and riding, so your body's still going through what it would normally go through. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. No, it's it's got to be. Yeah, it's brutal, man. Um, yeah. For a guy like you, Justin Starling in studio, uh, Adam Cerullo, Christian Craig coming up here shortly. We had Kiefer on, Randy Richardson, of course. Uh, Jason Thomas will come on as well. We'll talk a little bit about that Bloss situation, Benny Bloss out with, out, of, out of that team for the summer. Uh, hopefully he can pick something up. Um, so you mentioned Jerry a few times. I'm a fan of Jerry. Me too. I like Jerry. I love Jerry. Why does Jerry Jerry, though? You know, Why, Jerry, what's your theory with his Jerry? His speed. A lot of people want to know. Yeah, his speed is unbelievable. Of course. he's He is so Al- fast. Although, I felt like this year he lost some of his blazing speed. I think, speed. and I've talked to them, talked to him about this a lot, and, and he'll agree on it, too. And I actually wish, I hope he's listening, because I'd love for him to call in. Um, he went from focusing on fast to longevity. Right. And if you look at longevity in a moto, if he doesn't crash, like he's good to the end. Yeah. Like he's really good. I think that sometimes he he tries too hard and he wants it so bad 
that mistakes happen. I don't think it's anything to do with like, you know, Jerry's going to Jerry, like nothing, nothing's like that. He wants it so bad. Like that guy has so much drive. He's up every morning at six running, you know, or cycling or something. The dude told me to put like 200 miles in this week so far, just cycling. And then he's on running on top of that, you know, 40 minutes a day. And then he's out there training with Ferrandis right now, just doing all the motos with him. And then Ferrandis isn't even riding. He's worked with DV. He worked with DV yeah, for a little bit. He is, is right now. Oh, he is? And then, like, then on top of it, you got Thursday and Fridays when Ferrandis is going to ride this week. But Jerry went and put motos in this morning. Right. Like, he wants it bad. Yep. And I admire that, you know. And, like, I try to put myself around him as much as I can because that's the type of people you want to surround yourself sure. with. Um, yeah, I think he just, when he gets to the races, he just wants it so bad that he maybe needs to learn how to like just calm calm down a little yeah. bit and just relax and go with the flow instead of being like I made a mistake in this moto and get super frustrated mm-hmm. and then it kind of just derails the whole thing. I know he was working with a psychologist for a little bit. Yeah, he, he uh, dude the dude is like he's awesome. Yeah. He's a great dude to be around. Right. He's a lot of fun. He's super fast. Crazy talented. <laughs> if he can put a day together, he's unreal. He just needs to, I think just needs to Calm down a bit, yeah, and the results will show. I don't look. He, we saw him last year in his van, KTM, do great, mm-hmm. whole shot Unadilla, you know, like he's all this fit. stuff. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he's he, fit. He, he had some good races, yeah. But then, you know, he gets this ride with Michael, and I get it. It's a Honda, and it's a different bike, and it's an aluminum frame, steel frame. But dude, he, he just seemed like he like when you put pressure on him, that was it for him. Yeah, right? I don't, I don't, I, and I know. and I saw a lot of the things and heard a lot of the stuff like he doesn't work well in a team environment or something like that. I don't think that's the case yeah. at all. I think he just was like, okay, I'm here, I want it. Like this right here is what I've been working on. Yeah, I got to do it. It didn't work. That happens, you know. Yeah. Like it's not always going to be perfect. Um, I mean, my first year on a team, I was just derailing yeah. everywhere you know like it, you just don't it just don't think about it you know yeah. you just get yeah. you get so excited i think now he's learned from that and if you put him on another team now i think he'll be fine yeah you know right. if he can take that pressure off him of doing the bike work and then washing this and then prepping this and and then training and then riding and if you could just let that guy go ride a motorcycle yeah Man, I just—I uh, would love to see what he can do. I hated the fact that because I'm—I'm Team Jerry for yeah. sure. I've—I've I've helped him. I've you know hooked him up with sponsors, and I like the kid. But when you get a shot like that, like you don't get too many shots of that, Jerry. So, no, you—you you you don't. Know, you know that. Yeah, yeah. you don't. Right. And it's—it's it's tough. I mean, luckily, like I have some decent Supercross results, and people know like I'm gonna be in the main event. Right. So that helps my case. Yeah. Um. But when it comes to, like that raw speed, oh, the, the, you and Jerry couldn't be any dip more. Different. We're You're so solid. different. You're solid, like unspectacular. Get the results. Jerry's blinding fast. Crash. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. You like guys are... in the in the main event. Uh, the I think it was like the last East round that we had before it was shootout or showdown. Sorry, uh, dude, he was running me down. Yeah. Like I was just trying to be smooth around the track, and I looked back and I was like, "Yo, he's coming," you know, <laughs> and like. I look back again, like two laps later, and like I was like, "Yep, you're on me. Like you're definitely going faster." Next lap, gone. Yeah, and he's on the ground. On yeah, the loops. yeah. Oh, he, I was in Salt Lake. I was all there for the Cody Shock Jerry Starling battles. Like, well, I, did you I, see Jerry I, run me over too? I don't think I saw that. No, oh, there's not. No, you probably saw it. Mike. Like that, it was good. Jerry ran you over. Oh well, I, so I, yeah. I cut to the inside. It was the mud race, yeah. the first one okay. that we had that yep. had all the ghost right. holes everywhere. Yep. I hugged the inside in the second corner, and I tried to, like, push wide, like, because it was shock when I was trying to pass. And this was second corner, literally. I pushed a little wide, but didn't touch him or anything. I gave, yeah. There was a big big gap. Yeah. And I roll over, and uh, 
luckily he rolled too, so I'm like, cool, I got the pass because I have yeah. the inside for the next corner. I get landed on by Lucrucio. Because okay. he jumps just between us, but just enough yeah. into me. Yeah. And I go down, and the first person that just runs me over is Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> and then Jerry goes over me and then crashes in the blows. And I'm like, wow, full circle right there. There Michael, it is. Michael Lindsay just retired. Yeah. Just, we were just, all sitting yeah. in. And the yeah. best part was is uh, we were like this. So, like, um, Michael's here. AJ's yeah. here. Yeah. We have the, we're looking at each other yeah, the entire yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. In the pits. That yeah. weekend, yeah. my bike... Jerry's bike underneath AJE. Cross. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blow. And we're all just sitting there like, did that just happen? You're like, hey. Like, really? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. like, Blos and um, Shock go to the main event. Yep. Jerry and I are in the LCQ. Right. And we're just like, God, like, what yeah. are we doing? Right. You know? And then Jerry gets landed on. He's out. I, I luckily won the LCQ, but it was just like, what's going yeah. on here, uh, you know? Yeah, Shock and Jerry got into it a bunch. Like, they were kind of running into each other a little bit, you know? Not, were they? Not, yeah, not not badly, but just finding each other on the track. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, which I, I, which I, I was yeah. I was sitting there going, oh, Michael Lindsay's just sitting yeah. there going, oh, God. Um, let's get this phone call here. We got a... Uh, and Shock's got a ton of speed, too. Yeah, yeah, know? Shock's like a mini Jerry. Yeah, if not he can... Fast, if he can but, yeah. Another one, if he can just <clears> calm yeah. down, he's going to be really good. Mike, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, what's happening? Um, hey, I got... Kind of two questions. Um, my first one is, do you know how to uh, how a guy gets into lot B for this double header at Redbud? Well, they have a lot B. I don't know. I know they're going to have amateur day, so I know that that you know uh, that, that if you if you ride amateur day, if you bring a bike and sign up, and then if you have a bike there, you can watch the races. Fantastic, because that's what we're doing for our wedding anniversary. Oh wow! Oh wow. hell yeah! Oh, check check that my out. My second question. My second question is for uh, Starling, actually. Hey, how would you fix the 250 Supercross classes? Is there something wrong with them? Well, Steve's always ranting and raving about how you guys get points and this, that, and everything else. Oh, the fact these guys get points is, is just is – just, uh, Yeah, that's one thing we don't agree on because that's how I get my points. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's really a way you can – I think it's fine. I mean, it's a regional – division class you know so i think at the end of the day it's it's not the premier class but i mean for me looking at it i i think it's fine i mean i i had this talk with uh with Thule and pelletier and those guys in salt lake about like the 250 class and i personally think it's okay i mean uh it's not the premier class it's a it's a stepping stone class um for the the se the series it is but for teams they don't look at it like that but you can't make one full season well, out of it either. Whatever you need to do, it's it, the class is half pregnant right now. You got you got thirty year old guys taking dives to stay down, so oh, they yeah. so they can get practice times. Yeah, they pay you guys full points, so your seventh is equal to seventh in the four fifties. Yeah. I, I don't get that. There's there's guys making half a million dollars yeah. in that class. Yeah. Now I get it. That's fine. Cool. No problem. I don't have a problem with that. There should be a cap on it. Well, just don't. Don't make it so like well, oh it's a learning class. If that's gone, that is no. gone. I'm just saying how how they the Supercross looks at it. That's how it is. But like for teams, it's not that way. But if if that's how they should look at it, there should be a cap on pay or it, something like. I agree, be, but you'll never be able to enforce that. You can no, never enforce that. No, there'll always be a way. Yeah, always no. be a but way. But so what I'm saying is, you want to have the regional classes. That's cool because there's more jobs for riders and mechanics, which is always a good thing. I'm fine with that. Um, but just say to these guys, look. Uh, you 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 can you can stay in there forever, no problem. Race yeah. there forever, or once you get to five hundred points or four hundred points or some number, you yeah. are gone. They're, so they're they're talking about stuff like yeah, this. Yeah, we so don't they're, care. They're trying to make something because I think 
the the Martin thing made a bit of a right. It stirred some stuff. Well, and McElrath took a dive, and yeah. So now no, you're. No, he hurt his back. Yeah, he he rode Daytona on he, a 450, but he hurt his back. Three. No, he rode 250 that weekend. More cool. Was it 250 mm-hmm. in 450 class? Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you more cool with Martin doing it because he like straight up said what he was doing versus the way um, McElrath did it last year? Yes, or, I, or anybody, or yeah. Savachi, or Marty, or any of these other guys that have that have taken dives. I absolutely like at least come out and just be like, just be sure. Yeah, man, I don't want to point out. So, yeah. but like, think about this: you hire your 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 GoPro Red Bull TLD team or Geico Honda. You write all this money to a team, and the guy's not racing. And he's perfectly healthy. How yeah. does that write? Well, or how does that make someone, any sense? Yeah, don't sign someone if you know they're going to point out. Or no. there's a possibility. I don't know. That's just right. my opinion on right. it. Like, no, otherwise, no. you're going to lose money on the guy. Like, it's like Tickle. Like, Tickle had to do the 450 team with Pro Circuit yeah. because they had a contract, right? Yeah. So well, At least he didn't take a dive. Right. No, no. You know? No, for like, sure. And, and so, to me, anytime you have a championship series and guys are taking dives to stay down in it. It's broken. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Fix it. You know, however you want to do it. And like I said, for me, I think you either say, okay, no pointing out. You can stay there forever. And if you have a shitty – like if if Justin Barsha has a couple of crappy years in 450s and he can get a ride in the 250 class, go down. You yeah. know what I mean? Like who cares? Yeah. So have it that way. Mm-hmm. Or, listen, I don't care how many titles you win or how many good you are. You reach 300 points, 400 points, whatever it is, you are gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that is it. You're I think gone. five, six hundred is pretty good. Whatever that's, it is, that's a, that's about an average season. Because I mean, you're, you're well. It's actually a little bit longer because you're only if someone that's really good is what like one fifty points. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, maybe five hundred. Whatever it is, I just don't like it the way it is. Then now. and then at least teams know to sign this guy or not to sign this guy. Right. You know, like uh, injuries, you have to take that right. risk. But yep. Because if you think about it, if you're just like you and I, we know the difference. But for the casual viewer and the average fan watching the races. Is there any difference between a 250 win and a 450 win? Now you and I know that that is miles different. That is Huge. that is that is you win a 450 Supercross, you are a bad dude. Yeah. 250 Supercross, not so much. Yeah. But you think about it, it's on TV. There's always an asterisk to it too. Yeah, you, you, it's on TV. You're racing against half the competition. That's yeah. It's it's on TV. It's promoted the same. You get the interviews. You're on live TV. Geico's getting as much exposure as Monster is as mm-hmm. for Eli Tomac. There's no difference. There's actually no difference in the classes presentation-wise. Yeah. So why wouldn't you just ride the 250 class? Yeah. Just stay down there. Why do I want to so, move so up? So you get Tuesday's paycheck, and then you're like, well, oh. But these guys don't care. The <laughs> yeah. top guys don't care. No, they they, you know? they don't care about that money at all. So right. Then they realize it's going in their accounts. Right. They don't even see it. Like, oh, yeah. J-Mart, you won $1,200 tonight. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, great. You know. Cool. So yeah, Mike, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of, um, lot of rules that I would do, but I would one thing I would do is change it from the way it is now. Yeah. For sure. So. I just don't know how or how you can really do it. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. that's something I'd have to sit there and really talk about it with those guys to even understand it. Because yeah. it's all – there's stuff that we don't know how they have to run their series, you know, like for Feld or this and that. We don't know that, I, you know. I just – I just it's, but, it's like, easy to do. Just All three of us can agree that there needs to be, like, an east-west, so that way there's no jobs eliminated or anything like that. Well, no, but there doesn't need have- to be, but I think that it's good. You know, I think it's good. Right. I, th- I think it's cool to do it that way because at least it g- brings excitement to the 250 class halfway through the season where sometimes after a few rounds it's kind of like, oh, okay, like you're just the same guy. So when you get a whole new group of riders, it's pretty cool. 
Um, yeah. And also injuries or something like that. Like, but but you know, like the Nationals are 250 class combined, right? Yeah. It's, it's, and that's pretty fucking cool too yeah. to have all the guys there on the line. I mean, when you got 25 factory riders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? So, I, I I mean, honestly, I would if I could wave a magic wand and think about it, I would make a 250 class that is um, uh, one class all year long, 12 rounds. Okay. I leave the 450 class the way it is. I would make a 450B main, and I would pay that pretty good. I'd pay it better than 250s, and I would pay it, make a B main, and then you have that championship. And, hey, man, it's like an MX3 series. Like, oh, this guy won the 450B like main supercross series. MX Nations. Right. Yeah. And then what happens is the 450 teams can pick a guy out of the 450B main that they want to hire for the factory team, quote-unquote, and – the incentive to win the B main is is the incentive to win the A or to to get into the A main is still great enough money wise prestige wise that you're not going to take a dive to right. go to stay into in the 450B class. Yeah. So that that to me and that gets riders out of the 250s and yeah. into the 450s where the premier class. I mean, is. look at me. I'm eight years lights rider. Yeah, no, you're ridiculous. It is. <laughs> it so, is. <laughs> so Steve, what if you did this? What if you made? Like a like a 250 entry class that was an east west, and then have the rest of the the factory 250F riders go and participate all year round in Supercross. No, because I think you want to bump everybody. The 450 class is the top of the class, right? That's that's the number one class. 100%. So you want to get people right. there. You want to get everybody there, the best riders and, and everybody else. So so I get it. There's only 22 spots, and if you look at the 450 class, there was like. 18 guys at Anaheim one that had won a race mm-hmm. on, out of 22. I remember that. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. So I get it. It's tough. You know what I mean? To, to do 40 class, but just make a B main. Yeah. Especially when you add triple crowns in there too. Yeah, yeah. You know, 18 I, out of practice. Yeah, that'd be so nice for triple crowns. Give you guys some more time plus something fun to watch. And then yeah. maybe, and then maybe what you do is you tell the teams, look, we are not going to televise the two fifties. Uh, we're going to televise the 450 B mains and the 450 A main and the 450 heats. The next day or two days later, we'll run the 250 class on TV. It won't be live. It'll just be, you know, a package TV. I thought about that. And then that way, Geico and Monster and, all, and, and you know, all these teams that are sponsored 250 teams are like, wow, we want to – I want to go to 450s, even if it's yeah. the B main. Even if it's the then B main. Then team can run a bigger, yeah, bigger yeah, allotment yeah, yeah, of riders yeah. right, more right, personnel. Right, right, right. So – I don't know. I got to work it all through, Mike. That's just off the top of my head. You but I would a five definitely hour show it. based on just that. I know. I know. I just think right now it's broken. It's badly broken, and uh, and it needs to be fixed. It for sure. So yeah, I agree. Because no matter how they do it, you don't want to see someone take a dive. But like, I get it. Like, I get Martin's position, and I, I kind of understand McElrath's position. They just found the loophole. They found the way yeah. to play the system. Yep. It yep. sucks that that exists, though. Like, it sucks that we have to figure out a way to kill that loophole. You know, Nick Way pointed out and moved on up. Larry Ward moved on up back in the day. Uh, these guys do it. They, they just they point out and they move up. Yeah. And they do it the way you're supposed to do it. And whether or not they're ready or not, Tim Ferry won a championship, got booted, and became a privateer rider. You know what I mean? Like, it... it it happens. It can be done. Guys have done it. Like, everyone's so fucking scared of losing their ride. That's why they take these dives. But you know what? You can. You know how you can make more money? You can make more money being Tim Ferry at Monster Cowie than you can being Tim Ferry on Suzuki 125 days. Mm-hmm. Like, like I get it. There's, there's, there's money there. J-Mart's making half a million dollars a year probably. And I get it. But you know how you make more than half a million, J-Mart? You make millions by becoming Adam C. Cirillo or... 
or one of the, whoever these top 450 guys are. I just feel like they should probably be working on their deals if they know that pointing out is possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, next up on the show, brought to you by the folks at Vertex Pistons, uh, two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna's and gas gases now, I guess. Come stock with a Vertex Piston from the factory. Uh, founded years ago in northern Italy, the Vertex is the OEM choice for these OEM guys for their two strokes, and also when you ride a four stroke, they make them in uh, high compression. They make them in uh, replica and GP style configurations, two and four stroke. The best part of the deal is sales at pivotworks.com to save with vertexpistons.com. As again, they're an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, uh, Beta, TM. So please check them out. I just hooked up an uh, uh, industry guy the other day with a deal from the folks at Vertex Pistons, and uh, I'll be putting one in my CR500 as well. So Thanks to Vertex. Uh, they're bringing our next guest on the show. This man uh, is a friend of the show, a friend of Justin Starling's as well. It's Monster Energy Kawasaki's Adam C. Cirillo. What's up, AC? Not a whole lot, guys. How you doing? We're good, man. How do you fix the 250 class? <laughs> How do you do that? Oh, man. That's, that's tough coming from a guy that was there for six years. Yeah, but you were hurt. Yeah, I was. I really did only – I really – I added it up um, – Yep. Sometime when I was done last off season, and it was basically equated to like three and a half years of total racing time. Yeah, yeah. So, the only thing uh, is, when uh, you were there, you were winning. So people look well, at it as like a full season. Yeah, you know, you won races. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I mean, I definitely wasn't winning the whole time. You guys see me in summer of 2016. You could catch me back there in about 16th. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how you fix it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the way it is right now. I don't like Jamar taking dives or McElrath taking dives. I get it. I get it. But what, yeah. you know? Yeah, what, I know. I know. It's not their fault. This no, it's the way it is. Yeah, it's not their fault. No, it's not. I get it. But you know what? Whenever you have a, whenever you're a Geico Honda or a Monster or any of these other teams, you're riding checks to teams, it's, and then your star riders aren't racing. Yeah, like what WTF? You know? Maybe we could do some type of, at the end of every Supercross race, maybe regardless of the uh, outcome, maybe we could do some type of turn the podium into an octagon, and then the guys could uh, beat the shit out of each other, and we get the TV views <laughs> up oh. enough to where we get, to we get more, more teams involved. That way, 250 guys aren't scared to go up and ride for whoever, you know, because they got a spot. Yeah. And then it's six. I and like that. I'm down for and, that. And then we get I the mean, UFC I'll, crowd as well. I like it. We get the but UFC crowd. I'll get my ass beat absolutely 100%, but I'm in. Oh, I like the seven deuce deuce to come up on top of a grappling contest like that. <laughs> I could see it. Incredible. Or the bear. Incredible. Yeah, the bear. The bear oh. in there. Oh god, dude, it's over for these guys. You just posted that photo with what was it, Gringo or yeah, something? Yeah, Gringo. He ran oh, into dude, Gringo. He was ripped. Yeah. The the bear was oh, down in uh, Florida somewhere, AC, and ran into our buddy Gringo. AC, he was really? at Bithlow. Oh. oh, it was Bithlow? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my that's my spot. 1999 Night Series champion right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, right? Um, but yeah, anyways, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, I wish oh. they would do something to it. Um, I just – I don't think you should be able to race it for – I think Marty, God love Marty, he was in there for 12 years. You know what I mean? 13 years. Like, yeah, that's not just – far off. Come on. Scary. You know? And, by the way, I felt so vindicated by yelling and screaming about Marty all those years. Right, and dude, right. he crushed it. He was good. He really was. His whoop speed is R- rookie unreal. of the year, dude. Dude, rookie of the year. Yeah, <laughs> he said he. They they called him up and they were like, "Here's you know you won rookie of the year," and he's like, "Shouldn't Adam win rookie of the year?" <laughs> and they're like, "No, you got more points than him." He's like, "Oh, cool, sweet." <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll take it. No, I yeah, that's awesome. He's pretty uh, sweet. He, he, no, guy. he's a good dude. I just think that you know, um, yeah, like like okay, Adam. 
you made a lot of money in 250 class, okay? But yeah. you are going to make – you just re-upped with Cowie. And don't don't ask yep. me how I know that. I know that. And you re-upped with Cowie. You got gear money. Like, if you win some races, which we all know you can do, and maybe, you know, if everything goes right, you win a championship, you are probably going to triple your 250 earnings. You're going to crush it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean – I agree 100. percent The only, the only, uh, obviously, it's a little bit easier to win in the 250 class. Yes, so of if course. you go to a, the four, if you go to the 450 class and you're you're not running near the front, then you know some guys feel they can make more by a podium or you know winning in the 250 class just from a bonus standpoint. But well, I get yeah, it. I mean, if you have if if you have aspirations to be a top 450 guy. I mean, there's really no comparison at all. If but you really think you can do it, don't don't you have aspirations? Like you know, don't of all course. of you guys have aspirations? This is yeah, what you, this is what you want to do. This yeah. is what you got up for and ride the bicycle for. Everyone has aspirations. You know, all 50s go. Oh, we're gonna just yeah. But think about it. Think about it from. Think about it. I mean, I get that mentality 100. percent But think about the guys that have been doing this their whole lives and you know went to school through sixth grade and they if they don't if they don't make money that where what are they going to do you know they don't that's that's where they're looking at you know that's the standpoint they're looking from wow so it's like whatever i gotta do whatever i gotta do to put some food on the table you know what i mean so mark's added up some points uh ac you finished with 711 points in your 250 career and Mar- okay. Marty has thirteen forty eight. Oh my god <laughs> my goodness wow I think that's I way scored, more than i, I think expected. i scored like I scored like 500 of those points just in 2019, probably. No, fi- what is it, Marks? 500 points? It was 500 points before 2019 total. Yeah. Uh, and then oh, okay. 211 in 2019. 211, okay, yeah. So, all right. Oh, are we just talking about outdoors? No, it's just Supercross. Supercross. Oh, just Supercross, yeah. okay. So, anyways. Gotcha. uh Yeah, anyways. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. I don't know. This may not be a great judge, but when you went by me at Glen Helen on Thursday... Uh, on the track, you were riding very fast, ripping, ripping. Really? So, so I like your odds to like win everything because I couldn't even <laughs> yeah. see you, dude. I couldn't even see yeah. you. Yeah, dude, you were out there late grinding. No, oh, bro, that's what I you do. Were barely, you were you were barely getting the boots on when I was headed out of there. No, that's what I do. I wait till the track gets super rough. You know, that's that's how I get my best that training. Makes in. Sense. Yeah, no, that's, that makes the sense. test for Geico. Uh, Adam blew by me. Did you even know it was me, or did you have any no, idea? No, I didn't. Okay, yeah. I didn't. Adam blew by me around the outside up at the top of the, one of the hills. You know, like you go yeah. you go up the hill, and you just kind of stay to the inside. Yeah. And Adam went around me, around the outside, jumping down the hill, like just. <laughs> I watched him ride at Paula probably three weeks ago now yeah. and was just baffled at how fast he was right. going, and he was the only one not just revving the crap out of his motorcycle. Just no yeah. treading, like right, no right, treading water, right, and I was right. like, "Dude, he's Thanks, going boy. so fast." If, if if my endorsement is anything, you went really, you went by me faster than any other pro that day. I appreciate it. I uh, it's funny that same corner I, I passed you in. I McAdoo and I we've been doing a bunch of motos together. Mm-hmm. I know you love that ram it. Yeah, ram it. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and so I gave him a little bit of time, and I caught him, and it was a, that was the last corner before the, the stop and start time, and I did the same thing. He tried to squ- he tried to protect the inside. And I just went around the outside, and he was, uh, he was um, cursing at me after. It was pretty fun. We were – oh, God, Ramit. Ramit was so entertaining in Salt Lake City. I, <laughs> I, Does anyone know what happened at the last main event? Why he, uh, like, he got cleaned to, out what by – He got cleaned out by uh, – um, I was confused as to like – Cooper. Yeah, but it was, like, it was like three minutes after the moto, he decided to go finish his moto. Because he couldn't start his bike. <laughs> 
was he okay? I don't he didn't know. Look like he yeah. was a little exhausted. Like, like that's our sweet spot, dude. dude I was like, spot. okay, they're dead silent in the stadium. I'm thinking the 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 450 class yeah, is getting no, ready to everyone's go. Everyone's getting ready to go. Yeah. And he just like all of a sudden bike starts and he's just rolling through the whoops. I, and I'm like, oh, wait, what is yeah, going on? Like two years ago, he, we were in Geneva together, and he wanted to upgrade his flight home. And I, we were live on the air. We were doing a show and Brayton pressured me into paying for McAdoo's upgrade. Don't ask me why. No. Don't ask me why Brayton, who's a millionaire, <laughs> is getting me to pay for McAdoo's upgrade. But yeah. I felt sorry for the kid. So I gave him $400 for his Delta upgrade. Right. Yeah. Because I just like he's a nice kid and everything else. For years, I kind of resented that I had to pay that $400. Right. To McAdoo. Absolutely. And blah, blah. As you should. As I should. Except as I told somebody. I'm like, McAdoo gave me $400 worth of entertainment in Salt Lake City. Like, I'm, I'm happy to pay that money. He was involved in everything. He was crashing. He was making dudes crash. He was getting taken out. He was taking out guys. He was jumping. He over. yard sailed his bike into me at Oakland last year and broke my wrist. Dude, awesome. he, he is a thrill a minute. But, he, but, he's, so, but he's so nice. Like, oh, the best. So he literally Super cartwheels nice his bike into me at the end of the practice yeah. on accident. Yeah. But it happened. We right. both go down. I break my wrist. I come back in Atlanta, and before the first practice, he comes up to me and st- and I when I when we crashed, I was in his face. Yeah. I was super pissed. Yeah. I was screaming. Right. wasn't good. Comes up to me in Atlanta and like apologizes me for like five minutes. Right, like yeah. just could not say sorry enough. I'm right. like, dude, it's all right. Like yeah, it yeah, happens. Yeah. I'm over it. Right. whatever. And like I became a fan he, of the guy. He was amazing yeah. in Salt Lake. Everything yeah. they could. At, go ahead. At Vegas last year. Um, after he was he was riding really well. I think he podium that night. But yeah, third. In the in the heat race, in the heat race, he was in front of me, and I was probably being a little bit sensitive too, just because obviously we had a lot of the line. But it, I, I told him he was swerving me all over the place, <laughs> basically. And I, I didn't know I'd never talked to camera before in my life. So I came up to him before the main event, and I basically told him if he did that again, I was going to kill him. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, what do you mean, like I? Like if I did it, I'll admit it. He was being super nice. Yeah. But now, I, now that I know him, and now that I'm with him all the time, I just realize he just he knows no other way. I mean, we just send it. It's just what <laughs> he, we do, which I can re- I can uh, relate. I can relate. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you can relate to that. He, yeah. he really doesn't yeah. do it on purpose. He really no, doesn't. He's he, just, we're just going for it. He was so thrilling in Salt Lake. Every time he lined up, there was going to be something going on with Cameron McAdoo. Like yeah. he and casing jumps. Quadding things, just whatever. It, it, it was amazing. He full sends twenty four seven. Yes, I'm really. Yeah, I'm yeah. like I said. He gave me four hundred dollars worth of thrills in seven. <laughs> Kids and, got heart. Yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely. So he's getting. He's gotten like so much better in this past. I don't know six seven months. I feel like. Yep. If he keeps going on this. If he keeps up on this trend, I'm gonna have to stop training with him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before you knew him, when he was at Geico. The guys are at Geico are like, dude, the guy's an animal on the bicycle. He's just an animal. Like, yeah. he, I'm just like, what? Really? Like, I don't know this kid, like, from Iowa or whatever. Yeah. They're like, he's insane. He just, yeah, he just grinds, tries. Just hammers tra- it. Trains his ass his off, Insta you know? story almost every day is cycling right, right. or something. So. Yeah, it's it's funny. He's strong on the bicycle. And I I kind of make fun of him and Nick together because I think Nick, I, I didn't know Nick in, uh, during his career, really. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just, I'm left to make assumptions. But I feel like they were pretty similar in terms of their mindset, which is basically like, I just have to do more. I, I have to try harder. I have right. to work out longer. I have right, to ride the bicycle right. faster. I got to lift heavier in the gym. Like, that's just their deal. Yep. And uh, I always give him and, and Nick crap because anytime any cyclists out there know, anytime you're leading at the front, 
like it's just not polite to come come beside somebody and like half wheel them, like be half a wheel in front of them and just be yeah, kind of pushing. Like right. that's not it. That is not it at all. And both of those guys are like that. And now it's just come to the point where I pull for as long as I want, and then if if Cameron is pulling up, he used to just pass me, and now if he pulls up alongside of me, I give him the side eye, and he's like. Like I'm gonna push him into traffic, basically. And that's the only way. That's the only way I've got him to sit on my wheel for more than like three minutes. Yeah, but it, most it's... of the time, most of the time, I just let him pull me around. You gotta get the door. Or are you all right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I got going on. Um, continue. You gotta, you gotta call them whackers. So we had the Lawrence brothers in studio in, in Salt Lake, and they just started. Yeah. Call, they're like, "Oh, you mean whackers?" And I'm like, "What? Oh yeah, whackers. We call them whackers." It's McAdoo. That's her name for McAdoo. Whackers. I'm like, okay. Whackers. All right, cool. Um, yeah, he's great. He's he's entertaining. But um, anyways, back to your story. So, all right, 450 Supercross went well. Yeah, you got hurt, but whatever. Your ball's ass fast. We all know that. Uh, it still was a good year. Um, was it 11 practices in a row fastest? I don't. Dude, who, know, who knows? Yeah. Come on now. No, it was a lot, though, wasn't it? I remember... Uh, Anderson broke the string. No, no Marty. Marty. Marty, broke Marty the string. did it. And and Adam told me if anybody, if anybody in the, in the industry could break it, and yeah. he'd be happy, it'd be Marty. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forget. Uh, where was that? That was Anaheim. Anaheim. It was Anaheim? Oh, two two so sets of whoops and a dragon's the back. They're so good in the whoops. Yeah. yeah. I. I I didn't have that in me. I mean, he he was turning the corner and holding it wide open in fourth gear. I'm like, you can have it, dude. And then, and then afterwards, you're like, if anybody could break my streak, I'm happy to be Marty, right? Like, yeah, it, it was kind of the whole qualifying thing was a little bit. It was weird because I had no idea. Like, I was confident in myself, but no idea right. that I was going to be able to be like fastest. You know once i didn't know if i was gonna be able to do it one time like it's hard um (laughs) and but then i started then i was starting to like be fastest a lot like after like two races then i kind of started feeling some pressure to keep it up like i didn't want to feel like i was falling off you know right and then it just kind of steamrolled but (laughs) it's pretty Um, funny it's the wrong it's the wrong streak to have but hey listen i don't you you know maybe cowie maybe you don't think what successful year it was to me you 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 know you're you're fast you Anyways, so my question is, yeah. you're getting ready for motocross after a successful 450 supercross season. Is it easier to ride your 450 fast outdoors or easier in supercross to ride your 450? Like, what's harder or whatever for you as far as indoors and outdoors on a 450? Outdoors, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of motorcycle. Right. And- I mean, if you look back and watch me ride a 250 last year outdoors, it's like I cannot ride like that. I will not be competitive if I ride the same way. You know, you just can't have that same aggressive all-out style on the right. 450 outdoors. It's just you have to be – I. it's hard because our number one guy, Tomac, is like not an example of this. But no. it's, you have to be so you, – you, you have to be the opposite of that essentially – and that's no diss, you know. He makes it work, but right. like the, the, I guess the way to ride a 450 is to, like, you just have to be light everywhere, easy on the gas, high gear, not revving it, you know, not, you know, maybe on a 250 last year I could get away with, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe on a 250 last year I could get away with like dragging the rear brake a little bit here and there just because I can muscle it around. And now it's like all that little technique stuff has to be refined and. Um, yeah, everybody has their own way of doing things, but I think from from my standpoint, I outdoors has been definitely more of a transition for me. But not not saying it's been 
a struggle either. I feel really good, but it's it's required a lot of effort and focus on my oh, okay. end to kind of change some things. Yeah, Tomac's the only one that you see that just is bulldogging oh, everywhere. Yeah, he's, Doesn't it's matter in, where. It's, it's incredible. Super, like I was watching one of your helmet cams actually last night of Tampa. Um, where you let it, I think, for 11 laps, and then Tomat came around you. But he was just unreal on the bike, like just revving the thing, like slamming the clutch yep. everywhere, his bike smoking. Yep. But you're staying right with him, not doing that. You know, it's like yeah, it, he's like I, the I, only I, one that can do that. But if he tried to ride like you, he would be uh, two seconds off. Well, and the same thing, it's the same thing uh, with him as well. It's like everybody has their own way. Of, of going fast and what makes him special and right. his his way his way is certainly uh is different but uh, it's something that i've kind of had to work on myself too because when you get behind somebody like that naturally you it you kind of want to ride like them you right. know see what Absolutely. he's doing and try yeah. to do that but i go backwards if i if i try to do that so i think yeah. everybody just has to kind of find their niche of you know how they're you know how they can go fast but yeah, yeah everybody's here's a, pretty here's uh, a random question and this is something i've thought about for a bit since monster cup monster cup you me. ran a different bar bend and you won a totally different bar yeah he yeah, ran a fat yeah, bar yeah. right right yeah fat bar and then you went to twin wall why did you make that switch um twin i i, I hold on um the team, I forget. I think I was getting arm pump, and we thought that maybe the flex of the of the fat bar was doing it yep. to me. So I think that's why we that's why we changed. But I'm still I love the look of a fat bar. Yeah. And so I give the team crap like two times a week. I'm like, we need a fat bar. Last time I won, I had a fat. Oh, bar. Oh, I was just gonna say bar. you yeah. you won on the bar, and then you know you show up to a one, and obviously you're still going just as fast, but you didn't have the bar, and it was just kind of like, well, I wonder what you know. Those are the things that I don't have the the luxury of being able to change or test or try a different bend or make a bend or something. So I always wondered why you made that adjustment after coming off of a win your first race on a 450. Well, I think, too, why I wasn't too reluctant to change because Monster Cup is so different, and yeah, I didn't want to base course. too much stuff off of that. If, yep. you know, had I gone out there and won Anaheim and St. Louis, and, and I don't think I would have changed bars. Absolutely. But, I, I think you uh, got... I was just re- go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Nope, go for it. Okay, I will go. I think you guys are drunk. A crossbar bar looks so much better. I don't know. The new bar pads are pretty cool looking. No, no, no. They're fine. They're just, but a crossbar is how a bike is supposed to look. (laughs) On the bike that I'm doing right now, I got both to try. You know, I have the, I have uh, the fat bar 36 on my Yamaha right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a crossbar and I don't like it. That's the new bar. Yeah. 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 I don't like it. It's funny because the only, (laughs) I literally showed up in September uh, after outdoors, first day riding a 450. And I'm like, I actually, I might even text Oscar beforehand. And I'm, I, for some reason, I'm just always – I wanted a fat bar. I wanted to be factory Kawasaki, and I want a fat bar. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know what, why. It's just a specific vision in my mind. I'm just a weird person like that where right. I have these little things that I just – I don't know. And I'm yeah. like, I just want a fat bar on the bike. And they're like, why? Like, you've been running a crossbar. And I'm like, I don't really have an answer for yeah, you. I just yeah. want a fat <laughs> just, bar. I just want that. I, I built a Cowboy 450 last year, and the first thing I put on was a fat bar. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that's what you got to do. That's, what, that's, that's nah, it. Yeah. Nah. But I will say, you guys are too young, but when Bradshaw showed up, with the first pro taper without a crossbar, like you could have fucking blew my like you could have told me anything and I would just I blew my mind. It just, it just, now the, you're the, like, where the fuck's the crossbar? Now the, where's the crossbar? The new fat bar is that? What's different about that? It's a bigger diameter on the bottom. Less flex. 
uh, more flex. More flex. In spo- uh, yeah, okay, in, so in I was just wondering if that was something maybe you would try. Then you know, I don't. I don't know. Those are things I don't know. You know, so that's that's right. why I asked the question. Kenny Kenny runs the Fat Bar Thirty Six. Cowie probably doesn't. It's yeah. all political that way when it gets into that stuff. Not enough time for testing right, and that kind right. of stuff. So yeah, you might you you. I don't think I don't think we've seen the last of the Fat Bar on the nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, right. I just, I'm not ready to put it to bed yet. Right, right, right. Um, hey, did you see that we uh, we tested the Geico Honda? But, yeah, how'd that go? Oh, dude, I think if they run into some injuries, they may look my way. Really? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. If I mean, they got to run into a few injuries, a few, but, you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, they got to get deep. Deep, 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 <laughs> in the deep, deep. But there's a chance. Yeah, I rode Shimoda's bike. I rode Mumford's bike. They may put one of their own mechanics on the bike before they put you on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> God, it was so rough, the track. Like, what are you doing? Who, right? wants, who wants to be out there for that? Nobody. And you're not. And you, it's not even fair. It's not even a fair uh, tryout for you either, because you, you don't. You're not there early enough to see the lines develop. You just get thrusted onto the big stage like yeah. that. Yeah. Speed and that's what I'm got, saying. You got the sun in your eyes and it's hot. I mean, no, I believe it's not, me. Not a fair shakedown. I, I've already put the request in to test the number nine Cowie, and it'll be done at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. That's when it'll it'll happen. When when the, when, when the gates open. So, uh, yeah. that'll be it. Love it. Um, so you guys have some history. Oh, f- before we get into you guys' history, though, do we, are we unblocked by Brian Deegan yet, AC? Do we, what's the status oh, of this? Yeah, I did get unblocked. Okay, all right. I still blocked? Get it. I still, I was blocked. I, I was, I've been blocked for. I remember a long time ago. It was after an outdoor race when I had to be seventeen, eighteen years old. And he said something to me, or he said something about me that I didn't like. So I DM'd him. And obviously, you guys know me. I'm not very aggro or disrespectful no. or anything. But I was just like, dude, I don't appreciate what you said. Here's why, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then it was fine. And then, I don't know, I hadn't really, I hadn't followed him on social media. But I just came across this page a few years ago. And it's, you know, it gave you the whole, gave me the whole no post yet thing. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, what did I, <laughs> it can't be from that exchange back then, can it? And I, I'm not sure if I just was, I don't know, uh, something I didn't like or something. But yeah, I'm on block now. Dude, some t- one time in front of like a bunch of people, they're like, dude, you got to check out Anderson's quad he was doing uh, in practice or whatever. He posted it on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to check it out. I'm like, oh, no, he's quadding that. Like, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, you got to pull it up. And I'm, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> And I'm like, what is it? And they told me, and I'm like, nah, that's not it. And they're like, no, that's it. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, wah, wah, wah. You're like, shit. I, everyone's like, everyone's, oh, too bad, Mathis. Oh, that's good. So I didn't even know I was blocked until then. But now I'm good. I'm unblocked. Now. Yeah, but anyways, and you got a jersey ahead of you, too. Yeah, and I got a jersey behind me. Um, but you guys have some that's history, awesome. Starling, you and Adam. Uh, yeah. yeah, East Coast of Florida guys. I mean, all the way to last year, Houston Triple Crown, we tried to hug during a race. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. No flagger. I come over the jump, and I'm just like, "Whoop! I gotta go left." AC's on the left. He runs to his bike. I'm like, "I can't do anything." Yeah, here. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was. Uh, that oh was a- no, it was fine. That- I, I gave fine. everyone was like, "Man, like that was gnarly." I'm like, "Dude, I'm so glad that his core strength is strong because he kept himself up." Like that was all that was. I was probably gonna go down, and you just like jumped on my front fender and rode it for about ten feet, and then you were good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. That's that's one of those scenarios. I'm down on the backside of a jump with a pack coming towards you. Where I stood there for a second. I'm looking up, looking at the bikes, you know, hurling towards me. I'm thinking to myself, do I want to, do I want to uh, risk my life for for you know 11 points? 
And it took me, I, I don't know, it took me less than a second to be like, yep, like, let's do it. Yeah, let's get yeah. done. No yeah. problem. When I was in let's the go. air, I remember trying to turn my bike left because I saw you just far enough to the left. It was a tunnel jump for the yes, finish line. Yes, but right, there was yeah. no flagger on right, it. Right, you right. Could, the flagger yeah. was on like the other side of the, over, the under part waving i couldn't see that yeah. and i had like i was only behind him like at the yep. time it was like second or third lap like five seconds so it was like i didn't couldn't see it yeah. and i remember just being in the air and i'm like i gotta lean the bike left because if i go right there's a handlebar and i don't want to snag the handlebar i if i'm going to hit the bike i'd rather it be like the seat or something yeah. and i turned left and i at this point i'm not looking at adam i just saw that he was way left yeah. And I'm looking at the bike, just trying to avoid the bike. And I just remember looking up, and Adam is holding on to my handlebars. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" I just about killed Adam. Can I? Can I just say though, like, not in Adam's case, but I see guys crash, and I just like, um, you see them just run to the side of the track on a flat straightaway, and they just wait. And I'm always like, "Dude, they'll see you. Like, yeah. they're not gonna kill you. Like, I don't. I'm not. Look, I'm not on their shoes." But, you know, with Marvin, when Marvin getting trapped under his bike, I mean, I reenacted that and got out from under my bike. Just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. But, oh, but, but, but yeah, but uh, I just don't understand some of these guys that don't – not in Adam's case. Not in that. That's a blind jump. I get Completely that. Completely blind. But I see guys run to the side of the track on flat straightaways. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, you just if, pick your bike up. People if can, I, if people... I was Adam, I'm the same thing. I'm not even worried about the points thing because I'm not in them. You know, I'm just like, I, my bike's down. I, it's a race. I got to get it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I, yeah that's yeah. what I'm doing. Right. I mean, we're, we're, I, we're I we almost killed that him. by our parents, right? Like, yeah. get your bike. I almost <laughs> hit him. And then had I not maybe done that, he would have got hit by Chris Howell, actually flipped over his bike. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it was yeah. just a, a really crappy area to go down because there was just nothing we could do. What uh, when, did, when do you remember seeing your first time seeing Adam Cincerillo there in uh, in Port Orange, Florida? I was definitely at Bithlow. Bithlow? Uh, definitely four to six days because I was seven to eight. Uh, our flam- families were always close. Yeah. So we would do the Florida Series and Gold Cup Series, and he'd be the class below oh, yeah. me. And yeah. we were traveling here, traveling there, traveling to Muddy Creek for Was regionals. he always fast, like right always, away? Yeah. Always, yeah. Like, no, like four to six? And it yeah. was one of those things as a kid, I – you know, I didn't even know what I was really going to do. You know, I just did it because that's what we did every weekend. It was our way to hang out and everything. And But you could tell something was, like, different with Adam. Where I was doing it, it seemed like for a lot of fun. And my parents could, like, afford to do it just as fun and mm-hmm. everything. But you could tell Adam wanted something. But at the time, I didn't know what that was. Right. I, he didn't even know what that yeah. was, really. You know, like, it was just go race. But he raced with, like, some type of drive. And then all the way to 60s, we'd go to the track, and we'd go to Thundercross, and him and his dad would do... What the you hell know, is Thundercross? It's another track. Okay. Um, yeah, it's o- Okeechobee. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. I was thinking, like, is this some sort of, like, a, like a Thunderdome? Like, no, no, okay. no, no, no. Just another track down south. Um, but we'd yeah. go there and ride, you know, like a Thursday afternoon or something, and Adam would just be doing these sprints. And it got to the point where he was the class below me, but I, had to, I was on 60s, and I had to start jumping behind him <laughs> just to try to, like, learn how to get faster because yeah. I was going there with my mom. She wasn't, you know, out there pushing me. Yeah. She was just like, go ride. Right. But they were always doing something, and I was like, okay, like, I should do all that. And then, you know, with the Ronnie Tishner days, like, I trained there for a couple yeah. of years. Adam was doing the same thing, yeah. you know. And it got to the point of he was younger than me, but we started following Adam because yeah. we could tell that there was going to be something there. You know, and, and I remember, like, literally all the way up, you know, and then, like, dude, he, he always had the drive, and it wasn't just, he wasn't just, he never went to the track just for, like, yeah. you know, just to go to the track and yeah. ride. He went there for a purpose, and he loved that purpose. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to get burnt out. Dude, right. he was just constantly working, but 
But Adam, he, but Adam, you, it. but Adam, yeah, you wanted it. It wasn't Alan. It wasn't you. Loved it, right, Adam? Like that's what oh, you told. Yeah. That's how you told it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I, I mean, it's super hard for me to. It's it's it's. I wish I had more memories of those times, Justin, because I just I feel like I've always had what you kind of were describing. I had just always wanted more, or wanted what's next, yeah. and I I. I I just kind of always turned the page and never really thought about what I was doing at the time. But now that I, now that I look back, it was, it was like this, I don't, it was, it's weird. You had a drive that no one really knew what it was. Nobody pushed me into it. Yeah. Like my dad didn't ride or, or anything. So I just wanted to do it. And then, I was just down to grind right away. I I don't remember, I don't remember ever, ever going to the track and not having like a pit board or, doing motos or i mean i mean since i was six years old probably. i, I, I mean, can't I was even doing remember sprints, 20s like i i put in a lot were I you mean, we put in a lot of time were you bicycling early and training early because of alan or you or like did you no, start training no i started going to the gym a little bit when i was like 12 okay maybe 12 yeah, 13 yeah. but not not really yeah, um, yeah. under too much guidance or anything but we just rode so dude every, every day every day so alan would text my dad and be like we're going to the track we're yeah. going to the track and i, I was like ride, holy cow monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday and then if there was a race on sunday i'd ride sunday and then go back to the track on monday so saturday I mean, you're off saturday was your rest day yeah that's yeah. if it wasn't a practice day at the race they were racing on right, sunday right. like it was like yeah it was non-stop but you could always tell there was going to be something there you know and then like i remember going to you know dallas your first race and you go out and you win the heat race, and then you win the main event, and it was like you were – how old are you, 16? 17. 17. Young. And people were like, oh, my God, like this is insane. I wasn't surprised one bit. Yeah. I was like, this is like literally yeah. – like I remember doing a Facebook post about this whole thing when you won your outdoor championship because I was like, dude, I've seen this kid from the beginning. Right. Literally, I was yeah. there from like his first days at like the track almost. And I've Crazy. seen it all the way through, and I just knew like, okay – you're gonna you're gonna win. You're winning. You're winning. You're winning. You get knocked down. But the one thing that like that I've tried to take into my career is, I mean, it, my career obviously has not been anything like yours, but it's it is what it is. It's what I've got. But when I get knocked yeah. down, like I got hurt in Denmark this year, and I got hurt also in Stuttgart, and I was just devastated. And I'm like, why me? Why did this happen? Like I just ruined the win or something like that. But I had to always pick myself up. I was like, man, but like Adam, like he got knocked down about to win a championship in Vegas and like I remember going by the mechanics area and seeing the mechanics area and like I thought I was going to cry I was like dude that like <laughs> fucking like that sucks you know but like yeah, yeah. You, you came back two weeks later and you're just dominant because you you're literally your thing was the, the most important shot is your next one yeah yeah. And no matter yeah. what, through amateurs all the way, that's what well, it was. And think about Adam, as a highly touted team green kid, you had some shitty Loretta's, right? Or at least one for sure. Where did he won all the time? What do you no, mean? no, there was one where the bike broke. Yeah, uh, that was two thousand ten. Right, like Yeah, it was terrible. Right. And so, I remember, I don't remember that year. Huh? It was there. I yeah, I was I had some bike problems and I honestly just I wasn't that good that year anyway, to be honest. But that kind of stuff has happened to you before, right? It's injuries, the Loretta's thing, and all this kind of up and down stuff. And it seems like you never, yeah, you never no, let it stop. Yeah, you, you know? it's funny because the like the narrative I think a lot of people want to put on everything is like what I heard for a long time is like you know it's good amateur, really not delivering as a pro or or whatever. But to me, 
it's never been there was never a time in amateurs where I thought everything was going smoothly. I mean, I was scared to death that I was not going to make it. Like every day, I was scared. Really? Out of my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, like these guys are going to get me. Like I'm, I'm no, I'm no good. I'm washed up. Like, yeah, I, I, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. And that's how I've always thought about it. And I've always, regardless of my results, it's always felt not like a struggle in a bad way, but just kind of the same type of, like, just like always striving for something, you know. Yeah. And it yeah. just. Yeah, it's obviously different because I was having a lot of success then, like in terms but, of winning and stuff. But it's always felt pretty similar to me. Like obviously you have some really down moments and stuff like yeah. that. But there, yeah, I, I, I don't. There's look at been it. there's been some private conversations that you and I have had where I am surprised at how down in the dumps you are, right? Because you live it, you just live it. And I'm like, bro, you're fine. You're you're great. Like yeah, you know, and, yeah, and I'm just totally. thinking to myself. This guy's losing his mind, like because you're living on this fear, AC. You're living on this uh, this edge, right? And and from yeah, the outside, yeah. from the outside, my point of view, I'm like, dude, you are gonna figure everything out here very soon. Don't worry. You know what I mean? But you're like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't I know. Absolutely know what you mean. I know what you mean. I mean, for me, so like I told you, like I told both you guys. I mean, Justin, you were there too. When you put in all those hours, and that was my that was my purpose in life. I was like, I got to be the best dirt bike racer there, there ever was. And that was every day. That's just what I thought about. I don't yeah. know why I was wired that way. But right, that's just, right, right. And then just as a kid, you just put your value in that. Like you're, that's who you are. And just as I've gotten older and kind of got a little bit better of a perspective on things, I've, I've started to learn and I still have to work on it, but of not putting like my worth isn't, you know, if I win on the weekend or if I get seventh, you know, and, and sometimes I still have to remind myself of that, you know, but yeah, it's just something I think a lot of athletes in every sport go through. It's just yeah. detaching the, your personal worth with results, which is yeah. just it's, something it's, that you naturally train yourself to do throughout the course of your like career. Yeah. And it's crazy. Right. And, 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 and that's, yeah. but that's how it is for you guys. Yeah. That's, that's it. Like, and it's, and just, it's so obvious from the outside looking in, Steve, you're like, man, you're fine, dude. Like, yeah. Don't worry about it. Like yeah, you're going to go, you're going to go home. You got a nice house in Florida, you know, got a family that loves you. No big deal you know, make a bunch of money. And I'm like, dude, my life's over. Like, I'm dead. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, last two weeks ago, you qualified fastest out of the world. You're the yeah. fastest supercross rider in the world two weeks ago yeah. via lap times. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like yeah. and now you're acting like, oh, dude, Cowie's going to fire me any minute. Any minute, Cowie's <laughs> going to fire me. Any second right. I'm getting the call. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, uh, Dan Fahey called, I'm fired. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. But, you know, honestly, Adam, you're kind of, there's this thing that Jeremy came up with years ago, and I believe there's some uh, volition to it. He's always like, hey, if you look at Michael Essie and Davey Millsaps, and, and you look at them, they had great careers. They made millions of dollars. So, yeah. you know, me or you, Justin, or anybody would trade spots with those guys, not Adam because he's super rich, but any of those <laughs> other guys, um, you would trade spots with those guys. But Jeremy's point was you could only be pushed nose to the grindstone for so many years before you just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Now, Jeremy was from 19 to 28, right? Because he wasn't this amateur right. phenom. Right. And yeah. Alessi and Millsaps were from 6 to 22, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's where their prime was. And his point was, man, you just can't go that long that hard. But, Adam, I think with the downtime you've had via injuries – I think you're going to prove to be the exception to that to that sort of rule, you know? Yeah, I mean, I really think it's it it probably saved my career to be honest. Right, right. Cuz yeah, it's just 
and two, my my dad, um, he he always had my best interest, but he didn't. He wasn't an expert in the sport, you know, and he just saw how bad I wanted it, and he wanted me to, you know, achieve all my dreams. I mean, the guy went crazy out of his way for me. I mean, unbelievable. But it, we both didn't really know what we were doing. We're like, we just the same thing I talked about McAdoo and, and Nick earlier. It's like we got to try harder. We don't know anything else. We just got to keep trying harder yep. and keep putting in more time. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, it's nobody's fault. It's like, and you start winning when you're six years old, and then you think to yourself, well, I can't stop winning. Like my, I'm gonna, you know, the value is gonna, I'm start decreasing my value. And so it it has been a grind. But like you like you said, having the downtime and yeah. kind of yep. It's almost like a complete reset because at one point everybody writes you off and even in your own mind you're maybe writing yourself off a little bit too and it's you kind of like I needed that underdog push like I, I needed to come back and you know prove it to myself and, and to people so it's it's kind of funny how everything works out I definitely have that same thing you mentioned there like those type of perspectives have have helped me a lot in in tough t- tough moments yeah you know? I remember uh, you worked with Red Dog for a little bit, or Tishner brought you to Red Dogs. This was when Timmy, when I was his mechanic. Yeah, oh eight. I don't know what yep. year that oh, was. That oh eight. Oh eight. Oh, so I wasn't Timmy's mechanic then. I just stopped. But anyways, Red Dog was like, "No, this kid's gonna be legit. Like yeah. he, he has drive. He has drive. He wants to go out there and ride." Mm-hmm. He, he, and I'm like, "Is the dad crazy? Like, is he? You know?" And like, "No, no, no. This kid, <laughs> this kid is the one driving it. Like, yeah. it's Adam. It's not. It's not the dad. It's not sponsors. Dad you know would I mean? go coach, and it was good. Right. Right. Yeah. So." Yeah, it uh, it uh, it's it's pretty funny how that works, and just and like you said, AC, just that's just the drive you had. You might be if you were a plumber, you might be the best damn plumber in Port Orange because you'd be getting up every morning at six a.m. be driven to be the best plumber. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. just whatever you do. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, I think I'm I'm definitely glad I've never lacked I've never lacked motivation, and I'm I'm very very stubborn. So. That's helped me right. um, in times for sure. But we all we all find our things that motivate us. Um, can I can I get some blitz soon? I'm getting low on blitz. I mean, absolutely, you can. I mean, can I, I, am I on the program? Right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a team team armor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll get you some blitz. I need some more myself. I go through that stuff so fast. So Nick blew my mind the other day. He said, "Put some fire into the blitz." Oh my gosh! Come on now. I didn't know. No one told me that. It blew my mind. It works. It really works. Oh, it absolutely works. Is that the yeah, move? Never, yeah, the strawberry lemonade fire with the with the regular blitz is the is the jam. Okay, That's like a, okay. I well, I, I I've been saving the fire like I've been saving the fire for special occasions, like when oh, I really need okay. to put it to Madu second yeah. moto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah. So that's my go-to, dude. Uh, yeah, I just started doing that, by the way. So uh, please check it out, everybody, if you want Arma. Uh, I put some fire in. The, it's like hydra- blitzes are hydration. Yeah, yeah. And fire is. I don't the, know what fire is. Fire is like their caffeine infused. Oh, okay. And so you put the caffeine in the hydration stuff while you're bicycling. Okay. <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. Who knew? Who I know, knew, I know of blitz from you talking about it all the time, but right, I don't right. know anything else past blitz. Tastes like a bomb pop. it's uh you know when i get when i get low on blitz i'd put social media blitzes out speaking of blitz yeah yeah i get i get very angry i see it all the time yeah right yeah so um very angry i'm I'm running low again so it may have to happen again are you ac are you out uh in california for the next while or what's your plans yeah so i've just been testing and dialing in the bike before i go back to florida uh, I'm actually going back on Saturday, mm. so I nice get used to the humidity a little bit. Will you be there till it starts, till Loretta's? Yep, yep. How do you feel about racing Loretta's as How a pro cool national? How cool is that going to be? 
I don't know how I feel about it at all. I, I know that the start is like crazy tight for a for a pro race and a right hander. Like the right hander and then the then like a double apex left around the tree. It, that might be. I uh, feel like they're going to have to change that. They have to, or somebody's going to that tree. Oh yeah, <laughs> on the left hand side, hundred percent. Right. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I haven't I haven't been to Loretta's. I mean, I guess I've gone there a couple times just spectating, but yeah, I haven't been since I haven't 2011. Since I was 2012. I uh, I haven't been there since '98. Is much different. So. <laughs> My first year was my era, dude. 98 was yeah. uh, my first year. I was working for Honda, and uh, I was doing Honda support, but nobody was riding Honda that year because they didn't pay very well or mm-hmm. they didn't pay at all. So I barely no, yeah, so I barely had any bikes to work on all week. I think the feeling of being there is going to be cool because like, I haven't been back since my last year was 2011, so I guess technically I went in 2012 for like two days at the end there with my old team that I had to go for. But like, other than that, I haven't been back, yeah. and it's going to be pretty cool to go back and race again. We're at a place right. that I really didn't think I'd ever go back to race again. You right. know, maybe in the future, yeah. that class for fun or something. But like, you just don't think about it, you know. And then like, that's going to be the first round. Like, that's that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah, Adam, where are you at with the uh, this pandemic thing and being worried? I, I spoke to a couple people at Glen Helen on Thursday when I was trying out for the Geico team. And a couple of them expressed, you know, hey, that's a lot of travel. It's eight plane trips. And, you know, I read something from United that said the air and the plane is safer than than anything else, uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that's true. Uh, Obviously, you're going to wear your mask everywhere. How do you feel about staying away from COVID while traveling, while eating, you know, while going to these races? Are you are you worried at all? I'm not worried for myself. Um, The the only thing that I would worry about is. Like you just see the 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 uh, death rates a little obviously higher with older people, and just for people that have you know um, older relatives living at home and stuff like that's the only thing I would really worry about. But for my, for myself, from yep. my standpoint, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about my health at all. Okay, you know, all right. You. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. I'm not that worried about it. I, mean, I flew today and it was I was totally fine. No, I know. I just some people are stressed out a little bit because they yeah. you know I I did think AC that we were going to do. Uh, Justin and I were talking earlier. I thought it would be six rounds at three tracks earlier. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, yeah, me too. I I've known I know a lot of people not not very closely. Like I haven't been in contact with them, but I know of a lot of people that have had it and described their, like how they felt. And it just, it, it, it does, it gives me confidence. You know, I I don't think it's for most people. It's not, not too big of a deal. Uh, We got RD on the phone question for both Starling and Adam. Uh, RD, what's going on? What's your question for Justin Starling and Adam Cincerillo? Just some advice, maybe how you guys doing? Good. How are you? I just start. Good. I'm good. I just started watching your show, Steve, I don't know, a couple months ago. Anyway, so I guess I'll start from uh, the beginning. Like, we just have dirt bike in our blood. Um, grandparents rode, dad rode, just did trail riding. When I was a kid, I did flat track. Um, my son, we never – I kind of watched motocross and supercross, and then about seven years ago really started watching it. Anyway, um, my son did some races on a KX85 last year out here in California, Oakfield, Hangtown, stuff like that, and Jet Reynolds, Max Volan, people like that were there. And he was only about 10, 10 or 12 seconds behind them. They were on super minis at the time. He's on 85. Different class, obviously, yeah. but he's fast. He hits the jumps. Um, 
and we've just, you know, he hasn't done that much racing. And then actually this year, at the beginning of this year, before this COVID thing, we got our hands on a Styles Robertson Pro Circuit Super Mini. Oh, wow. Nice. kit and suspension and all that. I think it was just his practice bike. But once he had that, uh, you know, quality of bike, seems like he's got a lot of confidence now. So I was just kind of wondering. I heard Starling talking to, you know, about Adam chasing him around and stuff. I don't know. You know, like I said, I know 10, 10 to 15 seconds might be kind of a lot, but I don't know. You know, if we keep pushing at it and going to these races, just wondering how far we should push. And we don't have a lot. Not not asking for handouts, but I own my own house and really feel like just selling the house and going out and just racing with my son and just doing what we can. Yeah, um, don't do that. Don't sell the house. Yeah, I wouldn't sell the house. I mean, we have, we have I have money, I have investments, and things like that. But well, what do you what do you I, think, I, Starling? I what, what at what point do you tell a parent like, hey, your kid is special? You know, you should. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of uh, you know catch twenty two on it. I think. I mean, everyone kind of handles it a different way. Um, my yeah. parents never really pushed me into doing this, but they supported me for as long as I wanted to do it, and. Like I was saying, like I I got to the point where Adam was is always younger than me. Um, I mean, what you're 23, Adam? I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 20. Yeah, and I'm 27. So, and I got to the point where I was trying to chase him around. Um, yeah. So it just kind of it's 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 just kind of depends, really. I mean, it, I think a lot of it has to do with like with how far he wants to go with it. I mean, if he wants to take it to the next level and really get there, then support him, you know, with that. But I wouldn't push him unless he wants to be pushed like everyone kind of handles it differently like i think if i was under how alan and adam were which was a great thing i think if it was me i don't think i could have handled it as well as adam because i didn't have that like that thing in me you know that wanted it as bad as adam which i regret looking back you know because now i do but it's I'm 27. Right. It's getting it's it's a little late now. You know now I have to go out there and get the best results that I can. But it was pushed in from Adam from the beginning. But that's what he wanted. So it's everyone kind of handles it differently. It's just how you know like the first thing well, that sounds like first, Adam so. wasn't even Adam wasn't even really pushed. You know he said he just like you he, said he just kind of had it inside of him. And yeah. And my son when he was six and seven he did some just local flat track and like TT racing. You know what that is, but. Yeah, and he was fast. You know, he did it, and then did that from six to eight years old. And then, you know, we're kind of in Central California, so we're not like down by Paula and you know all those tracks down there. And then there's these tracks up. We had Hollister. I don't know if any of you guys heard of that. Heard of it. That track's a state track, and it's hardly ever open. So we would just trail ride at Hollister Hills and stuff. And then we seen a series with the Amp GFI guys, and we went and hit that up, and it was like. He raced against ten to fifteen kids the whole. Well, how did he uh, do? Ten, how did he do? He won the he won the gold cup. Okay, got it. And and ten to fifteen kids showed up every time, and it wasn't the main intermediate class. But and then I was looking at his lap times, comparing mm-hmm. he was going to move up to that this year and moving. He was going to do the like mini senior class on the super mini this year, but the COVID thing happened, and well, like I, I said, we're yeah, we're, I, we're I on our way say, to hit. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, I would say that um, obviously let them ride for fun. I mean, but you have to, to me, for it to be for like you talking about like selling your house and doing that stuff. And 
to me, it has to be it has to be so apparent to you. Like you you shouldn't you don't you shouldn't have to be questioning it. Like you you you'd be able to see it in his eyes and you know what he talked about and how he rode and if he was watching film all the time and uh, it, it would have it needs to be something like if, if he's definitely going to make it. Like it has to be very clear to you. I would say beyond yeah, that, no, and see, that's the only reason I even way. ask and say this because I mean he's all moto. I'm all moto now, you know. I mean, it's all we said we're watching Pulp MX show on Monday nights. We, my son's designing stuff on MX simulator, making helmets, racing on that when he's not riding his dirt bike. And all we want to do is go to races. That's and cool. like I said, I have money and stuff. And we have another property up north with 40 acres that uh, we built a track on. I think, RD, and- I, RD, I think you got to be winning at the local level. You know, a yep. lot before you do anything, right? Before you go anywhere, yep, go to Loretta's sure. once and make Loretta's go there, see how you're doing and take it from there. Because once you go to Loretta's, even though you're winning in NorCal, you go to Loretta's, you you may be Get 40th. You may be like, holy shit, right? Like yep. this isn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. So, For sure. you know, I would I would settle it down, watch the kid ride, go to Loretta's, see how he does, and then go from there. Yeah, I you definitely got to do a year sure. of Loretta's no, and see where he's at. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I didn't mean like sell my house right now and go hit the road, but yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're going to uh, we're going to give you a set of you... Michelin tires, all right, for the uh, for the Super Mini, okay? Sick. So, stay on hold, we'll get you some tires, all right, Arnie? Thank you, man. No problem. Thanks for the call. All right, just get his information. Michelin uh Starcross 5 tires for Super Mini now available. So, we're going to give some to RD. So, uh, AC, before we let you go here, uh, who wins the NBA championship? Remember that? I got a lot of money on the Lakers. Really? And by and by a lot, I mean like twenty five bucks. Right, but, right, right. Uh, yep. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like my my the logic tells me the Lakers are going to win it, but the fact that it seems like everything's building up for the Lakers to win the championship makes me believe that it's somehow not going to happen. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's the Lakers or anybody but the Lakers. I like my Raptors right now. Gasol came in like like stop, 20 stop pounds it. lighter. Stop 20 pounds it. lighter. He's stop a beast it. now. Stop it. Please stop. They weren't stop. healthy before the before the thing got suspended. Like, yeah, I think the Raps, bro. They'll lose, they'll lose in five games in the second round. Oh, here we go. All right, here we go. Um, no, okay. I, I, think, okay. I think I like him. Uh, I think they've got some, some good things going. Okay. I just and, want okay. to get them all yeah, across stuff. And what about – I'm not an expert. And what about hockey? Where are you at on that? Oh jeez, dude! Connor McDavid guy's an absolute stud. He is. Beyond yeah, that, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I admire the honesty, though. It's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you for uh, for calling in. I appreciate it. Thanks for the uh, for the time. I, honestly, it's great. And like I said, the way you went around me at Glen Helen, like I don't know who's going to stop you because he would do the same thing to me. It was phenomenal. I just yeah. was like, oh, here comes Adam. Like I yeah. saw him coming. Here comes Adam. There goes Adam. Yeah. He gone. Gone. He gone. He gone. Yeah. So <laughs> ripping. Thank you, guys. Thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Good talk talking to you, to you Justin. Yeah, you too. We'll see you soon. Uh, see you, man. All right. Oh, we didn't even talk about Chris Betts with him. We should have brought up Betts. I follow Betts on Twitter. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's awesome. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He's coming in studio. He's an AC super fan. Hey, I, I got a funny little story. I didn't think Adam would remember this, but it was uh, 2015 Bud's Creek. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a mud race. It wasn't that muddy, but it was somewhat muddy. I ended up getting the whole shot in the first moto. Okay. And I let it for about a lap. I don't even remember this. Yeah, it was yeah. my first race on Traders Kawasaki. Rode the bike for one day before press day. Get the whole shot because I was one of like five that actually do the sight lap. So I was the only one that cut a line mm. out of the gate. 
ripped the yep. whole shot, led it for about a lap. Uh, Hampshire passed me. Can't remember who the other guy was that passed me. I ran third for 16 minutes. It was actually yeah. pretty solid. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure it was 16 minutes. Like it was past halfway. Yeah. Osborne followed me for a while, but it was like kind of single track. Like you yeah. couldn't really pass, but like I'm good mud rider, so I was riding really yep. well. Yep. And then I ended up going down, and then there was a pack of like seven dudes that were just going at it, and I kind of got swallowed up into that. And uh, I held Adam off for like two laps. Yeah. And but le- the week, like two weeks before that, when I was on motorsport Honda. I was getting lapped. Yeah. I wasn't any good. I didn't really like the bike. It was just like a, a, a struggle. Yeah. And uh, then I'm out there and I'm battling and Adam thinks I'm a lapper. Oh, okay. That's not letting him by. I'm hearing yelling at me. I'm hearing the bike rev. He like runs me up in a corner when he finally passed me, like looks back like he's livid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes off the track, like throws his hand up and I'm like so pumped. I'm not even really yeah. realizing, yeah. you know, what's yeah. going on. And I was just like, what did you finish? I, I think I got 11. Okay. Um, but it was still like, that was a yeah. really good moto for yeah. me after everything that's gone on. And, uh, <laughs> I remember going up for the second moto and I was like, Hey, like, just so you know, I like, or he saw that I was in staging yeah. and I was 11 yeah. and he, and he like looked at me and I'm like, yeah, like I wasn't a lapper <laughs> and he apologized. He apologized to <laughs> oh, me yeah? and I was like, all right. Like he was like, I'm so sorry. I thought you were a lapper. And I'm like, I'll take that because I was yeah. before, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just the whole thing, but I, I didn't know if you'd remember that because I was. Yeah, just, he probably would. It was just a little moto, but uh, I, I've got a lot of time for Adam. I really like him. I'm biased when it comes to reporting about him. You know what I mean? But yeah. I've said things and and he's called me out on him. You know what yeah. I mean? So so I try to keep it. You know, I really like that. But guy. I like the kid. I, I just I, I like I'm not going to go back and look for, it, but I did a whole Facebook post after he won his um, oh yeah championship, yep. and I was just like. People were just like, oh, like about time the dude wins something. And I was like, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this kid from the beginning. Yeah. He's gotten like nobody else in this sport would get knocked down as many times as he did and come back and win. Right. Yeah. Two no, weeks later after he just had a championship wrapped up and could have easily just finished like seventh, eighth or whatever, crashes out, does an interview five minutes after getting, not yep. even five minutes, no, check, yeah. like right after the yeah. moto, yep. holds his composure and everything. I would have been kicking, screaming, throwing stuff. Yep. That was a half a million dollar crash. Yeah. 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 And a championship you've been dying for since on four to six. And I'll call it from four to six because that's where he started. Right. And then you go out two weeks later and you're just dominant. You know, like that dude is the strongest mentally, most mentally strong dude I've ever seen in my entire life. I I like the kid. I like him. He's a good dude. I'm a huge fan. I've always been a huge fan. Um, Yeah. Like I probably one of my favorite riders. Right. You know, uh, Justin Starling here in studio. Race Tech rant of the night. Uh, I gave Pookie one chore to remember this Race Tech rant that I had about. I don't remember what it was. It was a. It wasn't about like. Um, uh, Bets just texted me. How good was AC? I didn't listen. I'm just assuming he was great. It's great. Um, uh, I so I can't remember what I was gonna. I had something I was very upset about, and Pookie forgot, and I forgot. Must not been important. Uh, yeah, must have not been that important. But Racetech.com, please check them out. Motorworks suspension work. You use good their stuff. stuff at Chaparral. Good stuff, really yeah, good they, stuff. They do good work down there. Pulp twenty is the code to save with Racetech.com. But Racetech round the night is 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 devoted. It's the subject is Mookie, but it's not Mookie. It's all riders. And maybe you're one of them, Starling. So maybe I'm walking into uncharted territory here. You're gonna can't get mad at me. me. I, I'm but, but, just but, a rider. I like Mookie, great dude, and he's just one of the guys that I'm talking about. I saw on his Instagram he's got no bike, and he was saying, "Come ride at my house." And a couple of riders were like, "I'm going to come to his house." Did he post he had no bike? He, yeah, he, it was a post about missing racing, 
And then he kept saying in the comments how he doesn't have a bike. And he was saying, can you bring me a bike? I have no bike to ride. I miss riding so much. Is this during the pandemic? No, is right now. This is like last, oh, week, okay. last week. Okay. But I have no bike. Yeah, I know the team took the bikes back during the Yeah, pandemic. that's what pandemic. I was saying. And, like, I, and this is another thing, too. Like, this happens so many times. And it's like, fuck, bro. Go buy one. So here's here's Go what, buy I, one. I fully, I've I, heard you say this before. Yes. Now, me. Do I have as much money as Malcolm Stewart? No, you don't. No, I do not. No. Not even close. I can tell you that right now. Not right. even close. I just bought a bike in cash. Yeah. No. I, I don't know. I, like I, I, three, Nick- three, four days ago. And this is my thought process on it is he can afford to do it. And at the end of the day, if he's riding that thing, Malcolm Stewart's riding this motorcycle. And I, I love Malcolm, by the way. So this is not like he's, a dig at him no, at all. Like, is. I really, really dude. love Malcolm. Now. My thought process is like, dude, this is almost going to be a business thing for you. Can you get a bike cheaper than what it's on retail? Absolutely. 100%. You can 100%. go straight to Honda and they're going to give you that bike at whatever. Like, yeah, you're going to yeah, get a bike. Whatever it is. You just might have to buy one. Now, can you go get a bike? Yes. Can you sell that bike when you're done for more than you bought it for? Absolutely. You're Malcolm Stewart. They're going to buy it. Regardless, you're not going to lose just, money on the thing. I, I hear this three or four times a year from guys. I don't yeah. have a bike. No. I, I can't ride right now. So I don't have a see, bike. Supercross was over. I didn't have a bike. I went and bought one. Yeah. Now, if I didn't have that cash to go do that, I would finance the bike. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, you sitting on the side of the track is not going to get you any better. And if you want to ride that bad. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to ride, no problem. Yeah. I get it. Like whatever. I didn't want to ride for like two right. and a half weeks after Salt Lake because right. I was like the Keelian thing yeah. was really rough. Right. Then I was like, you know what? I want to ride. Bought a bike. That's I, just me. I, I don't know. And like even Jerry. Jerry does not have as much money, you yeah, know, and right. he just financed two bikes. Yeah. He has bikes. Yeah. He can ride and, a motorcycle and, and, that uh, day. Tim Ferry bought a bike yeah. one year when 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 he was a privateer. Mm-hmm. Nick Way went and bought multiple bikes over the years. Yeah. Like in between deals, you're not quite sure what you're gonna ride, yeah. but hey, you gotta stay sharp, you gotta yeah. keep riding. I don't and, I just and, feel like and, and Malcolm, Honda Nick. I feel like he, they'll have a bike for him. I just I just again, like if you want to ride, you could buy a fucking bike. Yeah. You make the money, you have the bike, you have mechanics, yeah. you can all call any of your sponsors. You can ride to sit you're, back and you're, be, to you're sit back and be like five hundred dollars tops. Dude, to sit back and tops. be like, I don't have a bike. Yeah. I just I'm sorry, I just can't deal with that, whether it's Mookie or anybody else. You can go hey. buy a bike, like you said, and make money at I it. I bought my bike, there's my VIN number on the back of my phone. <laughs> Why do you have your window? Because I pulled it off the frame when we were getting it powder coated, oh, okay. and I just had nowhere to put it. I was going to stick it somewhere in moto. Like I, I figured like I might need it, you know, because right. I'm going to like insure yeah. my bike. Right, right. And I just stuck it there, and it's just still there. Yeah. So I, I just, I'm just saying, buy the bike, man. Yeah. And that's it. Just, just yeah, do that. That's and, what I did. And, and, and stop saying I need a bike. I need a bike. You're, you're yeah. a multi millionaire. In the case of Mookie, maybe a multi millionaire. He but, owns something at seven, so he has uh, income. I just, just. If you want to ride, and I love, and I don't want him to think I'm talking anything. I love Malcolm. Of course, I love the guy. But I agree. Like, if I went to his house to but ride, I would want to ride with him. In the past uh, uh, five years, how many times have you heard riders say, "I love to ride, but I don't have a bike"? Uh, a dozen. I've said it before, and that's when I learned. Like, hey, if you know what, go buy a bike. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't have a bike right now, what are you going to do? Like, go complain about it? No, go buy yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, a lot. Hear it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, so that's that's my race tech round of the night. Pulp twenty is a code to save. Go buy a fucking bike. Yeah, that's my. If you want, if you're a professional motocross racer, that's how you make your living. You need tools to make your living. Your tool is a motorcycle. Go invest in yourself. And as you said, when Justin, you don't show up, people forget about you. And as you yeah. said, Justin, you can actually make money on the bike. Probably. Yeah. Most likely, you will profit from it. Yes. Like buy, you know. So go ahead. Uh, Vortex. Can he, can he get parts? Yes. Yes. Vortex Racing, uh, whether it's uh, Star Yamaha. 
or uh, Monster Energy Yamaha now with Barsha and AP. AP's out, of course, but uh, Vortex Racing Sprockets are on the back of those bikes. Reed, Stu, Dylan Ferranis, all winning championships from their Cat 5, F5, hard coat, silver, and long-lasting laser-cut steel Vortex Sprockets. And uh, please check them out. They got chains. They got bars. The V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. They got uh, oversized bars and 7 eighths bar. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com. Mention Pulp MX Show and get a hell of a deal from the folks at Vortex. Again, bars and sprockets uh, used by some of the best riders out there. So Vortex Racing, please and proud to bring you our next guest of the night from Geico Honda. It's Christian Craig. What's up, Christian? How are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing, Steve? Well, I'm upset because Mookie said he couldn't ride because he didn't have a bike, and my rant of the night was go buy a bike. And that applies to anybody, any pro racer that says they would love to ride, but they have no motorcycle. Just go buy a bike. Christian bought one when he went back to Minnesota. <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's that. Yeah. I think always have a dirt bike in the garage no matter what. But you've, you've heard of these riders say this, right, Christian? You've heard this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I don't sure. like, I don't get it. Like you can, you make hundreds of thousands of dollars, or at least a hundred thousand dollars a year, Mister Pro Rider. You can buy a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, no, I I get it. But Mookie's on a little break right now, and he's, I mean, probably waiting for a call too. I'm guessing. So, I'm what fine. if someone calls and it. says, "Hey, come try the bike, but you haven't rode in two months." Yeah. I don't, I don't think you worry about that with Malcolm, no. You no, got a valid point. No, man, listen, if he wants to take <laughs> off and fish, I, I don't have a problem with that. But just don't say in your Instagram, can you bring a bike? I want to ride so bad, but I don't have a bike. Just don't say that. Just, you know, don't yeah, say it. Especially so. when you got a compound in your back car that looks like that. So. Right? Yeah. yeah. So anyways. Come man. on, Mookie. Come on, Mookie. And, and all you other pro riders, buy a fucking bike. <laughs> okay? Just just that that's it. So, um, All right, Christian, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Um, yeah. I was Starling and I were talking about the Geico test the other day, and I was telling him how bad that track at Glen Helen on Thursday was beat, and you didn't start riding till four thirty. Yeah, I mean it. It wasn't that bad though. Oh my God! Like, stop it! Stop it! It wasn't. I think, like, I mean, first of all, like, welcome to the team. Yeah, thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much. Thanks. Yes, that yes. kind of caught a lot of people off guard, but it did. You know, it did. Is yeah. the contract final and everything? Did you sign your contract for outdoors? Not yet. I'm kind of still waiting for it, but I've, I've heard. I've been yeah. told it's on its way, so I'm, I'm okay. Maybe it's in my junk mail. I don't know. <laughs> no, but uh, I think it's fun to do that. Just switch it up sometimes. Ride ride later in the day. Um, oh my god! I don't like the track in the morning, especially there. Like, just how high speed it is, and then it's wide open. So when it gets bumps, it slows down a little bit. That's what I was saying. Yeah, Starling said that same thing. Yeah. Like, I yeah, haven't been like riding the out morning, there, but it just looks like you yeah. can start hopping around, and, like, it just slows the track down. Yeah, and, make, like, there's it separates people, obviously. And then, like, in the morning, you get all the people that want to chase you down, and you're just wide open, hanging out for dear life. So yeah. going there in the afternoon, it, it's fun. So no. I saw you out there busting motos, though. So don't well, uh, that is not fun. I. You know. But your your team manager there, Josh, said uh, you guys can ride around two o'clock, and I'm like, what? <laughs> when Mumford and Schmoder were done, and I'm like, two o'clock, like two, like what? <laughs> and, and sure yeah. enough, that's when we could start to ride. But it was cool in that we got to ride those things as much as we wanted. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, Kiefer was busting lap after lap, so I thought it was cool. Like it looked like he was enjoying it. Right. You know, like. Yep. I mean, he probably rode all morning, and then he got on that and did. He was there for two more hours yeah. on top of that. So, yeah. yeah, I jumped in front of Christian at one point, Starling. I jumped yeah. in front just to kind of like give him a rabbit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, 
Uh, I couldn't I couldn't break it. I couldn't catch it. It's crazy. Um It's the one rider that can make a rough track look smooth. I know, really, like, right? Did you uh so you're on four fifties for outdoors. This is happening, right? Yeah, it's kind of all slowly coming together. Okay. Like nothing's official really yet, but it's all kind of in the works and obviously everyone's been seeing me ride four fifty the past whatever, a long a month. Um but it came about like in Salt Lake, uh, that, you know, kind of got brought up and then they have Mumford coming up. And so the team's going to have five riders already in the outdoors. Right. And so six with me. And so it just makes sense to either, you know, let me pay out of my own motorhome or we're going to try to make something work because six people in a semi is going to be rough. Yeah. Um, so, oh, so we're you, trying to make it work, but so you I may mean, be out of some, out. you may be out of another rig possibly. Like even I could, yeah. or I'd be they could squeeze me in there, or I'd be like a little easy up off the back, you know. Would you, so, if there was injuries, would you drop down to two fifties if they talked to you about that? I mean, I think there would have to be like three injuries. Okay, all right, okay, yeah, hopefully because right. there's five guys that are healthy and ripping right now, you know. So, I mean, the team's kind of in a good spot right now obviously but the injuries play a part but yeah there's gonna there would need to be more than one i think uh were you okay but, with this were you fine with this like when they brought it to you were you did you embrace this this this, this thing i mean i it. think everyone yeah i think everyone <laughs> wants wants me to be on a 450 but um i'm all about it obviously i've, yeah. I've done it the past couple of years not last year but the two years before that so uh, I get some of my best results on a 450 outdoors and Supercross. So uh, I figured you'd be 450 after watching you in Vegas in seven, eighteen, eighteen, fifth. Yeah, I know that was a. Uh, it was like good going on, and then I did my ACL and that yeah. kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. Uh, I thought that was gonna be the start of this 450 though. Like that was you were just yeah. ripping on that bike. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Like everyone's telling me 450, 450, but there's just there's no teams that are hiring right now or that, you know, I, I'm, I can't do a privateer. Right? Like if I'm offered a 250 ride, I got to take that, you know, and, and I, I still be- believe I can win in a 250 class. So mm-hmm. I can't, you know, go be a privateer. I can't afford that right now. So, um, yeah, I get, but I get right that. now 450 outdoor. So that's the plan. And we're three weeks away now. So I'm, I'm excited. I've, I've been grinding mm-hmm. away and, you know, normal yeah. prep. Right, you look good uh, at Glen Helen. If that was if that was any indication, um, did you? Uh, so you're gonna? Are you still gonna wear the same gear and everything as a team? All that, everything's set yeah, that way. Yeah, okay. it'll yep. it'll look just like a Geico bike. Right, right. I'm pretty sure. So, will you get some special parts? Do we know? Are you gonna talk to those guys? Are you gonna just go over <laughs> with a T handle and take some special parts? Uh, everything that's on it right now has been off my 250 that can fit on a 450. So, <laughs> which is some good parts, yeah, like suspension clamps. Uh, front brake, just little things, but the motor is completely stock. So we're trying to work on getting just a little bit of work done to the, for, to the motor. Right. But right. obviously you don't need too much with that, with that bike. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see like, yeah, you've got a lot of 450 experience. So this isn't anything new. You filled into the factory team a bunch of times as well. So this isn't anything new for you, but do you, I would think you're an older, you're an older guy now. I would just think that the more relaxed pace of a 450, and you can handle one physically and, and, and the, your yeah. riding style and everything. So I just think the mentality of the 450 class is better for you. I just really do. Yeah, I've heard that the past however many years. And, right. and I get it. You know, I get it. But, I mean, I still do truly believe I can I can win a 250. And I feel like if I win, 
more races and then, you know, maybe a championship in 250 class, that'll get me a ride secured in the 450 class. So I need to do that sooner than later because I am getting up there in age. But, I mean, um, yeah, I, I believe I can do it still. So, so right. I, uh, yeah, I'm still going for it. Well, Kiefer mentioned that once when we were when we were at the track that maybe we should test your 450 once you get it going. So we'll work on that too. So. Dude, I really want Kiefer to ride my stuff. No, RV I said he was a shitty got, tester. Yeah. RV said he was shitty. No. That's what RV no. said. <sighs> what, I, mean, what's, <laughs> I mean, I guess RV's been testing, what, the past month? So So he's got it down yeah. pat, dude. He's, he knows everything. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, like, Kiefer, like, I'd be a full sponge with him. Like, if he rode my bike, I would kind of listen to what he thinks it needs and, and all that. So I... That's one good dude that, you know, right. have on your side. So, uh, Mumford was stoked I was riding his bike. He took video of me and everything. He was very happy. <laughs> Mumford, Mumford land. Yeah. He actually just got on the pro bike, so you guys both pretty much got on. Got on at the same time? Two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, he's about two weeks ago, so. Wow. It was yeah. fa- it was faster than I thought it would be because of my weight and me not carrying any speed whatsoever in the turns. You know what I mean? I thought it would be a little slower, but it wasn't. It was good. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was impressed. It's a lot better bike this year, isn't it, Christian? Yeah, yeah. Our motor is super strong this year. So you'll see a different bike come outdoors. I mean, obviously, compared to last year, it was pretty well known that it was a struggle. But um, you can see it in Supercross this year that already it was a plus. Right. So. Who's been the fastest guy on the Antiquity class from what you've seen testing-wise? Um, there, there was only like the – Top guys were here for probably the first two weeks after Salt Lake, and uh-huh. then they all went back to Florida. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't really watch two fifty guys. I'm all about. I'm all watching the four fifty guys now. You know, Ferrandis is going fast. Ferrandis. Yeah, I think yeah. Ferrandis is going to be the favorite. Yeah, that dude is ripping. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would put him as a favorite yeah. for the title right right now. I mean. Cooper will be good, obviously. Yeah. You know, but so, I haven't seen like the Lawrence brothers or anything like that. I've just seen Ferranis a lot because like Jerry riding yep. with Ferranis, right. and he's going good. Right. Yeah, I think I think Hunter Lawrence will be super like super solid, and then J Mart will be good too because he's had tons of prep and and testing under his belt. So yeah. I think those two will be good. But yeah, I mean Ferranis is obviously the the clear favorite going into outdoors. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, of the schedule that just dropped? Uh, uh, nine races, two at Redbud, Saturday, Tuesday. We're opening at Loretta's. What's your take on the schedule, Christian? <laughs> well, I haven't been to Loretta's since 2008, so uh, that's going to be a lot different, but maybe I can go get a, a win there since I've never had a win there before. I've never even actually been on the podium there. What before, about the full so. circle that'd be? No amateur wins at Loretta's, but then you get one as a pro. <laughs> that'd be crazy. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's like unheard of to think about. Right, right. Pro yeah. Loretta's, pro like Loretta's just champ. not a thing. But uh, I think it's cool because I think Loretta's, is once they have it there once, it's going to be a staple. Like, you think? Yeah. Yeah. People are going to like pros. it. Yeah. yeah, I think, I mean, obviously the track is iffy, but it's Loretta's and they're, they're going to kind of tie it into the amateur national somehow. And I, I see that just being around from now on. For I feel, I feel like it'll time. be a little bit different than the amateur thing. Cause it's a little bit tight in some spots. I feel like they'll have to open it up somewhere. Um, yeah, but like, it'll be cool. Just like, like the whole atmosphere of the event. I mean, it'd be really cool if there could be fans there. I mean, that would be, you know, top yeah. of the line, one of the coolest things, you know, but 
I think the start's going to be the only thing that's going to be hairy to me. Well, you and Adam were just talking about yeah. that. That start. You think gonna it's going to be changed? Hairy. You think it'll be changed? I, I feel like they have to, but then again, how? I don't know. That's yeah. my make only... it a tight right or something. Yeah, because it's like tight, it's tight it's left. wide open. Yeah. What what was AC talking about? That people are going to send it into the tree. Yeah, because it goes. It turns a right, but then it goes yeah. into trees. Oh, okay. Like it goes like have you into ever been woods. To Loretta, Steve. Yeah, ninety eight. Yeah. Okay. And so, I rode the industry I I class. Been, yeah, I rode the industry class. I thought class. it was a long time for me, but yeah, there's, yeah, no, there's no, no. no way they leave it the way it is, especially when you go into the first like when it yeah. goes right and then it goes left, there's right. a huge single on the inside. Right. Like they I don't they can't have that. The last time I was at Loretta's your dad was still racing, Christian, so just put it that oh, way. Oh, I bet. Right? So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was that long ago. Um uh well hey, um yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens with the schedule. Are you the Saturday Tuesday thing, where are you at on that, Christian? You're fine with that? Two four motos in four days? I mean, I think we I don't think we can complain. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> I think we should just be happy to go racing at all. You know, like if people are gonna complain then don't go. So yeah, you can just not show up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get it. It's gonna be tough and you're gonna be sore, like yeah. a little more sore than usual, but I mean, it's outdoors, and you should be in shape. If you're a pro, then you should be prepared for these. So. But that's not much different than the standard training program, in my opinion. It might, yeah, some, I mean, it could almost yeah. be less than a normal day. Right. You know, you're just doing at a race intensity. You know, like an actual at the race, where it's hard to replicate that at a practice track. You're going off of the lap times or something. But like, it's kind of the same thing a Saturday, and then you have two days where one's a travel day, then sometimes people are riding on Monday. But, yeah, yeah. then you go back Tuesday again. Right. I, don't, I don't think – I mean, you made that – I didn't even really think about that, honestly, until you said it. Yeah, a couple guys told me that, yeah. Yeah, and I think at that point – I mean, we're, we're Christian, you'll have, you know, mechanic and everything. So, like, Saturday – or Sunday, Monday, you're not sitting there working on the motorcycle and doing this stuff like a yeah. privateer. I feel like it's going to be pretty standard for you guys. The only part that'll be a struggle is, you know, this the privateer that drives there in his van yeah. and, you know, has, has to, to do all the work, like you said. Yeah, yeah like yep. that, I think it'll be tough for them. But, I mean, yeah. they can just not go on Tuesday. I mean, I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, and I think the travel is going to be tough on some people, like, just timing it. You yeah. Know? So, like, I'll be west, I'll be in California the whole summer. So, like, going back and forth, I might stay back there one week. Who knows? But right. yeah. that would be the only thing that would be tough. Should... Other than that, I think, yeah, the racing, I don't think anybody should be complaining or, no. or worried about that. Just be pumped that we're, that we're racing. Bring the taser. Come on up to Vegas on a Monday. Do the show. Hang out. No, I don't up. need to bring a taser. You, How many do you have now? Hey, three? I got three. I got three tasers. Yeah. So come on do up. You really? Yeah. yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they said they're sold out, and I won. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Matt says three of them. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Well, when my 2021 deal comes up with Intense, I might get a fourth. So suck it, everybody. You get the MX one? Yeah, I like, I like that one. I, I want to try cool. it. Yeah, I want to try it for cool sure. Looking. You know, so. Um, Those tasers are so fun. They are. They're great. Yeah. Uh, Christian, yeah, you came up here and rode with, uh, with us and Kiefer and all that one time. That was a great time. Um, oh, yeah. So, so fun. Okay, Supercross season. So the crash at Glendale, the crash in St. Louis, it, it didn't go like we all thought it would, including yourself, uh, looking back on it. Uh, you know, also, too, Salt Lake City, one of the Salt Lake City rounds. You're throwing it away. Uh, yeah. What happened, man? Uh, what didn't happen? Yeah, much. really, right? Really, yeah. It started off, yeah, it started off so good, and then I showed tons of good speed and then good qualifying, and then when the main event came along, it was just uh, pretty much a shit show or something would happen, or, you know, just yeah. just little things that, 
you know, balled up to a, a big thing. So, like, yeah, round two, it all kind of hit the fan. But, yeah, I mean, I'd like to kind of forget about that. I was pumped on Salt Lake, like, my riding and everything, and then to come the main event again, it was just tough. So, yeah, it was uh, it was frustrating, especially ending it like, like I did. I, I rode like crap that final the final round, and it was super frustrating. So I'm just glad that we get to go racing here in three weeks. So I've, I've moved on mentally from that. But yeah. Definitely, definitely learned a lot. Like, I think everyone saw that I had the speed. It's just uh, – Wow, we know that. Know, like, Christian, putting, Christian, we knew yeah. that already. None of us – none of us were like, oh, look at Christian Craig. Yeah, he's fast. He's always <laughs> fast. Always. Yeah, like I was always up there in qualifying, and then the heat – I won four heat races this year. And did you really? Like you, I was you right there. Wow. Yeah, I won four here, yeah. two in Salt Lake, and then two yeah. before. Yeah. So, like, you, I just take kind of the goods with it, but the bads were really bad. You know, yeah. Obviously, all in the main events, but yeah. man, it, it was tough. It was tough, but I think I, I, I learned from this and then move on and just bring it better for next year. And know that I got to show up for the main events. Right. You know, that's the main thing is just show up. So, well, can't wait to see what you're doing next plan. year. Can't wait to see what you're doing next year, Christian. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, guess, guess we'll <laughs> I'm all racing. I know that. Yeah, we'll, we'll all wait and see. I guess. Um, <laughs> now it should be interesting. And you know what? And I got and like, who knows what will happen? But we know the way the sport is. And if anything happens to Sexton or Kenny, maybe Honda reaches out. You know what I mean? You find yourself on one of those bikes. Uh, you know, and it can go either way. Yeah, it's it's uh, it can happen for sure. So you never wish that on yeah. anybody, but we we know the sport we're all in. And, and, and you've always been good at Red Bud, I think too. Like looking back on that, you've you've had some good yeah. finishes there. Yeah, I've like super solid results outdoors that kind of go under the radar. So yeah, uh, I mean that's kind of the story of my career. But I mean, it's, it's time to kind of step it up and, and make it happen. Are you? My wife was very concerned for you and your lovely wife uh, on social media getting tattoos in a pandemic. She was very concerned uh, about yeah. this. How, how uh, were, were the proper precautions taken? Yes, yeah. She actually surprised me on my birthday, and it was it was pretty cool. Um, we went to like down downtown a very, Hollywood. Yeah, to, very famous tattoo guy. I was told. Yeah, so I don't know how she got me in there, like in such short notice, but. It was cool. We got the kids' names, or she got the kids' birthday. I got the kids' names. Oh, okay. And uh, something something I've wanted is just, you know, yeah, finally yeah. happened. So it was cool. But Very, yeah, that was a okay. that was a surprise. All right. Well, what about the pandemic though? Is you fine with that? All the precautions were taken. I mean, I I wear a mask in public. Like, I I think you just wear a mask. You don't yeah. shake hands. Obviously, right. yep. You're gonna be you're gonna be fine. You uh, you also don't have to deal with the media now in the outdoors. We probably won't be around, so that's oh really? Yeah, because why mean, not? Well, because we're probably not going to be allowed to have interaction with you guys as the media. Oh, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't pits. see you. Yeah, in Salt Lake at See? All. Right? See, I I came uh, by, but yeah, um, yeah, I never saw you there. But before, yeah, I mean, we'll still be able to. Before we let you go, uh, Christian, uh, we brought Kiefer on. Kiefer, you're going to do the X brand oh, goggle Kiefer. tear-offs with us, right? Hello. Sweet. Kiefer, uh, Christian said he'd like you to ride his bike, but I told him that RV says you're a shitty tester, so now Christian, <laughs> Christian has taken the offer back. So, yeah. No. I, oh, shit. So. Are you going to be at Glen Helen Thursday? That's the question. Uh, of course. 
Isn't everybody right, I, in I Southern California? To, <laughs> I need you to shake down my bike. You know, I'm in. Give it the Let's good. Go. Give I'm it in. the approval. All right. Listen, all right, he, I'm in. he's just going to tell you. He's going to get on it, okay? And then he's going to tell you how great the 21 is. And then you're going to be like, "Well, I don't have the 21, jerk off." And then that's how it's going to end. Yeah. No, it won't. Yeah, I have to wait for that one. Right. Right. Um, is there any chance the Honda guys ride at Keyford, do you think? We'll get well oh no, you said September. It won't be in the dealership till September, so uh I'm sure other guys on the team will get to ride it because they have there's a few there's a few here. No, I meant racing it, like racing it in front, oh, you know, in front of the public. Yeah, no. yeah probably no. not. No, right. Um because you know, sometimes you'll do that. Like Yamaha, guys got on the new bike at Yamaha one year, you know? Stuff like that. Right. Well, so. you know what? Yamaha has that twenty one out. We can ride that one. <laughs> and hey, listen, that's a hell of a bike. You know, so. not a lot of changes on the 450, so I'm sure that doesn't okay need it. To ride. It's a bike of the year. It doesn't need any changes. It's the fantastic bike <laughs> of the year. So, um, all right, Christian. Um, anything else uh, we want to cover with Christian Starling? Are we good? Just excited to see him race again. Yes, race outdoors on a 450. Are you racing outdoors, Starling? Are you racing? Uh, a few. I'll, I'm not going to do them all. Um, okay. I'm going to do a few because I want to go and do donations again. Um, yeah. And to do that, I got to go over to Europe or, or to the UK early, so uh-huh. I'll miss at least two. But yeah, I definitely am going to do Loretta's because I mean, it, like, I, I don't know if it'll yeah. be next year or anything that will do it again. I'd like to at least say I did it. Um, but, yeah, I'm more just a Supergrass guy, so I'm going to do a few for fun. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm not doing full season. Yeah. And you can, right. tell cool. Jeff, you can tell Jeff and everybody at Geico, Christian, that Kiefer and I are motocross-only guys also. If they need to fill in for Soupy, we're yep. not available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outdoor only. Okay. Yeah. That's new. Outdoor only. New kind we of jump thing. all the singles. No problem. <laughs> yes. No problem, right? Exactly. So, uh, But, hey, Kiefer, right. but Kiefer, tell Christian, like, when we got done with both bikes – you know, I rode we I rode uh, Mumford's first, then Shimoda's, and you did the other way. What I correctly nailed the differences between the two bikes. You did. I was impressed, actually. Thank you. Didn't I? Didn't give you any uh, nope. bits of information. Didn't share anything. And nope. your you were your comments were very good, Steve. I was very impressed. Thank you. Appreciate it. Can you say the motors were different? I'm pretty sure the motors were the same. I think you noticed the gearing. No, motors are different. No, motors really? are different. Yep. Right, Ke- right Kiefer? No, the motors were, uh, clutches were different and gearing were different. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just gearing and you just noticed that one. But nope. didn't know about the clutch. Nope. Super right. tester. Yeah, you're super, pretty good. I'll give super you tester Steve Mathis, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Did anybody I'm talk bad. about how... Uh, is there anyone better looking on a bike than Christian? Do we talk hey, about that? That's this? what I was just thinking in my mind. I was nah. going to say it. You know what, though? He's tired of hearing about this, everybody. He, he just wants care. to get results. He's hear no it. one has better style. Nope. I, I, no. I sat and watched Your style is better. Slow mo. There's a slow mo video 100%. of Christian today, and I just watched it for like. Watch him three in times. the whoops. Out, dude, it's. Outside perfect. of Timmy Ferry, there's been nobody. Yeah. 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 Ferry had a lot of style. Um. No, Christian is beautiful on a bike. It's Absolutely. unbelievable. It is ap- like I love like, watching going and being able to watch those West rounds in Salt Lake. Yeah, I was just sitting there, just like in awe. And his gear always looks good, whether it was TLD, whether, whether it was the the shift stuff, like whatever. The gear always looks good. You, you know, gotta look good to go fast. And Christian figured that out, and yeah. it works. Yeah, that's half of it. Yeah, you gotta look well, good. Yeah. All right. I prefer I prefer Paige in Christian's gear personally. So just saying that. <laughs> right. Of course. She didn't even make your top three though, Kiefer. 
I know because she's just so nice and wholesome. I just I can't put her in there. Like I was thinking dirty things with the other three. True, that's a good point. You were, yeah, <laughs> you know, you were. That's right. You got a good point there. All, All right. right. All right, Christian. Well, hey, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Can't wait to see you on a 450 for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to yeah. see that. Thanks for coming on tonight, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. All Have right. a good one. All right. See you. Thursday, it's a test. Christian Craig, Chris Kiefer, it's a test on Thursday. Uh, if I just show up and bring my gear. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got a bike for Starling to ride, Kiefer? Sure, yeah. Mine's not done yet, so I'm going to cruise out. He's got an RMZ AJ. 250. Yeah, I'm going to put them on RMR. Hey, too. no, I <laughs> ride those gear. in Europe. I ride you a do, Suzuki yeah. 450, and yeah. I was literally talking today. That bike is good. It's fine, yes. That bike is. is good. It is. I'm not yeah, going to sit here and say, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was leading a heat race in Dortmund this year, had it wrapped up pretty easy win, ended up sliding out. I couldn't get the bike started. I DNF'd. That was my no. only dilemma is having yeah, the pull kickstart yeah. out. Like, that no, sucks, that but, problem. like. Dude, everything else, that bike is phenomenal. And especially over there in those tight tracks, yeah. that thing turns on a dime. Yeah. I can turn under riders, like, with no problem. Uh, Rolf, who flies over and does Ken stuff, yep. the German guy, yeah. is our guy for oh, the oh, yeah. German yeah. Uh, Suzuki team. Yeah. So my suspension's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, that bike as a whole, like, yeah. everyone, I go over there and I post photos of me racing that bike and stuff. And I'm and they're like, oh, I can't believe riding a Suzuki. It's outdated. And I'm like... Yeah, but Kiefer, I, just, I just won. So Kiefer fights the good fight for that bike. Like, that bike is you know, that bike's like, phenomenal. You won't hear Kiefer. You you won't hear yourself bagging on that thing. No, I, yeah. he's right. Like no. that thing, corner's good, and yeah. it's it's inexpensive for people that get in the sport. Like it's great. Yep. Um, and people talk shit on the reliability, and that thing's durable. I've never had one break. Right. I I literally like if you had a Suzuki to ride, I'd ride it. Um, I love it. Well, right. no, he doesn't. He has. He does. I, I was making a joke because he had a 250F for Suzuki, and he borrowed that out to anybody who wanted to borrow a bike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, let's do the X-Brand tear-off, shall we? Let's do this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire q Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm. Uh, Justin Starling, Hayes, just some of the guys wearing X-Brand goggles. Uh, EKSbrand.com. Pulp Show uh, 20 is the code to save with uh, the X-Brand goggle guys. And, uh, yeah, great company, great goggles. Kiefer's going to be wearing them soon. And, uh, yeah, EKSbrand.com. So these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Starling, are you familiar with him? I know who he is. You do? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm a fan of the show. What do you mean? Oh. Of course. We don't know who he is. Nobody's ever heard of him. Well, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Well, you know what, guys? I know who he is. Okay. So. We well, found him. That's all. <laughs> found uh, the guy that knows who he is. 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. These questions are for Justin Starling, Chris Kiefer, and myself. Steve, <laughs> besides the Ridgeline, what's been your favorite vehicle you've ever owned? Oh, I'm a van. I'm a van guy. I just grew up with vans, like because I just raced moto, right? I saw a lifted one yesterday. <laughs> I just I raced moto, so I had vans. So. My club wagon that I had before my first Ridgeline, I loved it. It was a Ford club wagon, so it was fully loaded, mm -hmm. but I had bike shoes in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Club wagon was probably my favorite van. Other than Sounds that, gay. other than that, like I had vehicles. I had a box van. I drove for a while a yeah. box van. I drove my first. I had a 77, a 78, an 80, and an 81, like Chevy vans growing up, like back in the. I got a Chevy van at home. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a 10, but. Right. I have one. No, uh, yeah. You're a motor yeah. guy. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember, like, trying to pick up chicks, like, not trying to pick up chicks, but being 16, 17, 18, and, like, I just have a van. Yeah. Sorry, girl. That's it. That's all I have. I, so, my first vehicle I got, I drove, I got, I got the van, the Chevy van. Yeah. Me and my dad borrowed a truck <laughs> for a while. 
took my van to Stewart's. Super excited about the thing. It's my first vehicle. I got a Chevy van, yeah. moto van. Big James walks out and he goes, how are you going to pick up any girls in that thing? <laughs> and I was just like, like, sorry, I'm not a millionaire. I was like, like well, you know what? This is what my budget was. Right, so. right. Uh, Kiefer, did you have vans growing up? Uh, no, my, actually my van, first time I got one was the one I just got. So I was always, I always had old beat up trucks with brand new bikes. That was my program. Wow. Yeah, I know. I, I, I grew Priorities. Up with, I grew up with vans, man. Yep. Okay. Well, I know, because one time we were at Glen Helen, and all you kept doing is freaking out on this dude's box van. Like, that's all you talked about the whole time. <laughs> Dude, a, a box van with a Grumman box? My dad had one. With a Grumman? No, I, I oh, don't know. What, it was just okay. a box van that he built out, and it was awesome. A, a nice Grumman boxes were lower. They had the lower bumper. Factory mm -hmm. Honda had them. Factory Suzuki had them. <laughs> that, I think my dad might have had one of those then. Okay. It was a, it was dial. Pastrana used it for a while too. A a a, a Ford, the the ninety two and up Econoline front <laughs> with a Grumman box done up nice with cabinets. Nothing can beat that. Nothing can and beat that. The whole this is all he said the whole time. Of it, it, it's a Grumman. It's a Grumman. I heard Grumman like <laughs> ten fucking Dude, times. Because they don't. They're out of business now. They don't make boxes anymore, so you can't find them. So if you find right. a mint Grumman, you're in. You're in yeah. fucking business. So. <laughs> All right, next question. All right. Kiefer, what was the best and worst part about driving up to Washougal? Oh, God. Oh, shit. Uh, best part. Man, that's tough. I think I need to break out of white cloth. Uh, there's nothing good about driving up there. <laughs> nothing. Um, worst part is is trying to keep Aiden up so he can actually associate with the family. He sleeps the whole fucking ride up there. So the, that was the, the worst part. The nap stories are great. Yeah, yeah. I had a 50-minute flight today, and I was sleeping. So, yeah, so I, don't like the way you, I don't like the way you mock him like, and put shit in his mouth and all that when he's sleeping. I don't like any of that. But oh, I guess my if, God. That's the funniest. If he sleeps that much, maybe he deserves it, <laughs> yeah. you know? People DMing, like, dude, something's wrong with your kid, Kiefer. Like, you should really get him looked at because you shouldn't be sleeping that much. But I just end up catching him sleeping all the time, so that's why I video it. Right. All right. Uh, Justin, what's an overseas race or series you would want to compete in? Uh, I'd like to do Bercy or Geneva. I've never done those. So, yeah, one of those two. I feel like you could get a ride in the 250 class at one I've of those. been asked every year by Pinard, oh. but it's during the German stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. or Australia. Right. I'd also like to go there. How's Eric doing, buddy? Is he all healthy? Do you know? Is he healed? I haven't talked to him in a you while. You know he jacked himself up, right? He crashed? No, I did not. Oh, okay, never mind. All right. Did not know that. All right, he crashed. I will reach out to him, though. Yeah. All right, Steve. How do you fix or rebrand the motocross designations? Oh, fuck. <laughs> in 30 seconds. Yeah, I don't have enough fucking time. But the first thing they need to do is USA needs to boycott the race until they help those guys out. That's the number well, one thing. That's, that's it. That's happening. So. Yeah. Uh, that race is a joke. Short and sweet. I like it. Yeah. Dude, screw the Canadians. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, Kiefer, Heather yeah. just bought Aiden a new bike. But what was the last thing <clears throat> Heather told Aiden he couldn't have? Uh, Last thing. Ooh, man. Um, A and H uh, is out of, out of hand. A and H is out of hand. She's bad. She, he told he asked to have a girl over, and uh, A and H said negative. She's like, nope, you can't have that over here. So what does he do? Mom goes to work, asks dad. Dad brings her over, hangs out. <laughs> I get yelled at. You can't do that, dude. <laughs> oh no way! Are you serious? Oh yeah, she doesn't like. 
um, his little hoochies coming over. He does, you know, she doesn't like it. Right. But dad's like, yeah, bring on, bring her on by. Yeah, I'm just, well, he, I didn't dad. know, right? So he's like, can I have, you know, so-and-so over? I'm like, sure, yeah, come on over the pool, whatever. I'll just hang out. And, and then, of course, Aiden's like, guess what? You know, so-and-so came over today. We had a good time, Mom. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he rap ball you? Stick on your dipstick? Because every time he wakes <laughs> him up. Yeah. Yeah, Payback. Apart from all the, the sleeping videos I do. <laughs> all right. Starling, name a rider you enjoy battling with and someone you hate to race. Oh, man. Enjoy battling with uh, Devin Raper, actually. So, like, I remember I had the 250 and the 450 yeah. class. Um, I always seem to be, like, he doesn't get very good starts. And I always tell him, I'm like, dude, I always feel like I, f- I find you on the track. And he'll race me aggressive, but it's always clean, and we always are, like, fist bumping coming off the track. So, yeah. for sure, racing with him is so much fun. Uh, someone I don't like racing against, I don't, I don't know. I've never really had, like, problems with anyone or anything like that that i know of uh i'm sure maybe someone in europe probably i don't know Riche. no oh, Flor- yeah. florent yeah awesome guy okay. always been super cool with him but yeah i don't know it's probably one of the french guys i don't know if they <laughs> called him out but maybe one All right, of 44 them. seconds that's it we, yeah. we strict 30 seconds i don't know strict 30 you're banned you're banned talk your time. <laughs> steve if Swap was the first one to get kicked out of Supercross, who's the first media to get clipped for the Nationals? Uh, probably I'm the heavy favorite, but I, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I think I feel, I feel like, like you push the line, but you won't ever yeah, overstep the line. No, well, I Instagrammed me getting coffee from a truck inside the pits in Salt Lake, and that, and that was a no-go. That was, that was not. They were, they were asking, was, was Mathis in your truck? Was Mathis? In, they were trying to track. Were they really? They were trying to track down the truck that they found me in, but no one cracked. <laughs> <laughs> no one cracked. I want to thank Mitch for that, for not cracking. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. But, uh, no, I don't know. I, I think the outdoors will be a little bit uh, less strict. But I, I do think, yeah, we won't be allowed to have any interaction with anybody. Kiefer, with all the amateur racing you've been doing, rate the current Moto MILF climate. Ooh. Good one. Good one. Good one. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm not too familiar. The bad news about amateur racing is I am so burnt out. I don't walk around. I'm just so over it. So the time I get there, I don't really sniff around and look at, you know, amateur moms. Um, I'm, I'm still, you know, this is, I always say this, it's not an amateur mom, but something about Barsha's mom, dude. I like Barsha's mom a lot. I'm that's so confused this, on wait, this because I've seen Paige, pictures of Barsha's mom. Does Paige Craig go? I know, now, dude. Though? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There, if you look at her, there's no sex appeal, right? Like I don't think there's nothing there. They're like, oh wow, that is great, right? But she's just sweet, cute, and maybe it's the little the gap tooth that does it for me. I don't know. Something does it for me. <laughs> but what about does Paige Craig fall into this now? Because they're like, I feel like they're going to the track all the time, and he's riding all the time, and it might be amateur. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't look at Paige that way for some reason. Your top three is still controversial. Still very controversial. No, my top three is solid. But, hey, I will be at Loretta's, and I will be scoping out the mom situation, so I will get back to you on this. Okay. okay. We want a full report. What Thanks. about my mom giving BJs? Thanks, Moser. <laughs> uh, all right, last one. Starling, did you ever see JSR's mom suntan topless? No. That was so. I I stayed with JSR for a couple of weeks. Uh, in they've stayed at my house, really for months and months and months out of years. The mom too, oh, mom yeah. and dad. 
I've never seen that. Okay. She she was suntanning topless. Because I can tell you right now, I'd be young enough at that point right. where I'd have been like, oh, yeah. my God, boobies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can't We saw it in Quebec. So we really? saw it in Quebec. Me and Frenette. Maybe it's because at my parents' house yeah, and they yeah, were just like yeah. not comfortable with right, it, right, but right. they probably went to like a nude beach or something, oh, yeah, but yeah. not not at my house. Yeah. And I never went to the beach with them. So. We covered this a bit on our, on our uh, the last time you were in studio at the, in Salt Lake, but JSR stayed at your, I mean, you, you and JSR, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we go literally the so far. The second greatest Canadian rider My dad ever. was a mechanic. That's right. how it all started. Right. And then, yeah, my dad and him are actually still business partners and like buying and flipping houses. Right. Um. Yeah, that goes yeah. really far back. Yeah, good dude, JSR. Like from when I was like on, on like what, what, before what, I was even like said, racing, like CRF fifties, like as like that was my bike. Right. He got me off quads. <laughs> I rode a quad you, for you like saw JSR's mom's boobs. No, I didn't. I no, did. I, I, I did didn't. in ninety seven. How was that? I remember being a little bit alarmed. <laughs> I mean, were they good or were they motorboat or you know? Nah, smaller, smaller size. Yeah. Smaller. Were they built for speed or built for comfort? Yeah, yeah, built for speed. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's my JSR story. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's all. All right, X brand goggles. Oh. What is going on? I hit the intro instead of the outro. <laughs> wow. And oh then I tried god. to correct it by hitting the outro, but then they were both just playing. Oh my god. Man, that's rough. It's been a while, I guess, right? Oh, what? hey, buddy! <laughs> I have a, I have a drop for that somewhere. I can't, I can't seem to find what it. Drop right of what? How, it's you saying how? Oh wait, how, how are, are you, you the, the producer? producer? Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. <laughs> All right, Kiefer. Hey, thanks for staying up for us, buddy. Appreciate it. I forgot to no do this earlier. Just watching the Raiders play. Hey, how a bike you? this week? Yeah. Oh, what's that? Sorry, you a, broke up. A bike this week? Uh, possibly Thursday. Okay, I'll come out because I mean, my bike won't be done until I think Saturday or Sunday. So, yeah, Th- throw me a call. Oh, oh. He has my number. And, and, and also, number. and also, can we can we talk about how uh, I went riding in Glen Helen on Thursday? I went mountain biking on Friday. Great there ride. Kiefer bailed. Kiefer bailed on the LA. ride. What? You were in LA. I was in I was LA. Driving through LA. Yeah, I was in Pasadena. Great ride. Yeah. I come back home to Kiefer's oh, place. God. He has taken the exhaust off of my blue crew. <laughs> he has just taken it. He's like, oh, hey, I needed an FMF uh, 4.1, so uh, I just put a stock exhaust back on your bike. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's how, that's how so it works. So I, I need an FMF 4.1. Yeah. Should I go to, like, Rocky Mountain and just, just take just it? Just take it. And then just be like, hey, I just I need one. I need one, so I'll just take it. All right, and, so and now then, I know that that And works. I'm just sitting there going, uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so Lil D, how, so how? I have no exhaust anymore. Thank you, thanks, Chris Keeper. Thank you. Hey, a real funny story about that. So, before you got back to the house, like I took it off, right, and then I put stock one back on, and then I was inside in the office area doing something. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna close the garage door so he doesn't walk in and see that there's a stock muffler on it. So he has to walk through the front door, and then I could tell him about it first to break the ice. So. <laughs> That's if you notice the garage door was shut when yeah. you came in. That's why you had to go to the front door. Right, right. I'm just like, oh, cool. Right on. So your buddy leaves his bike in the house. You just steal parts off it. Awesome. Great. Cool. Yeah, it's less work for you to do, and you got to turn it back in. I had no say in this. I had no, no. say in this. No. No matter what you said, it no, was over. The, the bike was gone. Yeah. The FMF 4.1 tie system. Bye bye. See you later. Now I have a stock. You, your your bike did get washed though. Only because you needed to steal the exhaust off of it. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, at least you had the courtesy to wash yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly that's right. Good. Yeah. So anyway, so 
we'll see how that goes. Uh, if I uh, if I come up short on a jump out at Western because uh, I don't have the bottom end hit of the FMF 4.1, I will be calling you. My lawyer will be if in touch you with you. Brain, brain fluid coming out your nose again, then it's my fault. Yep, my lawyer will be in touch with you and uh, A&H. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. All right, see you guys. Bye. See you. Later. That's Chris Keefe, everybody. Last commercial break of the night here on the Papa Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and uh, Fly Racing. We'll come back. We're going to do the Motorsport.com tweet at Talon. We will do the uh, voicemails. We'll talk a little bit more. I want to get Justin Starling's best stew story. I have a few. Okay. Think about it. Yeah. We'll come back from commercial break. We'll get that and much more. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you around. Don't grab my wife's butt, dude. I, did <laughs> you see what just happened here? You just grabbed her butt. I saw that. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp of Mech Show, everybody. 
Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Verandis, and run a Vortex sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. 
Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulpamex when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. 
Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams at Reliant Works Connection Products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Pulp Mix Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Justin Starling in studio, uh, AJE Husqvarna rider. You having fun? Yeah, loving it. You uh, you you listen, right? You listen to the show yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, so this is kind of like I'll sometimes listen to the same show twice too, like on like a road trip. I'll just listen to it again to see if there's anything that I missed or was like overlooking when I was doing what, something. What's it like being in studio? Is it weird? Is it different? Because a lot of people are like a lot of people say. That it goes by way faster than you than you it's realize. It's ripping by. Yeah. I just looked at my watch and I'm like, wow, it's 9:30. We started yeah. at five. Like right. that was way quicker <laughs> than I ever thought. But like for me, I like talking. Right. And I like being around it and being in it. And it's kind of more than I thought it would be. Like it's a little bit cooler actually being here okay. than right. huh. I would have yeah. thought it was going to be. Cooler. So yeah, he likes it. Yeah. No, I enjoy it. I'm super pumped. Yeah, He's just uh, wait till he has to leave tomorrow. Yeah, he just he knows he has to sleep here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Half the battle is is if somebody actually just listening to the show who's right. sitting in that chair. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's half the battle. Honestly, like, one okay. person that you should have in here is Tristan. Really? You really should get Tristan in here because he's he's a lot like me where he pays attention to a lot of things. Yeah, and he's a lot. He talks a lot like Adam. Like he's yeah. really. No, I've done a privateer pod with him. Yeah, if you yeah. he'll come absolutely yeah. anytime. You should really at some point try to get him in. Well, maybe I'll. He lives in Florida, so the problem is, is I got to take pay from one of these two guys and, and you see. Know. That's why Just I hit you up. Hits. That's why I was like, I'm oh, yeah. here. Yeah, good. good I was job. like, I'm here. Right. I, I'm a quick. 50 minute flight up like right. or i can even drive like it doesn't matter like it was cheaper ultimately to fly than yeah, it was to drive but for sure yeah it was just it's a, i figured it was perfect time uh this weekend uh filthy phil nicoletti kicks off his canadian moto uh, uh series up there trying to get that number one plate and he's going to use ride engineering for that ride-engineering.com uh pulp show 20 is the code to save it ride-engineering.com They've got some new functional bling for the Blue Crew riders to adjust the chain and make sure the rear wheel is square. These reversible axle blocks have two positions depending on which way they are placed in the swing arm to help adjust for chain wear or gearing changes. Each block is wider than stock. 
to easily align the precision laser lines with the swing arm marks. Available in red or blue for both the 22mm, which is the YZ, the FX, and the WR, or the 25mm, which is YZFs. Yamaha Axel, 44 bucks when you use the discount code PULPSHOW20. RideJustEngineering.com. This would actually be really helpful for me. I should get a pair when I adjust my chain. Sometimes the uh, the little lines on the swing arm don't, and the blocks aren't always lined up, and you're like trying to climb. Ride's got yeah. really good product. Yeah, too. they they really do. They good yeah. job. So RideJustEngineering.com. Pulp Show Twenty. It's the code to save with those guys. Pro Filter as well. Pulp Twenty is the code to save with Pro Filter. Whether it's uh, an air filter, an oil filter, a dirt bike, street bike, side by sides, uh, sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. You can easily pick up a pre-oiled, ready to use premium air filter. Oil filter for your next service on your on your on your vehicle. Profilter.com. Pulp twenty at code to save. And there's an imagine there's an alternative way that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your filters. I've been using Profilter in uh, my Blue Crew and I love it. I take the dirty filter, I throw it away, then I put a new one in. It's fantastic. Who wants That's to clean with factory life right there? Who wants to clean uh, with gas and oil and all that? Nobody wants to. Not me, but no. I do it. You do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should get Profilter. I do, do it. it then. Um. Well, only when I'm in Florida. When I'm out west, then it's just I give him the hoodie. Good point. He yeah. cleans them, yeah. does them back right, for me, right, you know. Right, right, right. one filter fa- service. That's a factory service. Check so it that's, out. That's like, pretty, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Don't yeah. bro um, So, growing up in Florida, uh, Stu, James Stewart, mm-hmm. also a kid that you grew up around and the yeah. family and everything else. What's your, what's a couple of James Stewart stories? Well, I can tell you right now, back in 2009 is like where I was there like all year. Yeah. Like, I was only really home on weekends. Um. So I was with that guy when he was not in his prime, but he was slaying it on the 450, the Cali. Yeah. Yep. And the jumps that they had at their track was just ridiculous. Insane. They were so big. Yep. And this dude would just be going around on a 30 and the bike would just all of a sudden be upside down. And you're just like, what, why? Right. You know, like, right. what do you, like, I'm just nervous jumping this thing straight in a yeah. 30 and this yeah. dude's upside down and this is for fun. You know, he yeah. just does it just out of nowhere. And Red Dog got hired to test for him and it couldn't really do it because he didn't want to ride that track. Yeah. So it takes, like, it took a long time for me to get comfortable with jumping those things in a moto. Jumping them for fun? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Right, but right. when you're getting a little fatigued at the end of the moto. Rough, it's ruddy, yeah. And you're just out there just, you know, you jump this huge double turn right and you just jump it the other way. You know, you're just like, why? <laughs> you know, like, what? what's the point of that? You they know? were so big. They yeah. were so big. And it was like just the gnarliest things. But I remember one time, like, so... There was a, literally, you came out of these rollers, then you go step on, step off, and you land in it. didn't go down back to, like, dirt and then the face. It was like you landed in, like, another step off type thing or step on, and it transitioned into this face that was just huge. <laughs> and it was, like, probably a 120-foot double. And I was too, I did not like it. I hated it, but jumping it from the high line, like the, the main face, yeah, because yeah. you went so high, yeah. and you came into it fourth gear wide open yeah, on, on going, a step yeah, on, step right, off. right, right. I was like, I don't want to hit it there. I'm going to stick on the low line. And the low line would just shoot you more forward, yeah. you know? Big James hated it because <laughs> you're not supposed to ride over there. There's hay bales or markers. You don't ride that side of the track. Yeah. So James passes me, and I go through the rollers and step on, step off. Well, he jumps the high line. I jump the low line, and he scrubs to land on the left, like, where Set the track the, goes. Yeah. Low line was on the left. Yeah. Dude, he scrubs, he looks back, and we're at the point of touching, and right when we land, we touch. Oh. And I'm just, like, freaking out in the air because this is a 120, 130-foot double. Yeah. Big James reamed me. He was like, you do not ride that line anymore. That's too dangerous. You're going to take James out, all this <laughs> stuff. But, like, just, like, James. But, like, but he scrubbed into me. I was like, he scrubbed the thing so hard. And he says, you're supposed to be hitting it there, too. I'm like, well, M- Mookie's hitting it there, too. So, yeah. like, what are you, why are you yelling at right, me? But, right. like. 
man, when it comes to James, like, obviously everyone sees... Nobody crashed, though? You guys were fine? No, we were totally yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 it was totally okay. Yeah. Um, and, like, James apologized to me, like, little James. Yeah. He was like, oh, like, my bad. I shouldn't yeah. have gone left. And I'm like, well, I shouldn't have hit the low line, you know, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, right. yeah, it was just, like, little things that you just wouldn't really think about that he'd come around and there'd be a 3-5-3 three, three, and, you know, just threeing it was gnarly or just twoing it was gnarly and he'd wheel tap the thing. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. why? No, I've been there for a few practice days and you're in awe watching him ride. Just you're, in awe. Yeah, but then, but just, then going back to it, like how we were just talking about Craig, yeah. he does that stuff now. Yeah. And he just did it like Star West. And like I looked at that wheel tap and I'm like, mm, no, I'm going to seat bounce that thing all the way or I'm doubling and <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. wheel tapping. And he does it every lap. But yeah. it's like he does it in the smoothness of James, you yeah. know. And yeah. Yeah. James just had these little little things that he would just pull well, James, out. Craig, Craig uses his height to make it look ama- easy for yeah. him, right? His height is really what, what helps him out a lot mm-hmm. and makes it look great. James didn't have that advantage, right? He just ran his bike so stiff that right. it, didn't, it wouldn't he blow through. He just had two by fours in his forks? Yeah, right. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> – I never rode his bike, so I don't know exactly, but I can tell you right now, you look at the suspension, it never moved. So were you there, oh no, this was later, when he was on a Yamaha, but riding a Suzuki at his house during the week, there was that for, phrase for a little bit? So, so yes, but no. Yeah. When that would happen, I wasn't allowed. Right, Like, right. and nobody was, yeah, you know, yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. there was that whole thing of end of Supercross yeah, and all was, that. And, he was riding a Suzuki during the week. Yeah. Trying to work out a Suzuki deal with Factory Suzuki. Yeah. And then yeah. Like that, right. I... I was around, but I I, yeah. I didn't know what was going on, but yeah. I knew something was going on. But I thought it was maybe tires. I didn't really yeah. think, you know. Right. And then I found out what it was. Yeah. They were yeah. like, oh, yeah, actually, when he wanted to ride the Suzuki that day, we just basically didn't let anyone out. And I'm right. like, I get it, yeah. you know. Yeah. I could be a kid walking around with a phone or yeah, look at James on the Suzuki. Right, you know? right. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, God, what a facility they have there with the lights and the It's unreal. I mean, I just got to ride there. Um I think it was right before Daytona yeah. for a day, and it's just the whole facility is just yeah. phenomenal. I mean, it's obviously not as intense as when James was riding, right. where they had the two Supercross tracks yeah. going. Now it's just one, yeah. but it's just like the whole facility is like that took facilities to another level. Yeah. But yeah. then still no one's gotten to that level of having stadium lights at a practice track. <laughs> like that's just unheard of, yeah. you know, like yeah. I remember back in the day he used to do actual day races like you're not day races yeah. but like a program, yeah, a program. where he would right, do a right. track walk he'd go out there and do a practice 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 and then do a heat race i think he always threw an lcq in there just to yeah. do more laps and then you do a main event but he did the main event at 9 30 at night yeah yeah and it was just yeah. like oh my god you know like yeah. like who can the do this you know right, and this right, is like so right. unheard of right. at the time you yep. know and it's that facility is just state of the art yeah. like you just really can't say anything but then on top of it if you like cars big james has got his garage and that place is never ending of things i I was telling somebody that when i was there they had more fox boots in stock than any dealer in the world in in the world i'm sure still there against the wall all of even his nike boots all of his red bull helmets his test helmets they're they're just sitting there like just collecting dust and that stuff's like gold to us and it's just sitting there he must have had all of his bikes and a hundred pairs of boots and boxes from fox Mm -hmm. when i was there maybe Okay, maybe not. They don't sell anything. It's all there. Yeah. I swear to God, 50 to 100 pairs yep. of boots. Just, yep. I'm like, what's sauce? <laughs> it's all in the building with the bikes. Yeah. Against the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I, It's crazy that he's helping out Sexton. That's awesome yeah. to see him back. That was I'm cool surprised. to see. Yeah. Like, I remember just seeing him, what did he show up at, Tampa? Tampa. Tampa yeah, yeah, and I was just like, man, like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, like, just to see him back around, and he just looks happy again, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I'm like, that's... I, not what he was missing, but he started to miss it, yeah. you know, at the yeah. end. And 
it's just good to see him back around, you yeah. know, because even like the last few times that I've been out there for the last couple of years, like I haven't seen him. Yeah. No, no. Haven't yeah. heard from no, him. No, haven't he was, nothing, you he's know. He's ditched a lot of people yeah. for, for a lot of things. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and it's good to see him back around. And does he owe that to us? No, but it, you can tell he likes it. Yeah. He still loves it. He just wanted to get separated from it. And that's what he did. Yeah. yeah nothing absolutely. wrong with it, you know, and that's it but hey, the bike life's going good for you huh the bicycling cycling yeah all that yeah mountain biking's been great the intense guys that hooked me up with that e-bike and yeah. just do all of it it's great you're always it's, it's you're riding all the time pretty much yeah i try to get in 100 miles a week what do you use for like cycling kits uh i'm all over the place i'm all over the, i'm all over have the you map. spandex stampede uh i've seen them but yeah i don't know it's, you should get one they're really good Well, unless they give them to me i'm not gonna <laughs> like no offense <laughs> but i can get free ones so i just wear whatever i, I, I get, get it, free. But, yeah Telling yeah. you, like they're right. They're good. Yeah, I, I run the. That's uh, what I use for cycling oh, on yeah. a road bike. Yeah, because yeah. I'm from Florida, so mountain biking's not really a thing. Yeah, yeah, right. So if I was to get a taser, I basically wouldn't be sweating the entire ride. Yeah, just flat. Yeah, right? I'd be <laughs> flat the entire time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wouldn't jo- make sense. Justin Starling here in studio. We got the voicemails. We got the motorsport.com tweet it. Talent segment. Let's do the voicemails first. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You can call anytime. Leave a voicemail. I, there are some wacky ones this week. I left a couple of them in there just to give uh, Justin Starling a sense of our listeners. So here we go. Here's the best of the best of the ones that while we while we were off. Hey guys, uh, Austin here from San Antonio. Uh, just wanted to get your guys' opinion on a new outdoor filament. Um, so the new format would be three motos, fifteen minutes. It'd get, uh, I don't know, it'd get all the races more racing, and, you know, they're still racing less than what they did if they'd race 230s. Um, let me know what you guys think. Thank you. No, nobody cares. Why do we need three mo- three three moto three shorter motos? I don't agree with that at yeah, all. What's I, the point I, of getting I, I fitness know. then? I don't know, bro. I that's just, where I think. Why it, do that's you where... sit at home and be like, you know what, be awesome, dude? Yeah, three motos, like what? But I think that's where outdoors comes in with being fit and in shape yeah. and being able to hammer for thirty minutes. Right. If you did fifteen minutes, it's what's uh, the point? I don't understand why. I get that you know maybe we want to redo some stuff, but putting making taking two thirties and making into three forty fives. Why? Nah, no, I don't agree with that at all. Hey, Steve, it's raining yellow. I got a, a setup question. So, like uh, like the Cooper Webb situation, he won, he won one race, boom, confident, lit on fire, one race. So it's like you could be confident one day because you won, the bike setup's perfect, and then say you have a little bit of a crash, you know, nothing crazy. Well, now you're doubting the bike and doubting the setup because your confidence level isn't at the same place. So it's like super mental. The bike setup could be fine, but you were just more confident, say, going in the whoops or more confident in the corners. And now you have a little bit of doubt, so you're not riding to your potential. But So you're going to change the setup, and then you're lost in the circle. So I don't know. That's kind of my take on it. Like You'll never make these guys happy because they're so fucking mental. All right, what do we think about that? What 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 do we think of that, Starling? I mean, he's got a point, you know, with riders and setups and all of that. Like, yeah, so it, I used to be that way yeah. where I would have a good race and I love the bike, bad race, hate the bike. <laughs> it, it, it's like it's an excuse. Right. It's all it is. It's an excuse. A lot of what I've heard is lately if the rider comes off the track and he's super pissed and he's, you know, this, this, yeah. this, 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 and this, yeah. that, like, people at the team need to give him, like, 10 minutes. Because in 10 minutes, our whole mentality changes. Right. And then we can actually talk. Because if we're going to come off the track hot, 
that bike is bad, this, 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 and this, and this, but the bike could actually be good, but it's, it just depends. Um, but I mean, it also, it, it can change from place to place. You go to Oakland where it's kind of softer yeah. and then you go to, you know, Vegas Anaheim, and it's, Anaheim, you know, Vegas. concrete, whatever, right. something like that. Right. And then the bike chain setup will change, but it just depends. A lot of it is just mentality. It's just right. an excuse that we're looking for in yeah. my opinion, but yeah. I, everyone else is different. You never know. The whole, I, I just, I mean, I was a mechanic in 1996, right? Yep. And I don't want to be one of those guys that said, uh, hey, I walked uphill to school both ways. When I, I, riders were tougher than you pussies. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But I cannot believe the amount of fucking, you know, blaming the setup that we have nowadays in 2020. It's, yeah. it's It Our didn't used to be good. like that. It didn't used to be like that. It used to be like, you know what? I wasn't very good today. Yeah. I, I didn't have a good day. I didn't feel good. I, I don't, you know. Now it's like, ah, it's still fighting the bike. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you had all you had all two months of Supercross. And now we're at round nine of the actual Supercross series, and you're still questioning your bike. So I, I, like, I, you know. I heard something the other day where someone was complaining about the TLD bike from last year. Yeah. And they were like, well, everyone was complaining about it. That's why people yeah. left, blah, blah, blah. Right, and I was right. just kind of sitting there thinking, like, I would have killed for that motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and the bike and wasn't even the far resources. off from Jordan and Shane winning the year before. Yeah, I was like, yeah. the resources, all that stuff. I'd kill to have yeah. that stuff. AJE would kill to have yeah. that stuff. Yep. Um, so it's kind of like, well, is it, was it the bike really? Yeah. Or was that just something that you're finding as an excuse? Yeah. And I don't know if that's not pointing fingers at anyone that's yeah, just yeah. it's just those things like we i look at it as a different point because i've never been on a factory team yeah you know so i would have loved to have what those guys had but those guys were saying that that was terrible i was thinking today did you ever get a fill-in with somebody did i remember seeing that somewhere no the you closest to a okay. fill-in like factory bike that i ever had was motosport honda oh was that they it? had okay. work suspension okay um well not work suspension yeah. but like we, hey, kit stuff, stuff yeah. with yeah. showa right um and chassis stuff and all that and um but I that think to myself that you filled in at somebody at some point but yeah not. unless i had a concussion i can't remember it yeah i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that i think that was the closest to a factory bike that right. i've ever had right. um right. yeah so i would imagine that's probably it right. i think my bike in europe is closest can't. to a factory bike sorry you can't believe you're gonna say that you're not in shape steve that is absolutely bonkers dude like you're you you have a billion billion hours on your e-bike you're going on going on johnny o johnny o style rides all the time and you know you're putting 23 hours or whatever on your dirt bike dude you are in shape like more in shape than i'm gonna be and i'm only 190 200 pounds you know so like don't give yourself some goddamn credit you are in shape and if you don't believe you're in shape because of your weight or how you look, always remember round is a shape, buddy. But that's not even a slight at you because I keep seeing things on social media and I'm like, God damn, Steve has lost so much weight. I wish I could put in the effort to do what he's doing, but I'm such a lazy, fat piece of shit that that's not what I want to do. So, Steve, give yourself some credit. You're in shape. Just give yourself some credit. I am not in shape. I do not go on Johnny O type of rides. I follow Johnny O on Strava, and I am not doing Johnny. O. Yes, I am not doing Johnny O rides. Uh, he said I'm in better shape than him, as if he was like some sort of judge of being in shape. He says he's not. So you know why? You know I'm not in shape. I'm not in shape. I'm not where I need to be. Uh, it's fine. But Whatever. you look good. How much have you lost? Though, like sixty, I, seventy pounds. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, uh, but I, I still have a long way to go to be in shape. Right. You're in shape. 
try to be. Right. These, Your cardio is pretty good, though. These it two are not. Be. I'm not in shape. I'm not in shape. I'm round. Kiefer's in shape. You know, like that's where that's where I think like Justin Starling and Chris Kiefer are what I picture being in shape people. I.e., very you little. See, you should see Jerry right now. Right. He's down ten pounds. Oh yeah. He's ripped. Dude, he's he's getting pretty gnarly. Yeah. Like that DV program. Yeah. It's working. <laughs> it's working. It's good. working. It's good. He's uh, all plant based and everything now. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I'm just I've saying. been working on it until those peanut butter things are oh, so good. Boy. They are good. Uh, so I'm not in shape, but I'm in better shape, which is cool. And I'm enjoying the mountain biking and the dirt biking. But also, when I posted a photo of myself at a mountain bike ride up in Pasadena, uh, and the bib that I wear is super tight, so it looks makes me look like skinnier than what I am. So just FYI, everybody. You're still killing it. Give thank yourself you. a yeah, so you're, no, you're, good. You're but, definitely killing but it. But I got a long way to go, but thank you. Trust the process. Thank you. Hey, Steve. I'm just listening to show 431, the voicemails. Why the hell are people bagging on Vets? Vets is gold. Fuck those people. I love Chris Vets. Keep him on the show. Thanks for all you do. Love your content. Love you, man. Yeah, a lot of some some Vets haters. How could you hate Vets? People are going to hate. I don't understand it. He's amazing. It's it's great. Yes, he's, I love that man. Yeah, I don't know the guy. Yeah, I didn't know who he was right. until just recently. Um, Dude, he had a lot of good questions about he's, Moto. And, he's really good. Yeah, like he's honestly really good. Right. He he said that uh, AC's back is going to be sore from carrying my show. <laughs> so, anyways, all right. Hey guys, big show on Monday night. Really loved RV being on the show. Not show 400 style pretty good show not so great <laughs> but but hey oh shit asshole. so my quest to learn what the fuck happened with the will Hahn star 250 test with Kiefer riding it and and y'all riding it for that matter what the fuck went sideways there because I do fuck not know hard. and then I'm listening to the show tonight and Kiefer's calling Will and being, like, a good guy, which, I mean, you know, what the fuck? I mean, come on. You know, really love that Kiefer guy, right? But, I mean, I don't know. All I know is you guys went after Will for, like, we need to test really the like guy. And everybody heard Will commit to letting it happen, and it didn't happen. And swap guys did ride it before you guys. So what the fuck? I mean, seriously. And then for the conclusion of that to be calling Will like, hey, bro, you know, yeah, man. Hey, can we work it out kind of thing? Honestly, guys, I mean, seriously, what in the fuck went sideways in the middle of all of that? I'd really appreciate an update. Love you guys. Well, Will won't come on the show, so we can't talk to him about it. The team won't let him come on, and it was just they were got upset that we were going to test the bike. Someone there got upset, and so we never got to test the bike. It was basically what the hell happened. It was basically a fuck you to me because uh, we were supposed to test it. Not, not from Will though. Not from Will. Yes. Yeah. So that I don't think Will had anything to do. No, with that. Will did not know no. when I told Will. Swap was riding the bike. He was as shocked as I was. He was like, what? He wasn't like, there at the track? No. No, he wasn't there at the time. Really? No. So, yeah, it's just egos and, and being pissy and whatever. So, 
it's okay. We rode a Geico bike. It was great. We're going to maybe ride another factory team's bike. I would love to ride that star bike, yep. though. Yeah. That thing is fast. One of them pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's all I got. All right, all right. Hey, Steve, Pulp Nation. <clears throat> Just wanted to give you guys kudos on the uh, the segment, off-the-cuff segment you guys had about uh, Dark Side and the battered wife scenario. Um, dear God, funniest shit I've heard on Pulp I don't in a remember long time, that. I, don't, I was what? literally crying. I don't remember that. Is he talking about Tech Man? Was no, that all Tech yeah, Man? No. Where he's talking about Kiefer was talking about dark side being the battered wife because you guys always just say, and, ah, ah, you know oh yeah yeah ah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. i think it was when maybe jt was here did, i'm not JT sure he was here yeah but that yeah. did not lead into bring it to me now yeah that was all part of oh part of it yeah, yeah. i was like and then, and then yoda came in somewhere right right yeah. Mm, yoda. <laughs> yeah uh dark side didn't call in tonight i guess he's over it i guess he's he texted me wait for oh, it he's probably I'm doing calling. the the wrap-up show oh, you are yeah okay. hey, me too yeah what? Yeah. You are too. Yeah, we're doing the rapper show. Together. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. Best rapper show ever. Yeah, You're yeah, welcome. no doubt. All right. Last one I had to film it twice. Really crying in bed. I got my headphones in. My wife is watching her stupid show, Thirteen Reasons, and I'm finishing up my Pulp MX uh, recording at the end of the day. And man, I just I keep her. Uh, everyone else in there, man, the noises y'all were making, I mean, dear God, it doesn't get any better. I was literally crying. Um, my gut hurts today just from laughing so much. Thank you guys for all the laughs and smiles. Uh, keep it going. Don't ever sell, Steve. Don't ever sell. It, it, Unless it's... That's, been the, that's the best part know. is when you get emails about that, you know, just like how funny it is for people to laugh at work or laugh by themselves or whatever that that makes it worthwhile for sure you know unless it's a blank check but <laughs> thanks guys hey paul this is in regards to a caller that said they had a hard time reaching fmf customer service uh i gotta say i had the same experience long before the pandemic um i don't know what it is i left messages and uh tried tried social media you name it man Never heard back, had a problem with pipe fitment. So they lost me as a customer, and I just want to say that that guy's it's not unique to him. I've heard other people say the same thing. All right, sorry, FMS, but that's how it's going. That guy never – I remember that guy called in about things, and I said, hey, email me, and I'll pass it on and make sure it gets answered. He never I'll emailed say Lil me. Lil D's solid. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if the who is doing the rest right. of that stuff, but, like, right. Lil D is epic. He's yeah. always been super and, communicative and, with me and all that. Me so. too, absolutely. And, I, and I've and – I've, helped be the middleman for some issues with fmf stuff before and he's always let me handle it let yeah. me get on this you know what i mean like all so the time you get me a pipe though because all the other ones are out well now so. Kiefer has my pipe so Yo, you know. say we both need him right <laughs> hey name's vince love you guys show was just listening to this past week's episode and uh Kiefer needs to look at that through a different eye um he's got a wife that's supporting the moto thing uh that is the golden e-ticket so she's passionate about it that's good let her run interference um how many guys you know it's okay when you get married to have a bike and then about five ten years in it's a big problem so he should be happy he's got a wife that supports it um you guys have a great show 
keep us good work. See ya. A and H. Hey, Steve, here's your little Yamaha plug. I have a 16 YZ250S, and last time I checked the hours on it was about at 158. It probably has 180 now, and I have done absolutely nothing to that bike except oil and an air filter, and I've had zero issues on that bike. Absolutely none. No top end. Great bike. Bye, Yamaha people. Blue crew. Wow. Steve, Pulp Nation. Um, I was wondering, maybe we could address <clears throat> the uh, the issue with Weege. Um, man, great guy. I know he's probably never been hated on. Obviously, um, an intelligent son of a gun. But, dude, can we please just teach him how to laugh properly? Can we just, someone just sit down with him? Can we take him to a laugh coach? So, something, something, please. Because this dude's laugh is A, creepy, be laugh coach. Uh, creepy and see just weird and and I don't know. I love Weege. Um, beautiful face. Should be an Abercrombie and Fitch model, but just his laugh is god awful. And I, I would pay. Uh, you guys should start a, a fund for Weege's laugh. I just I, I know he needs help. Um, it would just it would just make his whole character. It would round it out, you know, and, and it would make the whole package, you know, just that much better. Uh, thanks. And, um, yeah, get uh, get Tits or Marks over there to start a poll and, or GoFundMe, and we'll, we'll get this thing started. So, thanks, guys. GoFundMe for a laugh coach? Or? That's the weirdest have thing I, I've ever heard. Have I not heard. noticed? I don't feel like there's anything wrong with his laugh. I've never noticed it's anything a little weird. It. It, it is a little weird laugh. It's eh, eh, Doesn't it's that just weird. fit his personality? Yeah, now, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. now I'm going to look at him different, and yeah. when he laughs, I'm going to like pay attention yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, and no, I'm pay attention. Feel really He's dumb. got an odd laugh, but not nothing that was worth a voicemail and a GoFundMe for a laugh coach. No, nothing like that. Hmm. All right, is that it. <laughs> I am so stoked for Steve Mathis grinding grind. Stoked to be here. These are the people that listen. Right here. Right here. That's it. That's the people Mathis, that listen. Love the show. Just listen to four thirty one. Uh Kiefer After Dark. Always always a good one. Um love that show as well. But can you please never have Jason Thomas on there again? What? I already thought that dude seemed kinda like he was a forty year old virgin. Wow. That was awful. I love JT. I, I can literally picture you guys. In studio in a circle, and he's just thinking, "Oh, please don't call me! Please don't call me! Oh, me so horny! Oh, oh my god! Get rid of him. That guy needs to get laid. Please help him." Uh, that's our listeners, everybody. Hi, Steve. I wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed your last show. It's great to sit around and listen to four of the most knowledgeable minds in our sport talk all things motocross. And then end the night with three of the four of you sitting around talking about whacking off. I was laughing so hard I had tears in my eyes. Good entertainment, man. Keep up the good work, bro. Hey, where are you guys at? It's another Monday night. I can't watch your janky-ass e-bike riders on YouTube. It's Monday. So our listeners, everybody, that's there we go. That's 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 the voicemails. We're, that's we're the cream of the crop, right? Yeah, there. I know that's the best of the best. So is that why we, uh, we didn't call JT tonight? Yeah, imagine the ones that, that I didn't put on the air. Oh gosh, 
People love JT. How many do you get? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, Thirty to fifty a week. God. Yeah, it sucks. It, it's a pain in the ass to go through. Yeah. Yeah. If we've been off for a little while, I just delete the first ten or twenty because yeah. I know that they're on about an older show or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. But yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass to go through them. So. But yeah, yeah. where are you at? Trying to like we're not on. We're just not on. That's that's where we're at. Yeah. We're just not on. So. That's awesome. Anyways, uh, all right, motorsport.com, uh, tweet at Talon. Let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. Those are my dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. No, Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Motorsport.com, dedicated team of gearheads. Have the knowledge and expertise to help you get your ride working at peak performance. Uh, whether you race on the track, ride on the trails, or commute on the street, make your next ride your best ride at motorsport.com. Uh, if you want to look at motorsport.com, great customer service, great prices. Click on the widget on pulpamex.com. Uh, it takes you to our whole Pulpamex show page. Or you can go to the bottom of, pul- of motorsport.com, and there's a link on Pulpamex show. And it takes you uh, to all the deals that they're working with our sponsors. For example, EKS 20 right now at X brand is a, is a discount at motorsport.com. So uh, Michelin had a little deal going on. Guts is going to have a deal. So uh, thanks to those guys as well. Uh, and also, as I said earlier, motorsport.com forward slash win weekly prizes. And the grand prize is a uh, 2021 YZ250F head to toe gear from uh, Fly Racing and annual subscription FMF's the drop. That's the grand prize. But every week they will have a prize for you. And this week it's an FMF fatty piper silencer with an exhaust. So, uh, go to motorsport.com forward slash win to find out how to win uh, from the folks at Motorsport. So thanks to them. And uh, these are questions submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. Talon goes through the best ones and, uh, and asks them. Let's do this, Talon. All right. First one from Mattman122. Since the outdoors are starting so late, is there any chance we'll see the Honda boys on the 2021 bikes, assuming they meet the rule for availability to the public? No. Nope. Uh, next one from the voice of the drunken people. Where would Carson Brown on his CRF 150 pit bike fit into the Western lap time challenge? Corner speed would be right there on par. Yeah, it's a but faster he'd, track. So he'd run out of speed. Yeah, it's a faster track. So no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be there. No. All right. Next one from voice of the drunken people for Justin. Which is the most annoying to be asked about on race days? The wife says. swap show or Pulp Fantasy? Wife swap. I like Pulp Fantasy. Wife swap. I've just been hearing since you know 2004, something like that. Whenever yeah. it was, filmed. I brought it up to you last time you were in studio. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, that is like that little bug that's in your ear that just yeah. doesn't go away, yeah. and yeah. it's gonna follow me until I'm dead, probably. So yeah, that for sure. Right. All right, from Ryan Hargrave, 431. Mathis, what was the lowest point of the show? Could be a guest, money, a topic, something that got out of the way, something that got way out of hand. When it started, when it was new, lowest part, and now it's grown to this. Well, the I, show where Kenny walked out. No, no, that was great. Um, <laughs> I uh, I did a deal with Moto World, which is an online retailer. I did a deal with them for six months, and they pulled out after like a month and just said, "Sorry, we're not seeing any action." It's like, what? Like one month of a brand new show, and you're done? So that was a, our title sponsor. So that was a money that was gone. And then Watson raised like three grand from like Coy Gibbs, TRE, and somebody else. And that allowed us to keep the show going the first year because we were the server costs and 
the money to fly Paul in and the money to pay 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 Watson. When Paul left, wasn't there, and I didn't really want to dip into my own money. I was trying to make the show at least break even. Right. And so Watson dug up some money. That was good. Motor World bailing was bad. We had a lot of technical issues that first year. Like the show would just drop, just server would just drop. I was using uh, like a free. Um, it was on a Windows computer. It's Windows Encoder, I think. And it was free, like, you know, just grab it. And it was just unreliable. Just It did that for a long time after, too, though. Did it? Yeah, when you were using the Adobe thing. Well, I'm using the Adobe thing now. I mean, the Adobe thing on the server, too, though. Oh, was it? Was yeah. it something on the server? Okay. Yeah. So you fixed it? Yes, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, Tech man. Tech man. I got in trouble for autism. The autism people were very angry at me. That wasn't, that wasn't, that was a little weird. I had to call a lot of few sponsors back then. <laughs> oh, I missed this one. Uh, it was yeah, like, I missed that one too. It was like, uh, the first couple of years, somewhere in the first couple of years, I, uh, I didn't make fun of people with autism, was but it like the autism MX thing. No, no, no. Or just like, I just basically kind of discounted autism as a disease in general. Probably wasn't the greatest okay, idea. Yeah. Look. Yeah, yeah, but not, I was trying. It was a, I, I, if I get into it, I'm going to get myself in trouble again. So yeah, but, let's just next one. Yeah, next one. But so wait, the, tell your president to do that. It's, yeah, not, it's yeah, 2020. Yeah, you can't. You right. can't talk about anything. No, like that No, I know. But but I mean, it all ended up being fine. But I remember there were some people that were a little pissed um, uh, about that. That thing. I'm going to go with lowest pars when you just started it and it just kept growing. Right. That was lowest part. I remember at some point. We were adding up our numbers. Swiss Core and I were adding up the numbers, and at some point, it went from like three thousand a show, which was good. Like I was stoked. I want to say it jumped to like twelve thousand or something. And the next time we, I'm like, I'm like, oh, we have something here. Like we, yeah. we're on to something. Like whatever's working. It was Watson and I arguing, and mm-hmm. and 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 it was working out okay. And then that was kind of when it started. Like I'm like, oh shit. Like right. you know, we got we got actual real yeah. people listening. So yeah. All right, from Tyson Jorgensen. Any silly, any silly season? Oh my god, I can't say that. Silly today, season Junior. news on Dino, Mookie, and all the other big name dudes this year. I think Dino ends up staying there, even though I heard know. there was going to be another Husky team really? starting, like to support him, like not him, but yeah. like yeah, another Husky deal. I don't know, yeah. but I just heard that, and that was like I heard that like recently, and I can't even remember who told me that. But in California, you hear so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was heard that it was something they were going to keep him on full factory equipment, salary, everything. But there was like another situation hmm. starting. Okay. But I don't know how oh. or what. So I don't know that one. I didn't know Malcolm wasn't a guaranteed. Yeah, Moto no, they're, they're they're negotiating, and I don't. I wouldn't be surprised to not see it work. Well, I I it, I feel like the gear thing's a an, a bit of an issue. Probably. I yeah. mean, yeah. it's a fly team, right. but he wears no, his own. No, it's a Liat team. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Brain fart. I was like, I fly helmets. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So yeah. it's a gear deal with Liat. Yep. And he doesn't wear it. Right. So I don't know how that is. I, I don't maybe know. Maybe way less salary but and he gets like, that. Mookie I don't doesn't, know. Mookie doesn't do the outdoors. So why would you, if you were a full factory team, hire Mookie without barely any outdoor results? Like, that that was the other thing is, is like, you dude, you have a f- factory bike basically. And, yeah. And you have a team that does supercars only. Yeah. And you, you just like had your the best, Honda. And you just had your best year yeah, ever. You really like the Honda. I, I I know. I'm with you. I can't understand why both sides. I, I mean, if, this if someone wants to pick him up and then do outdoors, and he, and if he wants, to, does he want to do outdoors? That's something I've never asked him. I mean, he says he does. Then then it makes sense for him to go for an outdoor ride. And then if he wants to do outdoors, then it fully makes sense for him to go shopping. I don't think he wants to do outdoors because I've had plenty of conversations with Roger Larson, who is basically his agent, yeah. his buddy. Roger hates the outdoors. I'm yeah, sure. But what if he gets paid double the money? He's going outdoors. Yeah, I don't see that. He's happening. got the training but, facility. Yeah. 
Tad Haggard wants to know, will there be an AP fill-in this outdoors? Yeah, I think so. I got to make some calls tomorrow about that. Uh, but I heard I some stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel they, they will. They, 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 I feel like Bloss is going there. They, yeah, we talked about that earlier. From Ranham84. Hey, Justin, you ran a stock 250 at a few SLC rounds. Was the suspension stock? If so, that's impressive. No, I rode a practice 250 that had like nothing done to the engine and it had a clutch in it. And I rode that and the 450 class on, yeah, whatever the first West round was up there. Uh, but the chassis was exactly the, the same. The problem is, is you guys, you riders tell us that the bike's stock and we know it's not. Yeah, I, and, I get and, it. And rider, I, but, but fans are like, I get this question a lot. Like, yeah. okay, no pro is ever riding stock suspension. Just take that. I to, don't ride it in general. Right, right. Like even the production suspension, it's at least getting revalved before I ride it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I made a tweet saying like, don't pick me. Like it yeah. was a whole pulp thing. Yeah. And I just said, don't pick me. I'm riding a stock 250. I know. We're at elevation. I like I don't, it's a bad when, idea. When riders say stock, it means motor. 100%. Ish, if ish. we're talking, if I say stock, yeah. you're not going to see me on that track with stock suspension. Yeah. Or, or even you have an exhaust. Always will have an exhaust. Yes. Yeah. It's right, like, right, if right. I say stock, it's engine. It, it's probably not chassis, but it's engine. When a engine. pro rider says stock, they mean suspension modified and an exhaust. Yeah. That's what they mean. And usually it's the same bike. Yeah. Like the bike was the exact same as my race bike. Right. Just the engine yeah. wasn't an engine. It was a, just an off-the-shelf engine that right. you could put in your standard bike. I think people get confused sometimes. From Clippy Clippy, Steve, will you be at Loretta's a week early to wrench for Little Red Dog? No, no, I will not. No, no plans. Go Red Dog, though. From Steve's Hot Tub, whatever happened to Sinjin, O'Rourke, and the other regular callers from the early days? Yeah, I don't know. Sinjin got respectable. Uh, has been. Remember, has been. Never called back in. O'Rourke, uh, don't know what happened to O'Rourke. Our Australian guy, I met him. He's a nice guy. Um, yeah, no idea. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think you just maybe you get out of the sport. Maybe you don't follow it anymore. I don't know. It's weird. My wife's a Howard Stern fan and has always been a Howard Stern fan. Like, never drifted off of that. You know right. what I mean? Like, so I, that part is a little weird. But I guess you just don't follow the sport anymore. So you yeah. know, why, why do you listen to Pulp? I don't know. You know. All right. Next one from Fuzz Sanders. Any news yet on the new Gas Gas team? No. No. I did hear that it's not going to be the Rocky Mountain guys, though. So I did hear that. I uh, heard that too. And I thought it was. I thought it, it would be I, too. To me, it makes sense. They're across the street from KTM Husky. They're in the building of where it's going. The latest rumor was TLD going to Gas Gas with Ferrandis there. Ferrandis riding a 450. That's news to me. Yeah. Ferrandis, I heard JGR. Ferrandis riding a 450, Gas Gas, and then TLD guys being Gas Gas 250s. So I heard TLD guys, Gas Gas 250. Yeah. Factory KTM's going back to a, having a lights rider. Right. Ferrandis to Factory KTM, and JGR gets gas, 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 gas. Yeah. For 450 program. I've heard that too. Yeah. Yep. But I'm that's yeah. that them being, but that would make sense. But yeah, then. Uh, I just think in this day and age, they don't. You know, everybody's. But isn't that gas gas going to be a bit before it gets over here? No, they want to have it next year. Apparently. Really. Yeah. Apparently. So. All right, from Austin McCarty. Has anyone in the sports history made more money off of podium bonuses than Dungy? The guy was top three almost every time he lined up for like eight years. Yeah, some of these guys only have top two in bonuses. Some of them don't have top three. 
I don't know about Dunge, but some of them don't. Um, Did yeah, he have like no. 35 podiums in a row? I don't know. So, it was something huge. Yeah, so, something like fucking most consistent guy. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he crushed it. He's going to be on our next show, by the way. He's coming on our next show. He's got his coffee line. So mm. we've been with in the intense. Oh no, he's not with intense anymore. He's with intense. Is he still? Yeah. Next one from Yeah, I'm Big Tom. Does Bogle whole shot a national this season? Yes. Yeah, you guys both. Yeah, Marks thinks so too. The dude's okay. so good at starts. I know, but confidence and you know he's been beat down a little bit. Not on starts. I know. I mean, his last crash was right. from a start, but he yeah. was up front. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Now he. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And Justin Cooper too. I really don't care. Next First one from Cade Clayson, fifty-two. Do you guys think any top guys spend a lot of the spend a lot of the summer traveling race to race in their RVs to avoid flying in public transportation? Guys like Kenny and Zacco come to mind. Barsha used to. Barsha's first two years, I think, of pro, he never flew. He was scared of it. So he literally drove in yeah. a fifth wheel in a truck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, yeah. I don't think anymore, though. No, I don't think no. anyone does he, Well, that. he flies himself now. No, I know, bit, but yeah. I, I don't right. think there's anybody like that anymore. Right, right. No, I Privateers. Don't think so yeah. yeah. Tons of privateers, I'm sure. All right, last one from Clippy Clippy. Will Lone Wolf be going to Pastrana's to backflip like the Dune Goon? No, Lone Wolf only likes handguards and oversized tanks, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to backflip, dude. Listen, did you see how fucking easy it was for this guy? He did it by two p.m. He backflipped by and two, and he got there late too. Yeah, like, no, that's he what didn't I mean. Have, like, he had half the time, and he still did it. It seems really easy. Hold on, lean back, look back. I'm going for the front flip. You just hit the ramp, hit the kicker, and just commit. It seems really easy. Really downplays There's really a zero right. shot. I'm going off front that. flip. I'm just that is I'm terrifying. Just a pro at backflips, okay? <laughs> so back up. Uh, Please was, don't send me to Pastranas. It was. I, I've said this before. It's one of the top five most amazing things. Top five or top three, whatever I said. It's probably top three. In the most amazing things that's ever happened on this show. You're welcome. Yeah. And thank you. Right. All the same time. <laughs> you irrationally confident you can do a backflip, and then actually fucking doing it. Yeah. Well, if, like, and his foot slipped you ever on the that? bicycle, you ever see too. His back no. On YouTube? Uh-uh. After the show, you can watch okay. it. We sent him to Pastranas to do a backflip. Yeah. yeah. That's the best place to go. It still comes up. Don't like, turn right. Like, you know, my wife and my mother-in-law, like, they, they, they like to tell people. Oh, really? And, and the video gets watched. The video gets people, come up. You know, it's a good story. Went to Pastranas, did a backflip. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then you couldn't even do the drop-in on the BMX in the first time. And When I saw that, yeah. I thought he was dead for sure. Yeah, yeah, we all did. We all did. I was just uh, I was just hyping up the video. Yeah, yeah, I right. I was waiting to get the call. Hey, Talon, we need you to produce <laughs> yeah. the show. Uh, yeah, Marks is dead. Uh, all right, is that it? That's old news, right? Motorsport.com. Please check them out uh, for the best prices around. Great customer service as well. And win yourself a YZ250. I just bought a bunch of gaskets from Motorsport. Oh, nice. Good yeah. to hear. Um, two days early, too. Oh, yeah. They're what awesome. A hell of a company. Um, thanks to those guys for teaming up with us. Uh Thanks to Adam C. Cirillo and Christian Craig and Chris Kiefer and uh, um, uh, Davey Coombs for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Starling. Justin Starling coming all the way from California. Anytime. So uh, a lot of fun. Thanks for Anytime. doing a great job. So yeah. uh, appreciate that. Good luck with the outdoors this summer. I'm sure I'll see you I'll do a few. At, at some. Yep. And, and all Not of all of them, so, but I'll be at a right. few. Unless MX Nations cancels, then you'll see me at all of them. Right, but right. otherwise, no, I'm going to go do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't blame you for doing that either. Uh, thanks to Swiss Core. Thanks to uh, Moser as well. Pookie, of course. Uh, Talon, Lone Wolf, thank you. Hey, thank you. Are you in next show? Yep, I'm in next show, and then it's tits again. Okay. Well, I'll check the I'll check the word doc. So 
He's he's insane about that. Uh, and Marks, thank you as always. You're Appreciate welcome. it. Thank uh, you. So thanks everybody for listening. We're off next week. We'll be back the week after that, uh, and then we're off. And we're on back on for the rest of the nationals. They're all all summer long. So looking forward to that kicking hey, off. If I don't weeks. race one of the nationals, I'm here. Boom. There we go. About or something. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get that happening for sure. Yeah. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks to Justin Starling for coming by. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis. We'll see you in a couple weeks, everybody. We don't got time for wives and chicks on the show. We're gnarly. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.